your safety, please do not block or hold the car doors while the train is in operation. Now arriving at Utopia District. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to Utopia District, a new vaporwave culture and music project. For those of you who don't know, I'm Indie or Indie Advent, a big fan of what people in this community do, and someone who's always in awe of the incredible talent and just the amazing personalities that exist within this community. We'll have a lot of exciting things coming to you over the near future. For now, we're going to sit down and talk about a little event that happened a few weeks ago, Flamingo Fest 2020, September, Saturday, Sunday, the 12th and 13th. A live streaming event I put together with my pet flamingo. It included scheduled programming of 30 minute sets of artists and visualists working together, 40 artists, 10 to 15 visualists, 40 different ads from vaporwave labels and websites and copious amounts of work for a, an incredible group of people and an incredible community. If you'd like, you can follow along with us as we dive into some of these sets and watch the video and hear the music and whatnot at archive.org slash details slash flamingo fest day one. And put that video on and just scroll through or just kick back and listen as we enjoy this amazing amazing festival that's archive.org slash details slash flamingo fest day one it took a little while longer than planned to get utopia district off the ground and this episode was recorded over a month ago so please bear with us for anything that may have already happened <laughs> i'm here with enzo and jay from my pet flamingo and St. Cloud, dear friend of mine. Everybody here was integral in putting this event together. So thank you for joining me, gentlemen. How is everybody today? Hey, good. Hey. I'm kind of recovering, kind of recovering from it all. Yeah. It's just been, it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> and you are who? Enzo. And, uh, Enzo. Pleasure to be talking to you, my friend. As always, always man. As always. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Definitely. And who else we got here? Jay, what's up? How's it going, Indy? Thanks for having us. Oh, man, for sure. Very excited to be on the first episode of the show as well. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Listen yeah. to this energy this guy's bringing. Congrats on the launch as well. <laughs> who is this guy? This is a different brother. This is a different brother to the one that I you know, spend most of my days with. Listen to all these beans. You're full what of beans. Can I say, what can I say? Flamingo Fest changed my life. Wow! Hey, there you go. <laughs> I think it. I think it, it did. Like, if I was seeing some people say that, like, it was a big, big thing. I, guys, it came together really, really well. I want to say congratulations to everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, we kind of all were integral in making that, you know, making that happen, and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's been amazing. Really has. Hell of a team effort. Yeah, man. And thank you, Indy, for absolutely everything you did, um, especially oh, yeah. those, those 48 hours leading up to the start of the show. Oh, my God. That, that <laughs> oh, was insane. That was just no sleep. You. Yeah. Yeah. I kept you going. Yeah. You sure yeah, did. No, in fairness, the, the pair of you didn't sleep, I don't think. Is that right? That's right. Uh, I think I 
No, I slept less than an hour. It was less yeah. than an hour. That's crazy. Yeah. That's like SAS. And then, and then I had like the adrenaline in me of like this whole event. <laughs> it was like, I even if I had wanted to, I couldn't have. It. Yeah. I, I don't think we subject our Marines to that kind of training. <laughs> do you know, do you know what was, I mean? Like, it was mad. It was, it was mad. It was a lot. There was a lot to do, a lot that came up and came to us last minute that we wanted to sort of integrate, right, to make it. Are, are we going to talk about all of the, the, the gremlins as well? I mean, we get to it all, I'm sure. Are we going to talk <laughs> about the are we going to talk about the Android apartment gremlin that we rescued? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's, talk, let's talk about the good things first eh? Let's yeah. talk about the good things. Yeah. Right. Couple All glitches right. along the way. We'll 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 say that. That that was fun, yeah. Yeah, I mean what big event like that does not have a problem. I mean it, as as problems go, that was pretty minor, but it was funny at the time. Yeah. yeah. I hope yeah. I hope everyone thought it was funny. Oh, it kind of grew on people. I think we started out I think yeah. he was happy. In the end, oh man, it was amazing promotion for Android Apartment. Oh my god! <laughs> in the end, in the end, I think it kind of, I, th I think it kind of looked like he was kind of queuing up the sets. Yeah, because yeah, he, because he was, because the way he filmed himself, I think it'd have been different if he hadn't. But he filmed himself in front of like his decks, and so it looked like he was literally pressing play on everyone's sets. Whereas it you know, sort of did. It, that yeah. is so perfect. Okay, so we'll know, just I'm explain. Gonna, let's say so that, that people was conceptually know. the idea. Yeah, go on, Eesh, Lindy, you yes, explain. Yes, exactly. Explain. Totally by uh, on purpose. So we had so many problems with the export. I don't know if there was corrupt files or oh what, but it it was weird. I like the second day went off without a hitch. The files exported perfectly. It was great. First one just nonstop problems. So we were kind of seeing the problems as we went, and then fixing them and then like piecing little pieces together and one of the problems we found that we couldn't really fix all of was this glitch where instead of the title card that all hell breaks loops made for the artists where it zoomed in on the tv and it showed their their name and the visualist it it put the clip the very beginning clip of android apartments set at super speed the audio was super <laughs> speed as well <laughs> I guess that's Premiere at work, just trying to yeah, man. calculate those electrons, that binary. That's what happens when you export an, export an 11 hour long video, I guess. Yeah. I, I hadn't done 11 hours before. Um, waves by private with private suite. I did have one weird problem, but most of it was fine. It just took a long time, but that was only seven hours. So a lot of the assets for waves were also in 4k. So that took a little bit of extra time to crunch. The eyeliner one was amazing. Did you guys catch that? Yeah, I'm sure you did. You had, <laughs> there were two mistakes. <laughs> yeah, fever. we had uh, fiber. Yeah, they thought it was their set, and they yeah. weren't told. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was great. They loved so I'll it. Ex I'll explain the, the problems at the beginning of this show, I guess. So that one, I was for that was on the second day, and I was in the Rosewood Discord channel. Shouts out Rosewood, best vapor fam around. Um, they were just keeping me company. We were chatting and whatnot, and I was watching. And I knew that at at some point, one of the sets we uh, eyeliner set came in after we had already exported the full day videos. So I had to manually insert his video and stop the playback of the full day video live. 
And for some reason, I thought it was his set and I'd accidentally let fiber play. So I switched it, ran over the computer, freaked out, threw my headphones down, like, ah! ran over, switched it, and then realized, oh, wait, I wasn't supposed to do anything. Fiber's supposed to be on right now. <laughs> Did I just create a problem out of nothing? <laughs> <laughs> there was no, everything was perfect. And I just, because I was so anxious for the whole event, I was like, oh, no, this is it. Now's the time. Switching. I think you need to give yourself a bit more credit as well. You probably hadn't slept by this point for more than is legally acceptable. Like you wouldn't have been allowed to drive legally the amount of sleep you'd had. That's probably true. It was the adrenaline. So much yeah. adrenaline. Yeah. It did turn out like a fucking amazing time. So thank I saw you guys. Someone, I saw someone post immediately after us and I, we, we can, we, I think that's enough on the negatives or the, or the mishaps because... Yeah. I literally saw someone post straight after that happened and they said, Hey, it's a free event. How dare they? And this was sarcastic. How dare they make, um, you know, how Insane. dare there be glitches? And it, <laughs> and they were taking a piss because at the end of the day, you know, people yeah. put hundreds and hundreds of hours of work into getting Flamingo Fest off oh, the ground. Absolutely. And it was brilliant. I don't care about those little things. They're just funny. They just added to the excitement. Oh, absolutely. That, the, the fear factor. People yeah. loved it. <laughs> The yeah. only thing I just one more thing. The only thing I feel bad for is Fiber because it was supposed to be his set. And that that was messy. So yeah. they thought it, it, they were freaking out in the chat. It was pretty good though. <laughs> I think they took it well. Great memories, everybody. We'll no, we'll never forget. But yes, yeah. amazing time. So should we dive into exactly what happened during this amazing time here, Flamingo Fest? Jay, we oh. haven't heard from you in a while. You were actually quite involved in putting this together. Very big help help to me for sure. Like couldn't have done it without you. So thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. <clears throat> oh, I yeah. thought you might have fallen asleep then. I am definitely, definitely still, still trying to like recharge, <laughs> recharge my energy. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's the time quiet, guys. Just make a loud noise, and I'll um, and uh, like you know. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> with this, me. with this type of thing, right? You have so many logistics. That's what takes up most of the time is connecting with each person that's involved. Like you were saying, so many hours of people working on this. Like all the ads we had all the different artists and visualists. And we had this amazing, amazing um, poster designer, the person that did Flamingo Funk. Victor Arche. Victor Arche, that shouts Uh, out to you. You could, yeah, shout out to Victor. You can follow him on Instagram at- at Oh, you're gonna struggle now. Can you remember the, can you remember the letters? (laughs) Well, LXTXCX, I believe. Let me just double check that. I think that's right. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so nice to keep be able to keep the branding of Flamingo Funk and bring it over to this. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, that was like we didn't go through any sort of iterations with that. I think we all just agreed um, from early on that we'd like to keep that sort of like um, the style from the mm-hmm. Flamingo the Flamingo Funk albums. I think it, mm-hmm. I, I think it transfers really really nicely onto a, to an event poster kind of. Yeah. We're already starting the work on um, the t-shirts and the posters. And t-shirts. So, yeah, Victor's 
doing some work. He's also doing some work on a piece of merch that might relate to the visual side of things as well. But I'm not sure if we're talking about that tonight. Okay. Oh, yes. Let's not. Yeah, yes. exactly. Let's hold that back. Secrets. But he's working on a few things and he's going to be working on the next um, version of Flamingo Funk as well. So he's a busy boy. We'll keep him busy. Don't you worry about that. Exclusive new Flamingo Funk. Yeah, man. Flamingo Funk Volume 3 coming in October 2020. Probably nice. late October, late October, but we're working on it already. Okay, awesome. Yeah, the the whole Flamingo Fest uh, vibe really came together like a, a brand, you could say. Like now we're going IRL with this yeah. event uh, in 2021, so that's uh, that's really cool. So it's great to have Victor involved in that. So thank you once again, my friend. Uh, big shout to Tropical Virtual who helped us out with the um, title cards, the intro cards and the end cards for each artist and visualist. They were so awesome. And the ending video, the celebration of the event and the 2021 live show announcement. That was awesome. So thank you so much, Tropical Virtual. You rock. And we also had All Hell Breaks Loops helping us with visuals as well. Not just performing um, or like doing vi visuals for a performer, St. Pepsi, but he definitely helped bring the visual style and a cohesive package together as well. And that's what it felt like. I don't know, you know, for anyone who watched it, and I've spoken to quite a few people who watched it literally from start to finish, which is quite a feat. Like we did it professionally because we had to keep an eye on it, but also from the point of view of loving it. But I've, I've spoken to loads of people, countless people who watched it from start to finish, and they just loved the way the whole thing kind of tied together as a cohesive event. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to do. That's hard to do because in a venue, you've only got to design it once at the start, and then that yeah. will stay. That's your aesthetic for the whole thing. Creating a cohesive event online is a lot harder to do. And I think that we just about pulled that off, like, you know, really I think, well. I think that's why the idea of having, having the day one and the day two, like kind of sets as we were calling them kind of yeah. really tight, tied all the sets, all the, all the, um, all the performances together. Cause where people had such, like, there's such a wide variety of different music and different visuals and styles and, you know, colors and that kind of stuff, but it all felt mm. like it, 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 it managed to feel like it was part of, uh, all part of one show by by, yeah, by having plan. those having yeah exactly by by having those little kind of um, bumpers yeah the bumpers the you know creating the creating the set where these 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 performances were living in mm -hmm. setting the mood so the first one on day one we had was a a room like with posters of the event everywhere on the wall and all these aesthetic little like a record player. And, flamingos and this cool tv and everything and so we kind of get a little tour of the room with this really cool video edit and amazing uh sound production it's the it's, it's track one from flamingo funk, flamingo one. funk. yeah so it's um, <clears throat> called special treat which was made yeah which was made by timeshare 94 which you might know those you might know those guys jay yeah pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, like it was like someone's bedroom because if you look closely at the record, he'd even gone to the level where he'd designed the record itself that was playing on the record player to look like Flamingo Funk Volume One record. Okay. See, I, I didn't mean, notice details of, like that. Yeah, yeah those details. There's so many. But that's the, the, when you're dealing with people as good as that, 
that's how far into it you can go. And I just think that anyone who's watching it, who's even slightly familiar with the Flamingo Funk branding and stuff or the music and all those things, they're watching that and they immediately immersed. They're like, right. Yeah, I get this. This is familiar to me. You're, you're here. Right. You've got me. Flamingo Fest. Who's up first? It's Barb Walters. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and that was how I felt. And I don't know if that was because of a lack of sleep and excitement beforehand, but it just like watching those title cards, like we'd all seen them to check them, to change them, to tweak them. And then you see it playing live for real on mm-hmm. day one. And it's just like, wow, we're here. We've arrived. This is what we've been planning for all this time. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Just amazing. Yeah. Let's get to soak it in sort of. And yeah. day two was this really cool bar on the beach. Oh, yeah. designed there's like an o- an ocean right and the beach and it's like a little hut it's like a tiki hut sort of thing with all yeah. kinds of thank you enzo all kinds <laughs> of different booze to choose from <laughs> it, was a, it was a very well stocked bar very well stocked. <laughs> we're, we're here to have we're here to party yeah I, that was great that that was the the main feedback we gave him was this is great put more booze on the bar yeah <laughs> there's, there's gonna be a we're planning for a That's lot true. of people to be at this party let's get more booze on that bar <laughs> <laughs> and then um so yeah just great way of teleporting you transporting you into the universe of flamingo fest and then the shows would start by the credits going on the tvs at each of the different venues i guess you would call it and then zoom into the tv and the set starts there so you mentioned barb walters um he was the first set of the first day let's start talking about those guys a little bit incredible incredible stuff the vitomo on visuals yeah um i I hadn't really seen sorry to keep talking i hadn't really seen anything like this um in future you know what, before uh, like it, it was it was really like heavy heavy stuff do you know what was interesting about that was because we watched it in um we watched it with our friend chris who does our packing like the all of the my pet flamingo packing and he's yeah. not as familiar with like you, you he's more familiar with the records themselves than anyone because he packs them like hundreds of times, but he doesn't listen like the to, album to vapor. Yeah, exactly. So he's yeah. had his hands on them like hundreds of times over, but he's not as familiar with the sound of the music. So we, he, he basically sat through the whole of day one with us and made a few beers with him. And when the, yeah. the glitchy, that glitchy kind of effect that you had on the bar board set, like the visuals for it, the Vitomo visual, he was like, wow, this is like not what I imagined it would be like, because to him, he was mm-hmm. listening to it and feeling that kind of daft punk vibe as someone who's completely new to the sound of it. He was like, wow, this is like, you know, these things are like exciting, but jarring, I think was how he said. Yeah. He yes. described it. Yes. Very well, well put exciting, but jarring. Yeah. There's something just off putting about it. Very interesting visual, but over mm-hmm. top the effects he put on, it's this, it looks like it's being everything's being ripped apart. Like it's all a yeah, sound wave. Like, like stretched, stretched. Like stretched. Yeah, there is Fucking. a term f- for it. I, f- I forget what it is. So actually, I'll use that moment to say. So this is actually going to be sort of part one of a Flamingo Fest larger podcast episode where we talk to all the artists and visualists and everybody else involved in the show as well. We want to sit down with everybody. Back to Barb Walters and Vitomo. It just ripped me apart, man, watching this. The first set, I was like, holy 
shit. Like, oh yeah, that really just, just grabbed people. And then when you, I know the volume was a little low at first, but when you cranked up that volume, yeah, people yeah. just started going wild. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that was the first moment of anxiety was just these messages going, ah, oh, right, yeah, up, turn it it's up. not quite loud yeah. enough. And I was thinking, well, just turn turn your bloody speakers up. Exactly, exactly. But And they're saying it's it. an accident. Yeah, I got it. I got it eventually, like after like the third person. But as soon as you did it, it was like, pow. Yes, it really was. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, I had, um, I thought it was maxed out, but I went over to my OBS and no, it was like halfway. So Thank goodness it wasn't maxed out. I had this little internal dialogue that was going on in my mind at the time, and I was thinking, Indy's looking for the volume here, and what he's going to yeah. do now is he's going to yeah. whack it up. And the guys who are using like actual hi-fi speakers, the, the, the shit's going to yeah, yeah. just blowing like yeah. two hundred people speaking. <laughs> I made sure to do it incrementally. One in Australia, there's Tupperwave speaker in Australia. Tup Tups is gone, <laughs> and then we even had a bar. Uh, Right at the beginning, there was a bar. I guess it was in Milan. Yeah, yeah. Milan, Italy. Yeah, they streamed the entire Flamingo Fest in their bar. Yeah, yeah man. that is crazy. crazy. Holy shit! Wonder yeah, what happened to that. that. Wonder what happened to their yeah. rig when you turn the volume up. I turned it up slow. Yeah, right. We saw that on Instagram. Uh, I think yeah. it was the day before or the day of the of the show, and they said I think they said they were going to get some footage or some pictures. So I'll try and see if. Chase yeah, I think up. Tom Tom spotted it, didn't he? Yeah, see if they um, what are they called? Un- unseen bar Uns- is that it? Unseen yeah, bar, that, that was it. it was. Unseen yeah. bar in Milan. So shout outs to them. Massive. We got yeah, that's, that's, become, awesome. that's like a, a holiday venue for the future, man. Hundred percent. Yes. Good. Yes. Let's. Yeah. Good call. And we had we had another um, gr- I guess group of people do something for the event that we were not prepared for and not expecting a second life virtual event space in 3d you can go in there and party and dance with a whole bunch of people in second life if you don't know what second life is it's like a virtual avatar space you make a human and you just go around walk around and look at art and other other things (laughs) so yeah they they made a venue for us they had our poster up and the set list and flamingos and palm trees everywhere. It was so cool. I just. That's amazing. I've seen this now twice and I saw it at the time and I still don't understand what it is, but it looked cool as fuck. Yeah, well, you gotta just download Second Life and click the link and teleport in, you know? They're, they're doing more events too. I'll put the link in the description of this show so people can go and check is out the possible? vibe. Is it possible to go back and see what was happening during the event on, do you go, do you go what I mean? Yeah. Well, I took, I took some footage, like some screen, some screen caps, some footage, and there's a post on my Twitter. You can check out. I'll put that in the description of this show. Also do that. Um, It's like a, it's like a 20 second um, clip. And so it was during a future girlfriends set as well but well i guess we'll get into that as we start talking about that artist so yeah barb walters vitomo uh incredible first set great way to start the day we had a lot of people join uh and we got raided right away as well yes yes i can't remember exactly when it was definitely one of the first sets it was like 70 something people yeah by laser laser highway i think it was yeah 
Yeah, that was so cool. Thank you, Laser Highway, for doing that. It's a real, yeah, real blessing was, on us. We're just sitting here watching the numbers just jump and jump and jump. Yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden, it's just up 70 people. It's just insane. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. It did pop. Like at one point, it just suddenly went from like maybe 200 up to 300 in, in just a flash as well. 350. And what's yeah, crazy we, is that was at 11 a.m. Yeah. Well, yeah. For, you, for you, it was. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Like Do West Coast. Some, yeah, West Coast people. West it was Coast people are asleep. Yeah, that's what we kept part. telling ourselves. We were just like, "Wow, imagine when LA wakes up." Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot, a lot of them were up. A lot. Yeah, they were. Got Got to shout out the people that were there. I think um, we had Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie was Ronnie was there for like the whole thing. I was gonna say Ronnie, yeah, but he's in St. True. Louis, I think. Right. Yeah. So I think. Oh, oh, you mean from the West Coast? I thought yeah, you meant like West who Coast. was there the whole time. Yeah, uh, shoot. definitely shuts out Ronnie. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that because you guys, like, I, I, we don't think about things in such ways. Like, I always think of things, if I'm thinking about America, I tend to, and this is ignorant of me, I tend to think of EST yeah. because the majority of people that I speak to from America tend to be then. Like, if I speak mm -hmm. to Eric, Eric Hughes, it's like, yeah, yeah he's uh, LA. So, like, I know that's the middle of the night when he's message. When I wake up in the morning, I know that he's <laughs> like, obviously, his baby's still up and he's like messaging me in the night because he's, yeah. you know, uh, he's, I don't I, know, feeding or whatever. Okay. You know. <laughs> I see golf was up. Golf audio was up. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and um, DS Dude was there. Shouts out DS dude. And I think especially on the Sunday, Luxury Elite, like she was up from the very first thing. She had a breakfast. Oh, yeah. She went for a shower. She came back. She went and did some shopping. Then she came back. She was pretty much in all day on Sunday and she was in for a lot of Saturday too. Mm -hmm. Yes. People could not believe how many like big vaporwave artists were just simply in the chat, just yeah. talking to them. Like they yeah, could not. not yeah. I know exactly that. I'm not going to like make this about me, but like I was nervous before my set and then suddenly I'm watching it back live playing and it was, it, I was thinking this is going okay. And then suddenly hundred percent electronica came along and started saying, <laughs> yes. yeah, man, we need more dance beats in our vaporwave. And I was thinking, yes, now yeah. oh, come on, <laughs> come exactly. on. Hello, more George. House. Shouts to George. Mm -hmm. Thank you, George. And thank you for your good. ad. Yeah, the ad was Oh cool. my god, that ad was so funny. Not as hilarious <laughs> as the nipple one though. The nipple one. Fuck the me up. Like, that was a good one. <laughs> Who so did the nipple one, man? I can't even remember. Uh, uh, Wizard of Holiness. I'll never forget Halcyon what I saw. Tapes. Yeah, I'll never forget <laughs> what I saw, but I don't remember exactly what it was for. <laughs> yeah. I just remember the nipple. If you'd like to go see Check out archive.org slash details slash Flamingo Fest day one or day two. Yeah, I remember a nipple on a man's head. That's all I, that's all I can remember. <laughs> and I've really started uh, buying loads of tapes from Halcyon in the last couple of days. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> There's some so advertising. advertising. Yes, yeah, there you exactly. go. There you go. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Now I know. Now I know Indy was sticking works. subliminal messages in. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Um, hilarious and alarming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we had a set where I got my I got the nipples I needed. Okay. <laughs> I, I said only one, but Andrew uh Future Funk Monthly, he gave us two nipples in his little kitty pool DJ. Oh set. yes. Oh yes, yes, that's right, yeah. That was so funny. 
So, okay, yeah, let's move on to the next set. Thank you, Vitomo and Barb Walters, so much. Big up. We yes, had uh, Lagoon. Very cool set. I got to do visuals for that one. It was a Baywatch uh, homage, I guess you could say. Yeah. Maybe David Hasselhoff homage. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of Hasselhoff references in the chat yeah. during that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That that was great. Um, was my great favorite music, part of that future funk vibe. My favorite part on that was when you did the when I I, I remember was it the, the she she gives him a mixtape. Oh yeah, and the, that's the, right. oh, yeah. And I for a second because I think I might have left the room for a second. I came back and I was thinking, what's happening here? Like this yeah. is actually yeah. am I watching Baywatch suddenly? And then yeah. like, sticks sticks the tunes on. I was like, yeah, Chris has just flipped over channels. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking, God, he's not got much patience. He's only done an hour. Yeah, he's got he's got ten more to go. And then I looked and I was like, ah, okay, yeah. nice touch. So in the middle of the set, uh, there's I I I saw this clip somewhere, and then I realized Death Dynamic Shroud actually has a meme for it too uh, maybe someone a fan made it for them or something but i'm uh, not the first person to have done it but i did do it for lagoon and probably first person to do that i would say and it mm. worked out really well just the song um there's a nice. clip in baywatch where the a girl that david hasselhoff's character is seeing gives him a cassette tape and then he puts it on and you get to see his facial reaction to whatever you put in behind it after he presses play on that cassette player so yeah, it was just a really funny, uh, funny moment for everybody. Great way to split up the set, and you know, yeah, and it's worth mentioning as well. Lightheartedness we, in there. Lagoon, incredible uh, producer. Like I, I think kind of underrated, and he's been on both the Flamingo Funks so far. He's UK based. Like the the stuff that the tunes in that set were just amazing and it was like it kept the same level it was quite hard coming after Bob Walters but he was amazing mm-hmm. good point kept the energy up kept the energy yeah yeah exactly um, that's, that's it um, and I didn't really know Lagoon uh, apart from Flamingo Funk so getting to hear all that stuff I actually thought it was his voice he was he was, he was singing in one of the songs but Discoholic uh, showed me that I, I, sh- I was embarrassed I should not have said that <laughs> there's so many artists that you can't know everyone like do you know what i mean like don't feel hard don't don't feel bad like it's the same for us like you yeah know, i i i discovered new new tracks new artists watching this when i was part of oh, it absolutely mm-hmm. well that's the part of the point i hope we can do that if we can't yeah. then yeah of course yeah you know a lot of small artists medium artists whatever um so yeah you can go check out that set as well i think I don't know if we'll be posting it, but it'll be in the day one video for sure. Yeah. And then, uh, anyone else have anything to say about that one before we move on? Oh, it's, it's worth noting as well. Lagoon is also um, known as Urban Flamingo as well. Would be another. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Name you, name people might 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 have heard him under. So just like mm-hmm. MIDI MIDI Vaporwave. Uh, kind one of, of stuff the first awesome. releases on MPS. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, nice. Urban Stories is the name of the album. Oh yeah, like that's urban, right. Urban Urban Flamingo. It's got Wicked Art, Wicked Tunes. Mm-hmm. Check it out. I would say mypetflamingo.bandcamp.com. Wow. Or UK? Is it mypetflamingouk.bandcamp.com? No, no, it's mypetflamingo.bandcamp.com. Yeah. All right. You only had right. the UK when someone else has stolen the, uh, you know, the yeah, whoever that was <laughs> on Twitch, because we didn't take yeah. it right away. We announced the show and then we got the twitch after so somebody went in there and screwed us so 
I'm yeah. giving you the thrashing of a lifetime, whoever you are. Uh, if you can hear, by the way, that that's my dog telling me that he is a massive fan of Urban Flamingo. If you can hear that barking hey. in the background. Harry okay, loves a bit of Urban, urban Flamingo. Who doesn't? Yeah. What more my, do you need? Mypetflamingo.bandcamp.com <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this sorry, turned, sorry. This is turning into like a, telly, like, a, like a telly sales sort of thing. Yeah, I can't help myself. I'm really sorry. Yeah, what little messaging in there? Please, yeah. that, that please wasn't very subliminal. We'd like to think it was subliminal. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Flamingo Fest. Yes, there we go. That's better. Yeah. Sorry, before is. we get carried away. Yeah, let's move on to Strawberry Station. Another guy that we all know well. Big fan of Strawberry oh, yes. Station. Yeah. Dear friend of mine, living very close to me. Get to see him all the time. Don't see him enough. Get your butt over here, buddy. Filbert and, Street's finest. Yeah. And yeah, fellow UK homie as well. Yeah, man. Yeah. Funnily enough. Well, he didn't leave us as a label. He left us to live in Canada, if that's what yeah, you mean. That, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, <laughs> I mean. I mean, I mean, he left us in the UK. He left the UK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we met him at um, Groove Horizons for the first time, mm-hmm, which yeah. was probably 18 months ago, I think, I want to say. Back in the give, day when people used to meet in public in gatherings. Yeah. Right? What is that? So, yeah, do you remember those days? Like, the, you didn't wear masks? <laughs> you, could, <laughs> you could hug? You could hug people? Thinking about writing a book about it. That's weird. Oh man, I want to read that because it's nostalgia, like you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna not wearing masks is gonna be vaporwave. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. No, 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 no. Let's not make vaporwave an anti-masker thing. We're getting into politics now. Oh, oh yeah, no, we gotta, we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta get away. <laughs> yeah, and, and with uh, visuals by none other than yours truly saint cloud (sighs) yes i did do these oh i like the sound of that yeah those visuals were tight i had originally made them for his uh essential set that's right but things went crazy Mm. yeah 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 and then yeah there were talks of it being essential going virtual actually Mm -hmm. but uh yeah, that just did apparently not work it, out. it did. Like I don't, I think oh, there it? was one, or that the, there was a test stream at least. I I don't know because it wasn't very clear. That, okay. that was the problem. Yeah, I I, super maybe I'm not maybe I'm not uh, recollecting correctly, but uh, yeah, yeah. But you got to use it eventually. Yes. Right away. Yes, and, and, w- and what unfortunately, the yes, Strawberry Station. So wait, hold was, on. Here's a question. Because at yes. the end of Strawberry Set, he played How Many Shrimps Do You Have to Eat Before You Get Your <laughs> yeah, Shrimps Chara Chara Bonito. Yeah. Turn pink. Yeah. Is it bad that? That, that, was, that was the first time I've ever heard that song? Yes, what? I saw you talk about it in the chat. Yeah, he was like, what is this song, Strawberry Station? Yeah, what is I, this? Really I thought you were joking. I, I felt really, no, I was, I, I, well, I, I kind of played it like I was... Um, yeah, oh, yeah, of course I know what the song is, of course, guys. And meanwhile, okay. I'm Googling it, and I found it on YouTube. No, I had no idea. And I, in fact, do you know the worst thing is? Because we kind of were, we were, we were all checking these videos over the day before. Like, I watched it, and I, was, I fell in love with his, like, little, um, he goes topless with a, with a blow-up flamingo. That's not, my not question. So I'm not going to say I fell so much in love with that part, although it was great. <laughs> you know? Don't get yeah. me wrong. He hasn't put on weight since he's gone to Canada, so you guys obviously eat well over there. But yeah. I'm more about the music itself. And I said to my brother, I was like, Jay, 
do you reckon this is like new strawberry station music? This is like a change of style. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, oh, that's man. not aged well, that comment. So, <laughs> Well, at least you you live it up, you know? No, man, that's, I'm honest. I'm well, honest, exactly. if anything. I'm honest, if anything, and story. old. Yeah. Right. Because, um, okay, so that song, here's two things. One, you liked that song, Enzo, which means you like Vaporwave because anyone that likes Vaporwave probably likes that song. Like, it's so funny that that's not a Vaporwave song. It came out like 2015 or 2016. I was like, yo, I love Kira Kira Benito. Went yeah, under me her too. Whole, her whole discography. So many people in Vaporwave like eat that shit up, you know? Like, why is that? It's just so interesting that a future, future funk artist can play a Kira yeah. Kira Benito song and everyone knows it. Right, like except for Enzo. It's something about taste. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, except for me. Yeah, except for me. And then she, she did something with uh, Macross, right? Later, yeah, yeah later, like yeah. this year, I think. Shit, man, yeah. you're making me look even more ignorant. Can we cut this part? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but so Shit. he he did Shit, his set, and you did the visuals that. for it. And yeah. was the flamingo in that part of it, or did did he add that song that to the end? That was actually, a, well, he said he was going to do something with the green screen. That's all I heard. And I was like, oh, that'll be awesome. But I had not seen it at all until it actually happened. And okay. it, it, was, it and, was a surprise for me, too. Okay, so you had to do more visuals for Flamingo Fest to add that last song into his set? Or was that set part of Essential? It was already part of the Essential set. Well, dude, and how then, perfect is that, that he had a flamingo there already? I know, right? Around him, an inner tube, right? Was like, he was ready. That, he like, was, he, Flamingo Fest wasn't even announced. It didn't oh, wait, exist. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, the whole green screen thing was, uh, that came later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> with, with, no, no. Say, no, it would have been a crazy coincidence. That yeah, would have been so there, right? funny. Yeah. Yes, the song was there. Okay. Yeah, okay. The flamingo song, it was there. That was a coincidence that it happened to coincide with Flamingo, uh, flamingo Fest. Uh, uh, uh. That was a complete coincidence. So good. Thank you, Strawberry, and thank you, St. Cloud. Um, Strawberry posted his set, I think, too. You can go watch it on his YouTube. Yeah. Check it out. Um, I have a question, actually, about this. Mm-hmm. So was this like, so were these visuals like originally designed? So you say they're very essential. So they were designed to go behind him, right? Like whilst yes, he's on stage. Yes, yes exactly. Um, I would absolutely love to see that, like on a, you know, like on a big, big projector. Oh, yeah. Like big, yeah, like in an actual venue. Like, oh man, that would have been so sick. That would have been amazing. And there was even, you didn't see it, but I had this whole uh, countdown made, and it was just like every two seconds there was a different GIF, and it was just this big countdown uh, for I'm when sorry. he was supposed Hey, I'm it's sorry. okay. <laughs> for for when he was uh, about to come on stage and then he would have appeared on stage it was it was this whole big thing it was it would have been awesome I was it was awesome it. i got to watch it i wanted to use it but it, it didn't fit with the inner with the card it. and everything and nobody nobody else did countdowns either so it wouldn't yeah. really made any sense mm-hmm. yeah exactly thank you though <laughs> yeah. and so we'll have to get him we'll have to he'll have to use it at flamingo fest live flamingo yeah, fest yeah, absolutely we can reuse that, yeah. IRL 2021. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Date coming to you as soon as the world stops being in a pandemic. Yeah, it could soon be 2022, but we're aiming yeah. for 2021. <laughs> we're aiming for it, yeah. Yeah. Depends on people want 
when people want to fly as well. Just because there's no pandemic doesn't mean people want to travel, right? Like, I want to fly. I'll fly anywhere. Like, honestly, I'll put a mask on, I'll wash my hands, I'll fly anywhere right now. Yeah, I've already been flying. Yeah. Well, speaking of, we got to get that those nobody here interviews uh, going. I know this. that's my main reason, if I'm honest, is that we've had like, what, you know, by now we would have hoped to have flown to America once, done interviews with people on the East Coast, possibly come up to Canada, you know, New maybe York, even LA. gone and done Australia and interviewed Tupperwave surfing and people like that. It's just everything's a little bit like everything's been pushed back. And, you know, I understand there's people who are st- struggling with this way more than a documentary, but we're just excited. People want to see the scene move on. It's so sad that things have been put on hold a mm-hmm. bit, you know? I like the way you said that. Thank you. Nice and succinct and clear. Okay. Um, but nobody here coming to you very soon. Uh, Ducat was the next set. Man, did I ever love that set. That was when the raid happened. I remember. Oh, that. yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, what a great time for it. Absolutely. Yes. I love watching Ducat DJ. He did the same sort of set for Private Suites Waves. Is that right? Yeah, I didn't see all of sort that. Sort of. Like he had, he has the camera. Like I love how he has the camera on his eyes, basically. So it's sort of ominous. Like you know who it is, but often you don't really see his whole face. So it's sort of like you're more paying attention to the music and what he's doing, what he's triggering. Because this guy can transition better than anybody like mm. holy shit yeah he's smooth is he good he's smooth let me tell you guys if you're not listening to ducat please do yeah. yourself a favor they were definitely uh like one of the early artists that i listened to when i was getting into like future funk and vaporwave they were definitely mm. definitely one of my first yeah he he's a it's funny though golden if, artist man if you ask people to name like you know the five artists that they listen to most like obviously you're going to get certain names are going to come up again and again and again. But there are a handful of this kind of, and it's not second tier because they're second tier in quality. They're just not quite yet got the exposure of some of the bigger names. Mm-hmm. And he is right up there. Like, again, like I said the same about Lagoon. He is right up there, like quality wise. Like it's mm-hmm. just all it takes is for one album to blow up. You know, do you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. Do you, get, do you get where I'm coming yeah. from? It's just the level like, of polish he puts in there is is yeah. so good. Like I don't see as many people take it to that like, level. Um, all also, he's like he, a, go ahead. A switch. All it would take is like a switch flip for them to just be be just as big as the biggest. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a few. There's a, we've got a, a, you know we've got however many artists that played over the weekend. There's a good bunch of people there who are on that kind of waiting to gravitate to the top. Absolutely. And then just just a little one one thing, you know, one album, one song being picked up on and going viral, and 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 they'd mm-hmm. be seen in the same tier, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's hard to say like what the ceiling of that is is with vaporwave too. It kind of makes it exciting, but also irritating at the same time. I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I imagine so, especially when you go into the whole debate around sampling and not sampling, and mm-hmm. you know. This kind of stuff that George Clanton does is probably much more likely to go mainstream in terms of being like even a minor chart success. Whereas yeah. if you're sampling Michael Jackson, however creatively, there's a ceiling to how far that can go in terms of the commercial world, you know. But there's a lot of artists now who, like Ducat, for example, and 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 others that don't sample quite as much and quite oh, a yeah. bit more sparing with it. 
that they have got an unlimited ceiling. It's really like any other kind of dance music, if you put it that way. Mm-hmm. That's it could true. go huge. It could go huge. Outside of Vaporwave and Future Funk. Yeah, I hope so. Mm. I don't know what well, the, I don't want to uh, lose them, though. No, like, just get as big as you can, right? Don't s- just stick and stay in Future Funk if if it's going to hold yeah. you back, you know? Oh, for sure, like, for sure. Young for Bay, sure. he's playing with fucking Zed's dad. Diplo. Playing Coachella, and, like. Yeah. And other, there's some other, um, oh, uh, Android Apartment, dude, doing the, he is a Japanese city pop um, collab with uh, Zumi Kabayashi, Mimi, legendary city pop Japanese artist. Uh, oh, wow. So yeah, he's he's doing an official collaboration uh, track. Yes, yeah, that's amazing. That kind of syndication is like, shows people are looking and listening at the scene mm-hmm. but it's funny you kind of have to get out of the scene a little bit to uh to reach like big bigger people like that or night tempo another example doing the uh the kiss what, what are those girls who do kiss um, oh, wait. Oh, oh. wait. did he also get actually a shout out from maria takuchi yeah now that's crazy man. i think that's he's crazy. he's he's, he's working with her oh, I've, i'm i'm so pissed off i'm getting this wrong man Erg. <laughs> oh yeah show ya idle grooves was it yes yeah 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 yeah. that's yeah, the yeah, one yeah, yeah. That's right. okay so yeah it's it's the ceiling he's is got, interesting yeah. he, he's hard got to know. a direct line with the um with those kind of original uh city pop artists now and that mm. shows like they they've obviously seen the it moved from just meme potential to being something that's attracting a lot of eyes and yeah. and they're quite happy to be associated with it and i love it you it's know. so it to me it's it's super genuine like these japanese artists uh, there's this one guy sorry to stray away from the flamingo fest chats but there's this one guy on youtube i watch um your friend Oh, I don't want to say say it wrong. I'll link it in the description. He's great for like, teaching people about Japanese culture and whatnot. And he just comes up randomly sometimes. And he has one video on do Japanese um, just pe- do people living in Japan right now listen to city pop or know what city pop is? And it's like it's really interesting to oh. hear their stories about it. Like most of them say, yeah, it's like music I listened to as a kid, like growing up. I wouldn't listen to it right now. And they're saying it is huge in America right now sort of thing. So it's, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But that's weird, isn't it? You go on, if you go abroad, like you can hear, like I, I went to Palermo in Italy to see a friend a couple of years ago. And there's like loads of shops that play like mod music, which is like you know, maybe the 60s R&B and not R&B, like modern R&B, like rhythm and blues. It's all this like weird guitar based music that, kind of died out and maybe had a little rebirth in the 90s but it's pretty much dead and there's all these mods riding around on scooters dressed like 1960s english teenagers <laughs> yeah <laughs> and oh like, wow man <laughs> that's wicked i want to be part of this like yeah it's crazy. that's crazy. underground yeah. scenes man yeah you know, yeah those... and they never die when they're like that hopefully vaporwave c- continues to not die well it, it, it's dead that's what i was <laughs> told <laughs> Is, yeah yeah man yeah. long live big wave <laughs> oh man i was waiting i was waiting for that yeah long live mm-hmm. flamingo fest yes um next yes. up next? my next? friends 
OSC. Very cool artist to be added oh, to this yeah. roster. Yeah, man. Kind of synthwave vibes, but has that crossover, you know, uh, he's released yeah. stuff. What was it? Girls Boys on, on Boards, Girls on Bikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we did his last mm-hmm. album, which is Ideality. We did that on My Pet Flamingo. And it's definitely yeah. got a synthwave thing about it, but it's kind of just enough that it's it also a got a future funk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, he's crazy. It's, it's chill he, wave as well. He's a genuinely like a chill. talented, talented musician. Holy shit, is he ever. <laughs> what what yeah, else was it that he does? People were saying that he. What, he made like a soundtrack or something? Uh, Has he done it? Um, yeah, I think he does work on soundtrack stuff. My, Has like, he done computer game soundtracks? I'm not sure. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. I, I, that's what I thought I heard. But yeah, I'm that's not positive. positive. That's possibly it. I'm not sure. But what, what was amazing watching that, as you can see, because he's obviously like, you know, he's, he's recorded six or seven layers. You can see just how many layers of live instrumentation have gone in. And we're not oh, talking man. about programmed quantized sounds he's literally recreating a live uh, version six or seven different layers at some points there were eight versions of himself on the screen where he's just playing little parts here and there solos there and it's all played live and that was what was incredible about it mm-hmm. it was so he's, so he's got to um he needs to invent a cloning system for <laughs> for the for the in real life event in 2021 so <laughs> eight versions of himself on stage like yeah 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 yeah. i think he had like eight different synths in that room yeah so many yeah it's a serious setup there i love the setup as well it it, it, it looks so neat and like (laughs) easy to access with the different synths it looks awesome Mm -hmm. i mean he does does touch touch on vapor sometimes with um he did these vapor selects albums as well they're just shorter like eps where uh, he's trying to really tackle the vapor vibe, and I'm trying to look up what soundtrack he did because I think he's also right. done vaporwave versions of his own stuff as well. I think so. I think he's like actually vaporwaved his own synth, uh, more synth sounding releases. If you get me, mm-hmm. that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Actually, the vapor yeah. selects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so. I couldn't remember what they were called. Yeah, he did an Adventure Time tribute album, nice. Ambient Time. Nice. Yeah, he's incredible. Uh, you should sign up t- for his mailing list um, if you're interested in in his music. Yeah, because he's he actually just released updates. the set that he did. He's released that uh, on his Bandcamp now. So everything he played live and that you watched, he's released those those versions as a live EP, which is really cool. So that's opusciencecollective.bandcamp.com. Yeah, check him out if you haven't. Great to have him with us. Thank Absolutely. you, Steve. Absolutely. And next up, we have Data Girl. Oh, she was a hit. This, this was big. Huge hit. People this were was, going crazy. This was awesome. Like, because when we first reached out to Data Girl about playing the show, she you know, she was like, "Oh, this is amazing. This is like around the time when when the album is coming oh, out." That's right. Des- Destination Spa. So she kind of her set was like a kind of first listen first look as well at the new album and it was the new album in full i, I believe and oh man it was so good yeah, yeah, just, watching around this like virtual beach or virtual spa mm-hmm. and 
I had no idea only like halfway through, you know, she was saying, you know, she did it all by herself. I was like, wow. Yeah. That blew my mind. That did. She is so talented. And as I was so, watching, I was thinking, I need to go on holiday. Like, this, <laughs> yeah, this me too. <laughs> I got the That's, same vibe with Nano Shrine the day after as well. Oh yes, Nano. Yeah, I saw definitely saw a connection between hers and Nano Shrine. Nano Shrine was. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah. he definitely helped with the production there. Um, Data Girl posted it on her YouTube, so you can check that out as well if you would like to visit the destination spa. Unfortunately, um, maybe because of the show. Probably just because it's Data Girl and her next album, but it's sold out now. The tapes no are way. gone. But you can you can download the album and you can still contribute whatever you'd like, pay what you'd like on Pacific Plaza Records. The Amazing shout to them. Oh yeah, hell yeah, Alex. Yeah, we'll, we'll we have so much to talk about. Shouts out Alex, number one homie, Pacific Plaza. Um. But yeah, uh, just getting to be in the spa during her exclusive premiere of her album was so cool. And uh, yeah, they announced it in the chat that the tape was dropping at the very end of her set. And yeah, it sold out pretty fast. Yeah, I wasn't quick enough, I don't think. It is what it is. I can curse, you know. Yeah, I bet uh, you they'll. I bet you Alex will do a repress. repress. He does write to the, to the fans, you know, if the demand is there. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. It's mm-hmm. a, I, look, we we run we run a label too. Like it, it, it's really hard to guess how really? many people are going to want to buy, and you know sometimes <laughs> it's <Yeah>. tricky. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me throw it back. Yeah, yeah. but no, it's difficult because you just don't know. Sometimes you really don't know how many people are going to want to buy. And, yeah, well, uh, you've got around, albums man. that are still up there, right? Oh, we've got a few. Yeah, that surprisingly that that stick around. Like we've mm-hmm. we've never had any real problems with things not going but like as in things are doing really badly but some things just absolutely fly in a minute and then other days you just don't really know necessarily like it could be any number of factors and then you often get people saying oh you know don't do pre-orders so they can get the right amount or you know um don't do limited edition so that everyone can get hold of them and people on the same hand then are moaning about waiting ages for things to arrive and it's a real tricky yeah. balance you just get pulled in every so anyone out there, I don't. I, yeah, you can't please everyone. You can't please everyone. And the lesson we've learned, really, before we, um, yeah, because we're diverging a little bit here, but the lesson that we've learned is that with manufacturing, sometimes there can be delays. And the last thing you want is to hold people waiting months and months and months. So just sell what you have and have it up front is, is the best thing that we can do. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And then repress if you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Skip back. Yes. All right. Next up. Thank you, Data Girl, so much. And thank you for your visuals. Incredible stuff. And next up, we have Donor Lens. Jay, man, it's your time to shine. (laughs) Wow. Jay, what what a set, man. Holy shit. It was amazing. So good. Oh, quite a camera. One of my favorites, for sure. So, just to be clear, this wasn't just all me. Yes. (laughs) Shouts out, Tom. Tom. Shouts to Tom. Shouts to Tropical Virtual. Like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the visual, the whole thing. I think the set wouldn't have been anywhere, you know, wouldn't have been anything like anywhere near mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Tropical Virtuals. Ridiculous, ridiculous visuals the whole way through. It was amazing. So do you want to... That first scene where where um, where the, where the he builds the Midnight Store. Do you know, like yes. it all comes together. All the, oh, my, it's just... Oh, it's so good. 
couldn't believe it's it crazy. Was, so, yeah. I want to dive into it a lot, but um, I'd like maybe we wait for Tom to be here. Yeah, I think I think that would be a really good idea. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Definitely. So we'll hold on that one, folks. Yes, for sure. But Proud thank big you, brother. Proud big brother. Yeah. Aww. Watching that was amazing, especially the aquatic ambience bit at the got, end. It's just like, gotta yeah, take a second. Oh, was... Gotta take a second for that. Like that was crazy. Oh, you... Such a surprise. You can um you can check that out on um, YouTube actually. We've um uploaded yes. that bit that bit on its own. So if you just search Donor Lens Aquatic Ambience, I think you should, it comes up pretty early in the search. Is that on the MPF YouTube or the Donor Lens? It is on the MPF YouTube. Sweet. Yeah, I saw it on Reddit YouTube, as well. Donor lens, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, also in the vape, vaporwave subreddit, yeah. I think. That is right. Yeah. Got got That's a it. lot of upvotes. I don't know if you saw. It's at five hundred or so now. Yeah, a couple of people saying yeah, yeah. this is in vaporwave as well. I'm like, man, stop gatekeeping. <laughs> it's uh, that's that's Reddit. That that's hilarious. Why, because why if you go to that? Twitter, like, come on. If you yeah, go to Twitter, time I forget who said type that. Like, fuck off, man. I Don't, think it yeah. was Zico from First Class Collective, but I might be wrong. But somebody's took a screenshot of tom with the flute or the oboe or whatever it was yeah the clarinet clarinet and you with the acoustic guitar and then the donkey kong stuff there and just like the screenshot caption is this vaporwave oh, right like what what is vaporwave yeah i, I saw that, that yeah that was cool yeah, that was good yeah and it's so true it's like it is but why <laughs> you know <laughs> but that's like could be said about so much of it it's a very philosophical question. Oh yeah, and and lots of genres too, like uh, reggae, like UB40. Is that reggae? I don't know. They're not. Jamaican. No, it's not. Hey, sorry, I'm gatekeeping. Red red wine I, is reggae. I apologize. I apologize. I gatekeeped. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Gatekeeped. All right. Moving I on. Perso- I persona. Kept. Persona. La lav. La av. Sorry. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. Persona La Ave. I absolutely love it. We're releasing their album Relation Forward Slash Temptation uh, mm. in, a, in a couple of weeks. Well, maybe in about a month on vinyl. And it's mm. something that we came across on Twitter. Like, literally, it's, had, uh, it's blown up on Twitter. They, he's had more than a million plays on some of his songs, which is amazing. Oh, and wow. yet, like, somehow within the Vaporwave community, even though it's so clearly aligned, I don't know how well known they are right now. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when that album comes out, it's going to blow up. Like okay. it's like a, we're doing like a re um, a repackaging of an album that they originally made in 2016. It's going to be like the shit. And this set was just amazing. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's got some beautiful artwork as well, that vinyl, but we'll save that as a little surprise, I guess. Yeah. That's okay, soon. cool. Soon. Um, that's beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, visuals, visuals gone by miles not miles or miles clements um that was such a cool vibe man so many different aesthetics to be brought into like for different songs and whatnot yeah yeah i, yeah. Love, I love that first sort of um uh, like wave I, I don't know i guess i guess waves would you describe it as you know like the kind of patterns that are like um it was like, oh, a, like a sound visualizer waves. Yeah, yeah like a visualizer but- yeah, but it was so like I've never seen one like that before. It was like oh, mm-hmm. it looked awesome. like flowers because the way yeah. he he captured the footage, it was like it cascaded on the screen and it stayed there for a while, like a a water or a pastel painting or something. Mm. So cool, 
incredible stuff do you know what though by this time i think i'd had so much to drink i wasn't sure what was visual glitch and what was just my eyesight favorite <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was my coping yeah, you guys mechanism had some i was like i haven't slept god knows how yeah. you felt at this point indy but well, I wasn't drinking, so I was I had a little more. I just mean the lack of sleep, straight. like. <laughs> but yes, that, if yeah, I was drinking, drinks. that would have been. That yeah. Been able to do anything. I'm glad you guys had a little bit of fun with it. I know Jay, you had a few drinks too. Yeah, I, I was I was hungover on Sunday for sure. It wasn't his best. Like I I I I think I took over from you on Sunday very much. Oh man, yeah, he did absolutely. For a bit, I gotta be yeah. honest though, I've got visions of like as I saw the state that Jay was in on Sunday because we watched them both both days together. But I had this picture, and I don't know what you were like as well, Saint Cloud. But I had this issue, like this image in my head of you both not having slept for days, and I just thought of Indy just sat in his pants drinking Mountain Dew, like <laughs> <laughs> somewhere. In his oh, you were somewhere <laughs> in the world the just like in a down. room somewhere it was hyping yeah. up it, it was easy to to stay to stay uh, <laughs> just shouting leave me alone mom leave me alone mom <laughs> yeah i'm in my room <laughs> <laughs> no I, I live alone and if saint cloud wasn't there to uh talk to me all the time about all the issues and just bounce ideas off of of like what's the quickest way around this or what's the plan B for this? And then like, can you set this up? And just, um, yeah, I know. Enzo, you were getting a little nervous. Do you know what it was? Do you know what it was though? Is that I knew that India hadn't slept for two days and in the back right. of my mind, I was thinking like, how hard can you push a man who's close to breaking? <laughs> yes. At what point does he realize that he is a Marine and he has that <laughs> core training? And at what point, because I woke up on the Saturday morning thinking, right, rub my hands together. I'm feeling fresh. I got a weekend ahead of me. And I looked at yeah. Discord and I'm like, the fuck, Jay? And you see these messages. Like, there's like a, a long list of messages. I don't even understand the technical terms they're using. But to me, on the surface, of it, I'm not sure we're going live. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. man like yeah that you know it all, no. all is well oh. that ends well so by the time you guys got up we had sorted it all out yeah, yeah. i yeah. had the backup ready to go and everything and so i guess you were like reading through it and hard to know what state we were at but you guys were yeah. like, uh i'm a little My nervous God. right now it's like okay guys don't worry we're all good this is the plan it's yeah. good it's good everybody My go absolute- have a my absolute favorite breakfast. moment though was 90 minutes before it started and we discovered the android apartment glitch yes <laughs> and i was like we can't go live with android apartment starting every single set and luckily i think the way you worked it out in the end was it was just the last couple of sets the way we yeah, did it, it was in like the end. S- yeah. there was one in the beginning i think maybe i, I may have fixed that no nah, i think you're okay i think you're okay for the first half because we went back one. to the day before's edit oh yeah that's right yeah <laughs> yeah. oh man that was crazy We're giving away the keys to the castle here but yeah <laughs> and that wasn't like in the project file or anything you know like the the video wasn't made like that premiere just threw that in there i have no idea why that happened and so consistently like weirdest glitch of my life yeah next time we're gonna set two week deadline instead yeah, of man. one week yeah. Deadline. yeah and it'll still move to the day before because someone will come in late hey, and we'll it, want it, them it so badly that we'll allow the deadline to extend which is basically what happened couldn't be any other way 
Yeah. 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 So funny. Living on the edge. Yeah, yeah. That's how I do it. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you, Persona Laav. Very excited for that new record. Check that artist out, people. And the visual artist too, Miles, not Miles, Miles underscore Clements on Twitter. If you like the visuals from that set, please, please do that. Okay, and up next we have Uniwa with visuals by TVC95. Very stoked to have Uniwa here. Yeah, I hadn't realized that I've listened to Uniwa all the time and I just never had realized it was Uniwa. You didn't put it together? No, no. I I even heard the Uniwa intro and everything and I just, probably because I listened to it as a mix. That's yeah, just done. mixes and YouTube. And yeah, whatever, exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. That's funny. I and, thought I'd uh, have a couple of acts this weekend where you like, yes. I know this, I know this track. Yes, yes. yes. That's them. Mm-hmm. And so we had a visual, we had a DJ set from Uniwa with a very neat visuals overlay over top with like a negative multiplier effect sort of where half of the visuals in there and the other half is looks like a green screen, but it's not right. Yeah. No, yeah. That was wild. Yeah, just just um, so so many mayhem. Color, like, colors, beautiful chaos. Yeah, yes, loads of anime. I think there's like pinball stuff going on as well. Yes, yes, and uh, Power that, Rangers, that horse. If I remember, I definitely remember seeing Power Rangers. At this point, yeah. I can't vouch for much else, but yes, <laughs> just just the the negative colors that he he used in the visuals is really really cool. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's just so neat to think like what all these artists like I guess that's part of why we want to talk to them for sure is narrow down in what their process is and what their their thoughtful their thought process as well, not just technical. You know, mm-hmm. like what do you think when an artist gives you a set and says, Hey, make visuals for this and you and you and you're doing, you know, how many vaporwave shows have we had where there's the same visual artists like chief Elif has done so many tropical mm-hmm. virtual yeah, yeah. Or, uh, sleepy orange you know um how do you make it a unique uh thing right that like it's so mm-hmm. neat to like, dive stand, into out? stand out and like bring the music out using your visuals right, right? yeah so just no, so neat to see like this level of creativity that uh, TBC ninety five went through with this, because um, you know someone gives Absolutely. you a DJ set and, um, for example, Power PC Me gave me one and it was going to do X Files over top of it. I didn't have time to do it unfortunately, so I just did some nice color correction. But I don't know what I was going to do. It would have come out while I went to do it. That's sort of how at least me and some visualists work musicians too, I guess it's like it builds as you're inside of it, you know, I guess, you know the, what's I, guess the, I guess the way that I would go about creating and the way I go about creating visuals for, 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 for someone else's music is because um, you did some visuals too for this show, right? Yeah, I did. So I did top waves visuals on Saturday and I did um, Enzo's on Sunday. And yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess the way that I'd always approach it would be to listen, listen to the set, and then you just kind of get like sort of, oh, this bit makes me think of, you know, 
um Personally. just sums up an image doesn't yeah. it yeah yeah and, it and i think oh this bit sounds really smooth so i'm gonna get some sort of like luxurious that sort of you know that that kind of thing and then you know and then it all yeah. just kind of goes, goes but goes, that's goes, like 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 how if a band is jamming you you respond to what other things mm-hmm. are happening around you and i'm sure yeah. that a lot of the visualists have that kind of yeah they, they absorb what they're they're hearing and that mm-hmm. kind of they play their notes their jazz notes visually yeah and you could say the creative language gets more complex the deeper you go inside of that session, that, that yeah. jam session. Yeah, uh, yeah. But one word of advice to artists if they want something exceptional is to give the set over as early as they can so yeah. you've got time. <laughs> In film, too, it's the same thing. Visuals course, always get, get screwed last because the film gets made and then it goes to visuals, right? Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's always delays with making a film. But, you know, it's funny. There is something to say about the creativity that comes when being under the gun. Yeah, 100%. Right. There's some um, things definitely that happen that wouldn't otherwise happen. Some people work in, in that in that realm, you know. They thrive. I don't like it's to, the, but, but I can. It's the, only way, it's the only way I can work, if I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah me. Which really contradicts everything I just said. It does. It me, yes. It get it to me as late as you possibly can because I will do brilliant things if you I'll remember it to, me to not <laughs> I'll remember to not invite you as a performer to Flamingo Fest uh, IRL. Thank you. <laughs> well luckily though, luckily you've got my brother who likes to like Jay likes to have more time on things and yeah. he was obviously conscious of his workload. So he made yeah. me do my set about a week before. So I was That's all right. right, yes. And you had some <laughs> some struggles with getting that set recorded, oh, that, right? The that usual technical just... stuff. I moved my decks from the studio to his studio. And like we just had things like just for some like I broke one of the, the styluses on my Technics on the way over. So I had to oh. nick his off his um luckily, literally we it was it was gonna be just that's it. We have to wait till tomorrow. But luckily he had the same cartridge on his turntable in his living room. That's so we were crazy. saved. Like it was crazy. It was just like <laughs> Everything was going wrong that day. Yeah. But, you know, well, you it, got is it. it is what it is. It was what it was. Were real tired. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that that Uniwar TVC95 set was sick. Groovy sick. tunes. Groovy yeah, tunes. Yeah, wild visuals. Killer big, tech. Big, 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 big fan of that. Yeah. Thank you, Uniwar, so much for coming out for that. Do you know what? The partners. only way that anyone could have followed that set up was by putting a bird mask on their head. <laughs> yes, by <laughs> <laughs> that really and shocked then, some people. Yes. Oh, I mean, it so shocked funny. me, and I'd already seen it. It still shocked. <laughs> yeah, we kind of forgot about it, and then suddenly <laughs> it was just there on the screen. Do you know what? As well, it was mad. Is that I remember thinking at the time, and I, th- I thought I was being quite. Um, I thought I was being quite clever at the time. I posted in the chat, like, if anyone can work out who this is you win a first pressing of Late Night Delight. And then just had shitloads of people going, um, it, it's, it's you guys. <laughs> I was it's like, no. It's not. <laughs> it's not. And we can't say who it is because no one guessed and because they want to stay anonymous. But yeah, just look at the name, guys. Come on. Yeah, that is the clue. That is the big clue. And um, originally originally they were going to do this set with a, um, with a cereal box on their head rather than the, um, in, rather than the now infamous... Birdhead, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a cereal box. That's great, though. Everybody got to feed the uh, pigeons and bread. <laughs> 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 uh, 
That's it, man. <laughs> it was just like pure, like it was everybody's heard about the word, the bird, bird, bird. bird and then just, it just, the chat just went, the chat was just gone. I was just, I was thinking, this is so strange. Like, but it was amazing. It was good. It was good. And I know that they, we spoke to them, like, because uh, I can't give any clues, but we spoke to them and they were well um, happy with the response to their set as well, which was yeah. awesome. Awesome. Maybe they weren't too happy with uh, all the emphasis being on the bird mask. <laughs> you can't wear a bird mask and expect people not to talk about the bird mask, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, I was just amazed so how he could see his decks. I think that's why he kept on grabbing his um, mask was actually to move it because there was two little eye holes. Oh, yeah. The nose, the nostrils. Yeah, so I think guys, I think you've yeah. just done a gender reveal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, geez. the size of his hands is, is one giveaway, but let's yeah. let's not let, you know the gender reveals fine. Okay, it's a he. Mac yeah. Lacrosse is a he, but we can say no more. Okay, just remember, no spoilers. <laughs> Careful now, and great visuals too. Uh, they did them themselves. That's right, they did. Oh, yeah, and how about the, when they um, when they brought out the lamp? Yeah, the little. Um, <laughs> The little, uh, their little pet flamingo. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. There were quite a few nods to that, actually, because Pad, we sent Pad the new T-shirts. So he was like doing an exclusive reveal on the new T-shirt during his set. I was wearing the new hoodie. I think we had like someone held up a piece of paper with a message on to flamingos. That Obviously, was that was Strawberry Station. That was Strawberry. And he also yeah. did the, he had the blow up flamingo. But there were a few little things. I think Ducat did something about it as well. There was quite a few yeah. like... Duke, Duke went and got his um, MPF t-shirt. Ah, yeah, he waved oh, yeah. it. He waved it in the camera, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah Pazon, Pazon was cool because he had the um, he had the, the the cap on a little. The cap bust. was on a Helios or something. It was on a bust yeah. of something. Right, right. How about Nano Shrine's hat? Oh, oh the, what the, the yeah, the floppy, the flamingo, the floppy flamingo hat. Yeah. See, I couldn't flop. actually work out was was that like a was that a real hat or did he yeah. add that in as like? He bought it off Amazon a couple days before. And the shirt, too. The flamingo shirt. The Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Mac Lacrosse, so much for being a part of this. Um, And next up, we have the intermission, actually, made by Jay. Thank you so much, Jay, for the intermission. It was very cool. (laughs) It was a nice way to break up the show and really not have people need to be there for anything, you know? Well, that, I mean, that was kind of, that was always the idea from the start, wasn't it? To just create something to just sit in the background. But that wasn't just a blank screen. So if you are still in the room, you still feel like the, the show's going on. But it's just, yeah, making sure people uh, went and got something to eat, just had a little drink, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I got some fresh air. Yeah. And the birds, the chirping birds soundtrack you added in there is such a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It adds to the the relaxation vibe, you know? Yeah, 100%, like a little chill-out room. Yeah, so that was cool. Hope everybody enjoyed that. And before we get into the next set, I did want to mention something quickly about the advertisements that we got from people. So um, basically, I wanted to have a sort of TV-scheduled programming, pro- programming sort of vibe to the event. And what better way to do that than have actual advertisements? So... There, I think there were 40 different people that I got in touch with and received an ad from for this event. So you saw 40 ads, people, if you didn't 
take it in, there was uh, there was quite a few because uh, we played forty each day. We didn't split them up. We we ran the ads twice, so everybody got a chance to see them. And yeah, just a shout out to a couple people. Sorry if I'm not naming everybody here. We got so many ads from so many great labels and great people. Um, Agora Road, City Man Productions, um, George. We mentioned George's commercial. <coughs> that was great. Um, Business Casual had a great commercial where they listed all their albums, the album covers in front. That was very polished and professional. That was really, really cool to see. Um, just the creativity that people brought to the table with the commercials too, you know. I think you, you guys may have seen as well, but there are other people um, saying how much they enjoyed that aspect of the show. Yeah, people saying like, um, the first time in my life I'm looking forward to ads or, you know, enjoying yeah. enjoying, the ad, en enjoying the ad breaks. Right. Do you know what I like best about it is that you oh. didn't, we didn't bump the volume up to percent. Like when you're on normal TV, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it just suddenly like... Buy, <laughs> buy this, and the yeah. message was still the same, but it was a little less in your face, and it was more creative. There were some great yeah. ones for sure. And who else we got here? Strudel Soft, that was fun for Stevia Spheres' new record. Um, Private Suite, Wizard of Loneliness, hilarious yeah, with the nipple. Was, yes. Um, Wave dark. Racers Collective, Shatterfoil Industries. Check out all of these labels as I'm naming them as well. If you haven't heard of them. Uh, Virtual Dream Plaza, that was really cool. So new telepath project uh, exclusive announcement at that festival. I don't know how many people really picked up on that. Well, I didn't, so I'm going to go and check that out now. So it's, it's working. This podcast is working <laughs> <laughs> for two of us yeah. at least. So he's he's got a new project in the works called Lovers Entwined, and that was an advertisement for that. Cool, man. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Thank you, Telepath and Virtual Dream Plaza. Um, Correspect had an ad for Nameless Warning, a new record coming out there. Uh, a couple ads from Vaporwave Brazil. Love that label. Please yeah, that check them out. that was great as well. Oh, yeah. Thanks. So uh, atmospheric. Um, Sudswap slash Botanica One, five-year anniversary advertisement. Very cool. Um, they've been around for time. Check them out as well, Sudswap. Uh, yeah, just just amazing stuff. Aquavaria. Yeah, thank you everybody for that. You really made it cohesive. All right. Shall we get on to the sets? Yeah, man. Um, so after Mac Lacrosse, we had the intermission and then the illustrious Danger Falcon 1989. Yeah, that was <laughs> a big it was a hell, yeah. of a hell of a return from the intermission. It was probably like, there were a couple of tracks I think featured on Flamingo Funk, which I knew straight away. And it's just, uh, I love their album. I think, is he part of um, yeah, the Blush oh. album? Oh, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Danger Falcon and Blue Screen. That's right. Yeah. And that's an amazing uh, album that we released on vinyl for them a while ago. But we saw them just before Electronicon. We met up with them in Brooklyn briefly yeah. and he brought some sample records for us which was really cool of him like he was just oh, like yeah sick. yeah yeah let's hook up beforehand because we didn't make the tape swap the night before and he brought mm. just like a, a care package of um their vinyl releases and we ended up swapping some of ours with them as well it was great yeah it's nice seeing oh. I, li I like doing that with other labels so if anyone yeah. out there oh. wants mpf records man send some of yours and we'll send some of ours <laughs> so cool yeah he, <laughs> that guy's the best uh, austin yeah, Austin, Austin great Danger guy. Falcon. Really nice guy. 
yeah check out golf audio co if you haven't if you haven't i don't know why but please do <laughs> they're jokers they're they're yeah, amazing man. and so, so, um, yeah, they're amazing um, yeah 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 they sell like um jerky and stuff don't they yes yes and <laughs> stuff and stuff stuff and, and stuff, stuff. <laughs> yeah and stuff and uh, the part of the reason why the visuals were so heavy, or why the set was so heavy, was the visuals by Vitomo once again. Oh, yeah, I don't think I, I recognized it was Vitomo again. So they they really went at it, huh? Yeah, completely different style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I didn't recognize the, the same person. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, it was heavy, man. Like uh, just the th- a th- wall of sound and visuals. The one part, uh, the, the part with the guy with the gun, people were like, what, what? Do you guys remember that part? Yeah, that was weird. Wasn't it like um, videos of um, people like doing orgasm faces or something? Yes, like, yes. At the same time. While so. he's cocking the gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so crazy. They yeah. were like, do we need to switch this to 18 plus? People yeah. were all... T- Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, shouts out to Austin for, for bringing the comedy. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah, great set. Please check it out if you haven't and check out Golf Audio. 100%. Next up, we had Tokyo Wanderer. This was amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Another great amazing. set. Kind, kind of filmed in that lockdown kind of style that a lot of people have been doing, you know, like, cause obviously they weren't together yeah. filming their own, filming their parts and then kind of merging them on screen. It was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, like, they're so unique as a, as a, as a band as well. Like yeah. future funk with metal and like, yeah, so exactly. many different sort of, so many, so many different sort of things thrown in there, but like, yeah. Very distinguished. Cool. Let's shout um, out to some of the art, the vocalists as well, including yourself. Um, Thank you. That I I like did not expect that at all when you when you like came on screen and started uh, like doing <laughs> that some and doing some screaming. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah, that really shocked people. They were like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess not everybody knows I sang on that record. Right. But, right. Yes. Shouts out to all the the vocalists, Fawn, Nameless Warning, um, Lavera, Sola, the Love, the Luva, and I think Shrouded mm-hmm. Infinity, I, or maybe he did a solo or something. I'm, I might get that wrong. And Nuno Renato Guerrero. Yeah. yeah. Can I just say, though, a lot this of set, features on this. This set kind of reminded me, if you look at the list, all of the sets one by one, like there's so much range in styles. Yeah. Yes. There really There's is. no pigeonholes. And the way we broke it up, the way we st- structured the day and put, putting people where they were, it kind mm-hmm. of just, it felt like, you know, you never got tired of one style. It never made anyone set following someone else doing very similar things. It never kind of yeah. felt that way. It just felt like it was a celebration of everything about Vaporwave, like all the styles, everything. It was great. I that, just, was, yeah. that was a huge part of the fun in putting this together as well. Just yeah. organizing the, the programming with you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Came out pretty good. It was it was mad because when we started, we just we wanted to do a one day event, and then we started kind of we started <laughs> making lists of artists, and it's just like 
Uh, we've got to have, you know, we've got to have, uh, imagine if we had, you know, such, such and such and, you know, and then the list just kept on growing and growing and then it's just like, oh my God, but like, we can't not have, do you know, do, it just, yeah, it was, into this, it was um, a f- thing that was way gone. No, no, you're right. It was a funny combination of things too, where we would think of people and then other people who would just kind of come about and be like, oh, this makes sense. Let's do this. Other people yeah. sort of approaching us too to be like, hey, you know, I'm, I heard about this thing. I'm, you know, any room sort of. And it's like, come on in, let's do it. We, yeah. right place, right time sort of thing, right? Unfortunately, we can't get everybody, but we did manage to get some that way. So that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously you can't, you can't, you can't feature everyone, but I think, um, yeah. I think we 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 definitely did our best <laughs> to do that. It's going to yeah. be interesting planning out Flamingo Fest 2021 because we have all these family members now yeah. with yeah. us, and obviously we need to give yeah. other people yeah, room be. too. So that'll be mm-hmm. interesting. I guess a lot of it comes down to if we are able to go ahead with an in real life event, which is the plan. There's going to be some people who can't travel. There's going to be others who find that easier. So we'll have like slots will mm-hmm. open up that way. But sure, like like you're saying, it'd be good to get as many people as possible from the original event to 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 bring it mm-hmm. into real life if they can, you know? Yeah. And what's cool about the real life event is it makes more sense for shows that play at the same time sort of thing, like have a little bit of overlap, sort of yeah. like Electronicon. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it doesn't make more sense. Maybe it's better for online. I don't know. But we got a lot of people we want to bring out, so we'll we'll figure it out. And back to Tokyo Wanderer, um, I did the visuals on this too, and holy crap, was that ever fun! Just playing with the pacing and timings of the cameras to make the music, the moments in the music, come out more. Yeah, you know, yeah, cutting in and cutting out, and mm-hmm. very very noticeable, very very effective. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just even even the way you had them both kind of framed when they were, but when 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 there was just the two of them, like even the way you had that that framed was like I found that really interesting with the kind of you know the border and the one of the, and the and um yeah it's kind of slightly overlapping uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, the whole thing looked really pro mm-hmm. very simple and this is an example of when your creativity comes out when you're in a, a grind because I yeah. got everything together with Tokyo Wanderer on like Thursday, I think it was. So that was the start of the 48 hour grind or 60 hour grind. (laughs) Oh my God. Did he get the best of you? Did he get the best of you or was the best of you like 48 hours in no sleep? Slightly slightly like feeling a bit like, yeah, like maybe that kind of that altered state of no sleep might've helped your creative juices as well, especially in the genre like ours. Yeah, it did for sure. Um, but you know, if I were to go back to it, I certainly would have made some, some changes to it. I, I'm not the crazy happy with it, but it came out pretty good as far as the feeling it gives you when you watch it. Um, and just like the, the singers, for example, when they weren't singing, they were dancing. And so I was like, okay, well, yeah. we need to make sure we give everybody the right camera time. And is this the right time for them to be on the screen? And that was a lot of fun to play with too. Like what's the audience going to feel if there's a guitar solo here that they want to see, but they're not seeing that person playing guitar. And that did happen sometimes. So it was like, how do you balance out what you feature depending on what's happening in the music as well as 
making sure everybody gets enough camera time at the same time because some of these people are only there for one song so you don't want to have them only be there for like you know a third of the song maybe you want to do a bit more to compensate for the rest of the album right it's just decisions like that that are really interesting and fun so hopefully well, hopefully yeah me too i think you found the per per perfect balance and also the balance mixed with like um like you did some, some some subtle sort of overlay stuff as well which was really nice too yeah so nuno tokyo wanderer was big part of uh, providing the assets for that as well just because we were in such a crunch we were kind of both doing it at the same time <laughs> but it came out it came out wicked like we had the same version of premiere and just sending the project file back and forth nice uh, it was it was funny yeah but amazing set an amazing band um future funk live band basically that plays a little bit of metal too they have guitars bass and live singers so please 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 scream in. check check them out yeah, i love and the variety screamer. yeah <laughs> and indie and indie and uh there was another screamer guy there too i think that was uh, yeah sola or nuno renato guerrero maybe nice yeah it was it was nuno renato guerrero yeah shouts out to him he's got a heavy ass scream too i love it all right next artist we have zero and mm -hmm. with visuals oh, by himself this I, lush. I remember when he was putting together like these cgi things for the first time I, I remember him like posting him in the discord he's like yeah i just rendered this and they were just incredible yeah um, and he's like next level he is i mean the music and then the visuals and and i i mean yeah he's incredible mm -hmm. yeah i did a yeah. full podcast with him on the private suite podcast if you want to check that out uh he really dives into that and is his mask and which we That's didn't get right. to see uh this time around for it's this like e-l-y right like ray r-e-i ray ray yeah. wire zero ray zero oh you mean the the letters yes okay okay oh that's yeah. not what you were saying yeah <laughs> sorry r r e i yeah right yeah yeah um and yeah just a a heavy heavy set uh he he said something on twitter actually that i was like you know what that's that's i i'm kind of it was nice to read that sort of because this is a flamingo fest you know super uppity high-end high beat you know high bpm high everything um music and so to have this fit in there it's like i was gonna say yeah i was gonna say i mean it was it was quite a big switch up but i think that's like there's something very impactful about that even like even switching from a more high high energy fast paced loud sort of set into something that's a bit more uh, a bit more like ambient almost is i think I, th I think that's very powerful as well like the the kind mm -hmm. of switch up that makes sense mm -hmm. and like yeah, i found beautiful visuals as well like from from you know like coming straight from a set where someone was like screaming and that kind of stuff you know that that like switch up mm -hmm. yeah. playing live instruments like in your face yeah dancing and rocking out um so here's the tweet huge thanks to india my pet flamingo for letting me be a part of this legendary event i hope i was able to pull everyone into my dimension for a short while oh, definitely beautiful. definitely yeah. definitely that's man. a really nice and way thank to you it. yeah and thank yeah. you for for coming out and doing that like and he again. sells these 
has uh, posters, I'm pretty sure, and has, has, uh, he has like mm-hmm. his own website or something for him. Yeah, well, he's crazy. I, I wish I could remember the name. Maybe we can uh, link. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely put it in the description. I think it's just Zero Ray. Is yeah, it, it is. Z-E-R-Zero-R-E-I.com. You can check yes. it all there. Commissions, music, art, store, Patreon. And please bye, do. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. bye now. <laughs> I, always thought, I always thought the letters after Zero was Trash Wave because that's his handle on Twitter is Zero Trash Wave. Yeah. Uh, I, always thought, I always thought that those le- that the the letters after Zero were mm-hmm. said Trash Wave. But well, you got to listen to the podcast. See, this is the, the thing, see, Jerome, you just said what I was thinking and I didn't yeah. say it because I didn't want to disclose my lack of, um, of absolute knowledge. Yeah. I think, but, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think you learn something new every day as the saying goes. And today that was my thing that I learned. You know um, what? That's part of why I like to do podcasts. So everybody's got something to learn and you don't have to be embarrassed about not knowing something. 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it means king. Yeah. Oh. King. King. Zero king. Nice. Yes. Cool. That's very cool. Wait, I'm sorry. That's Portuguese. <laughs> I don't remember him saying that on the podcast. No, so I no, just... no. <laughs> Oh, that, that, that's okay, going to be a new, a new meme. I can't find it. Well, that's a hashtag. Zero king. He's Belgian, right? Yes. The word Ray, if it's R-E-I, does actually mean chorus or choir in, in Dutch or Flemish. Mm. That could be it as well. So there's another little, like, giving you a little bit of language lessons right now. That world culture. Maybe, um, maybe Zero can clear this up if he's there. Uh, yes. If they're, yeah. um, if they're he's probably sitting there, like, face-bombing right now. Yeah, he's pulling his hair off. <laughs> yeah. Love you, buddy. Yeah, All right. Sorry, bro. And, uh, yeah, that was a great, great set. Thank you. Next up, we had Turnt Boy 95 with visuals yes. by Videodrome TV. We love Turnt Boy. Turnt Boy is one of the MPF OGs. He's the, the OG. He is, fact, the he is OG. the OG, isn't he? Yeah, with um, Forever. The first Forever, ever, yeah. First ever My Pet Flamingo release. It's mad because we get so many people asking for that record because obviously it's the first one. And. Mm. Um, it was, we had to have him on board just because uh, I like, I absolutely love him. I think he's hugely underrated, like seriously yeah. underrated. This guy has got mad skills. And um, when we moved, um, we helped move um, our packing guy today to his new place. And I found a couple of copies of the first. Oh, shit. Like awesome. the cover record. So, yeah, yeah, man. So we'd have to do something to give them away at some point because that record's like special to us, obviously, because it was the start of the journey we're on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. And that guy, yeah, that mad love, love him. Love Turnt Boy, one of my favorite future funk artists for sure. And that was many people's first Vaporwave album on vinyl. Oh, oh yeah, that, actually, that's yeah. right, right, when the, right when the vinyl resurgence or the vinyl explosion of Vaporwave started happening right after Floral Shop, right? Mm. Mm, I think when we did release it, we would have released it in early 2018, I think. April 2018. So it's a little bit after the the sub vapor vinyl sub was already up and running. But you're definitely mm-hmm. right that it had a massive growth around that time because I think Eric Hughes, shout to him, was organizing group buys. So the limited the number buys. of labels that were doing vinyl, yeah. he was helping make it more affordable for American customers, say, to buy from European mm-hmm. labels. So I don't it think was it definitely... was one of the first, but it would have been part of that time when people started yes. to get into it. So yeah, exactly. for sure. And, yeah, and for I sure. think it would have been 
a lot of people's first, maybe because it's Future Funk or maybe because it's this new label, people coming from Time Slaves. Like there's so many, so many variables there, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was in that realm. There was Floral Shop. There was um, Akihira Online Mori. Yep. Um, I'm yep. pronouncing that wrong. Um, two Nothing Two had Modern yeah. Living. Yeah. I and think. Curate's campaign that was successful around the time. And we'd done Waterfront Dining. Curate. Cat Corp. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Noise was our. We did that on Time Slave and then kind of just felt that it deserved its own channel and yeah it's right. quite fit with the other synthwave stuff but we do sometimes i remember yeah. i remember getting an email from you guys saying something about the shipping problems with noise and one other one and that people might not yeah, get them possibly. or something yeah that scared me so bad because i was like oh no it's another floral sh like oh my god what is happening because i didn't get floral <laughs> shop too i'm like never, am i never, not gonna get never, any of these vinyls god, never damn. compare us but to, they came to that design <laughs> or to uh what was his name what was that guy's name no comment andy andy <laughs> A andy's record store that guy. And, oh yes yes andy yes <laughs> yeah that, that, was that was a fun that time was that, that where was a is trip. andy where is andy <laughs> where in time? the world is andy <laughs> i'm still waiting for my copy of floral shop <laughs> yeah i'm so, waiting for two yeah well, I'm sure we'll see him pop up as another name someday. Oh, surely. Yeah. He's still got a lot anyway, of records. Got to get rid yeah. of yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like his um, life's, life's curse is to get rid of all his floral shop records. Yeah, exactly. Good luck. Um, and yeah, Videodrome TV. Holy shit. The visuals. Dude. Like probably oh, my favorite yeah. visualist in the scene now after watching this set. Like I'm just so taken aback. I can't I cannot wait to talk to this guy about his approach and his his uh his tools that he uses and how he intertwines all the tools together to create what he's showing us. Like fucking insane. Um yeah, rewatch that sh that set every everybody. So the whole thing like, the whole thing was amazing. Yeah. It was definitely captured the energy of hundred percent hundred it was like um the fast-paced cuts and they're like yes. the, the mad the mad sort of um color um like rainbow sort of patterns like it matched the music perfectly i think it's sort of like a kaleidoscope of cascading yeah, yeah. color and lines in the background and then the foreground a really like manipulated version of different anime um uh figures like sailor moon or uh like whoever and the way he sort of separated the figures from the background was so interesting like really made them pop out and tell a different story using those assets like for me for example i did a youtube video on private suite for mare and it was just some editing of some existing anime clips it came together nice but it wasn't anything spectacular this is like taking it like you p pushing the visuals to the farthest you can possibly go like i i can't think of what you could top this with honestly like at least for me like i'm absolutely blown away it was um shit hot let's say um <laughs> <laughs> i I'm, I'm i'm trying to remember what um what anime like i can't i can't i can't remember what um 
what anime there's a lot of older stuff from 80s yeah, i was gonna say akira. Like an 80s sort of 80s vibe to the yeah it's akira i think it's got akira, akira long a lot of gold he'll when we talk to him he'll he'll have all the all this fine yeah. details yeah. and then the tunes yeah turn boy just every track nailing it just yeah raising the bar with each track like that the chat was just going nuts the whole time like Really incredible, incredible yeah. see he's someone his music's so danceable his music is so danceable and like he his his music gives me the idea because i obviously used to dj back in the day and like i still i put a little vinyl set on for the second day but like we need more 12 inch edits of future funk stuff with like more sparse introductions so that people can properly transition tracks without worrying about mm-hmm. the keys that they're in and stuff do you know what I mean? Like, yep. and 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 get the dance floor pumping. Like, make it as much of a DJ scene as possible as well. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, that would really true. increase the popularity of it. I think. Like I Ronnie think so. said, Ronnie said he's been trying to uh, really get it to be more mainstream and like the, I guess the club scene in like St. Louis mm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can't. You it, it's really hard to mix that kind of stuff in traditional beat mixing styles because the keys clash so badly that, mm-hmm. and the vocals start immediately. It's like just like maybe getting some 12 inch edits and singles, maybe trying to get that side of things moving and encouraging a few labels to start putting out singles like that 45s that DJs could use. Cause in the long run, like you said, if DJs start playing it, it gets bigger and more and more people from that side of the culture can get into it as well. Exactly. Dude, that I is think it can an be- amazing point. Holy I shit. think it could become so big. I really do. I think there's a yeah. lot of potential. Well, there's everything for listeners. There's everything for the artists. There's loads for the visual artists. There's podcasts. There's all that stuff. But the one side of the scene, now Pat Chennington's a good exception because his transitions, his set was amazing. But in terms of traditional beat mixing, like you want 12-inch edits. And that side of the thing is where we're, we're lacking a little bit. Like It'd be nice mm-hmm. to see people come together with crazy mixtapes and shit. You know, yeah, like radio it's... stations popping up that aren't just queuing tracks one after the other they're like yeah in a way that makes it a little bit more manageable i'd love it i'd love it i'd love it i'm gonna in fact i'm gonna stop talking about it and act on it i would love (laughs) to see more focus put on that actually especially for the djs Mm. um george clanton coming in you know on your set saying you know shouts out to the vaporwave house dance music keeping it keeping it alive right so yeah man I think exactly, uh, and they they're proponents of breakbeat use as well. I think the vaporwave thing is something that yeah. I want to keep pushing because it, it's just another way of looking back at the '90s aesthetic, and it's maybe it's interesting to us particularly because those sounds are quite UK. That old jungle and hardcore and drum and bass thing, quite big part of the youth culture in in, in the UK back in the day. Mm-hmm. That is the same era, and it's it's nostalgic and it fits the vibe in so many ways. Um, yeah. yeah. Again, I'm so like, jealous of that. Like when I listen to my local Canadian radio, it's not um, like like the the government funded version. Like yeah. what would the the UK version of would be BBC Radio One. Yeah. Our versions of that do not play drum and bass. Let me tell you, <laughs> they play nothing good at all. Maybe late in the night. But honestly, but, you, in the um, time that you're talking about, the the music you're talking about, and I know that you like it like I do, but in the old days, it was pirate stations. Yeah. And oh, for sure. People would put transmitters there's, on. 
there's still pirate stations in London if you drive around in London. Yeah, but they're almost pointless because everyone can get online and set up stations now. Like most of the big ones from back in the day moved on to online radio because it was yeah. didn't because I remember being involved in a pirate station and the one time we had to get on top of the tower block quickly and disconnect the links so that the DTI, basically the police did. Oh shit! Up, uh, <laughs> where the link was coming yeah. from. Oh, what God. they would do is they'd sometimes. Honestly, and we—I had a friend who was—he wasn't scared of heights, and he'd be the guy who'd jump on top of the tower block in Brentford, and um, you'd—you'd—he'd climb up out of a window, twenty-fifth floor. This was as well. Um, shouts to him for being mad brave. Oh and then um, <laughs> what they'd do sometimes is you'd have the transmitter on one tower block, and then you'd have the link on the next tower block, which would be about a hundred meters down. So if they were—if they were lazy they would just take the transmitter and be done with it because that was the really expensive part. But if they were feeling devious or like having a confrontation, they would then track the link from the transmitter to the link box, which was on an adjacent tower block. Then from there, they'd raid the flat. And if you were in there and you had a bag of records, if you were around the area and you had a bag of records, everything related or could be you know, conceived as being part of the radio station was confiscated. Holy like I know fuck. people who lost their technics and bear in mind, they oh still, they're, about, they're expensive now, but they were yeah. really expensive then. They'd lose like uh, two crates of records and their technics gone, just gone. Oh my God. No, you've got, you know, you haven't got a license. You could be clashing with other paid for frequencies gone, all yeah. the kit confiscated. But is that, is that part of the old, underground vibe of that jungle music and stuff which is kind yeah. of lost now and yeah radio mm. one pick it up with the mainstream djs and you get a bit of a taster for it but i don't know there's nothing like those days like i yeah uh, i'm sure. nostalgic now thinking about it <laughs> i would love to keep talking about it we'll do another time but i just wanted to note how much more ingrained in your culture it is because of that and bbc and things yeah like that's that. fair that is fair but anyway turn boy fucking hell of a set killer thank you my brother and video drum tv definitely follow that guy on instagram the video drum tv um killer visuals top 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 tier uh, very much looking forward to his further work and next up we've got groovy kaiju baby oh yeah my favorite i, love I absolutely it. i absolutely love this set i love yeah. like the um the energy yeah, yeah, he's dancing exactly. the entire time, bobbing his head. Oh, man. The yeah. hair flips. Oh, like, yeah, the hair flipping his hair back. <laughs> yeah. ba, 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 ba. Just like the energy coming out of that bottom right-hand corner of the screen. Oh, oh is this, the one, was, this is the guy with the arcade machine in his room, yeah? No, no, no. no, oh, no wait. Ah, sorry, you left here at Rio. Yes, 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 yes. That, that was, was dope too, as yeah. well. That was amazing. Sorry, the days yeah. merged into two. I was so drunk on a saturday by the end of the day yeah. that i can no longer distinguish between day one and day two it just feels like a weekend yeah. with no gaps saint cloud put a screenshot in the discord general channel there for you yes, but yes, groovy yes. has dreads he was flipping his yes. dreads back the whole time and he's got the his laptop oh, screen yeah. and, and yeah, yeah, piano yeah. and shit um what a just a blast of a set man i love the songs he chose i love his albums please everybody check out groovy kaiju slash groovy godzilla the bandcamp link is groovygodzilla.bandcamp.com yeah, i'm gonna go and check i'm gonna go and check this set out again because i think this might have been the point when i reached peak beer yeah <laughs> <laughs> and visuals by chief Alif, friggin yes bringing that set home baby with those visuals like shouts just... to the va10 crew oh yeah that's right yes um 
just an amazing time, man. I don't know. Love love everything about it. Um, he did the uh, Utada Hikaru Kingdom Hearts song. What is it? Dearly oh, Beloved, yes. Right? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I think we had that song definitely twice at this event, maybe three times. I've just, realized, I've just realized why there was so much Godzilla in the in the visuals. Oh yeah, kaiju, <laughs> yeah. kaiju Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I he remember. has the the Godzilla doll as well. Yes, at the very <laughs> end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember talking to this guy like in uh, the private suite Discord, uh, but I, I did not realize that this was him because he goes, what is it, Torch, Torch. 24, 24, something like yeah. that. Torch 24, yes, 24. Yes, yes. And uh, man, I had no idea that, that he was this, he was like this. I had no clue. <laughs> he is a genius. Like, I, I love this man to death. Torch Groovy Godzilla, you're the bomb. Seriously, yeah, and, he would be uh, great yeah. in like a club, like oh, or, yeah. or oh. something like that. This guy could absolutely bring the energy. Yeah, he's he's quite. He's been making music for quite a long time. I think. Oh, I believe uh, it. <laughs> he would certainly be. Let's get the email into his agent. Back. Book him for IRL 2021. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And. We have a podcast recorded with him that has been recorded for a while <laughs> that will be coming out after this episode sometime soon. So please keep your eyes peeled for that. Two cool, to three man. hour chat with Groovy Kaiju. Sick. Yeah. So yes, thank you, Groovy, and thank you, Chief Alif, for the amazing visuals. Um I don't know what else to say about the visuals. Just really interesting aesthetics all the time. Cool use of camera uh, work and camera manipulation. 3D graphics, visual effects. Um, the footage choice, again, was so neat sometimes. Like there's uh, the mountain bikers on the snow, for example, yeah. like downhill rally thing. There was water sliding. Yeah, just great stuff, man. Thank you. I love the framing as well. The way, the way he's in the bottom right and the, mm -hmm. the it's just really interesting kind of shot. I, yeah, mean, I think I'm, that's going to be I've his thing. Go back. What is so? What does what does kaiju mean? What is Godzilla. kaiju? It's I like think it a means monster. Japanese monster, like a giant Japanese yeah. monster. I think is traditionally what it is. Yeah, right. it's okay. Hence the Godzilla. Well, I, yeah, because I just I just because his because his um did you say his his, his um Twitter is um is um groovy godzilla or his, his band camp or something like that so that's when the got the godzilla thing clicks but then i still don't yeah he's still in between of uh changing his name sort of like he, he he'll go by with that whatever he doesn't really care there was a uh, guy who was more about groovy godzilla right yeah that's him oh is he he's also groovy godzilla groovy godzilla is groovy kaiju is torch 2424 oh all right got it yeah cool. all the same got it that i've been listening to that for a long time all right yeah exactly <laughs> groovy uh, groovy um, godzilla and friends or whatever that's that's my number one jam kaiju means strange beast in japanese there we go it's a japanese genre of films featuring giant monsters shout out to google translates having a big impact <laughs> yeah. on this episode yeah. actually, actually you know what that one was actually wikipedia so shout outs to them too yeah, sometimes <laughs> google will lead you down the wrong path other translating services available. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Evie.xi with visuals oh, 
by himself. So before we get into this, I've got to ask ev.xi, ev.xe, how do you say? How do you say he it? says I ev. I was thinking ev.xe. Yeah, I did a podcast with him as well on Private Suite. I think everybody here basically there's a podcast with. Not actually, but check it out. Um, I think he says ev.exi. Okay. Ev.exi, if I'm not mistaken. But again, uh, he's he doesn't really care either. He's another guy oh. we met at the Groove Horizons in London a few years ago. Yeah. Nice guy. Really nice guy. Did a killer set there as well. Definitely hoping to work with him in future. We've 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 spoken a few times. He's really talented. Like you know, like next level. There's a there's a whole wave of new future funk artists out there. When I say new, mm-hmm. you know, like a couple of years now, and there's just some absolute talent. It's it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. He's top of the top for sure. He came second at the future funk uh, Reddit tournament thing. What was it called? I was, oh, gonna call it, yeah. I was gonna call it the Future Funk Olympics, but that's definitely not what it was called. Maybe <laughs> I like that more. I like yeah, that more. Future we need Funk to set Olympics. up a rival one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh he I, incredible he made it all the way up there. It's definitely saying a lot about how much respect I think people give him. Yeah. And he's um just such an interesting guy to talk to, like has such a neat approach to his music. It doesn't really come from the same yeah background i guess you could say a scottish boy that's that's not good that accent that's poor yeah, no, that was no. bad yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's been a murder in barca king Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry that was pretty bad too. sorry ev.exi i apologize to you and your nation for that appalling yeah. accent as well <laughs> Oh, they're coming for us now. Should, should we all try to do it again? <laughs> uh, well, I haven't, heard, I haven't heard Jay's. I haven't heard yours. There's two people left in this chat who haven't done a Scottish accent yet. Oh, man. I would, it would probably end up sounding Minnesotan or something. Pressure's on. Or Canadian. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respectfully um, throw in the towel on this one and not. Um, yeah. You're gonna gonna going to respectfully decline to offend anyone. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, That's exactly. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, what a set, man. Holy yeah. shit. Really getting people on their toes dancing. Yeah, yeah that, that French house, like, you know, it, it kind of, I don't know, it kind of tied together, you know, with Barb Walters for me. If I listen yes. to to Evie, to, I'm sorry, I'm trying to say it right, Ev, uh, E-X-I, if I and listening to them i usually listen to you know ball barb walters as well i don't know for me they kind of go together i don't definitely. know definitely and fibers right up there yeah and fiber as well, fiber as well. do you know what? And, i'm gonna uh, throw lagoon in that mix and um oh, that's right <laughs> and all of them yeah and everybody yeah, yeah. yeah everybody but i see but i they, see what you mean like that refined sound pace. i don't know yeah the pacing the, the energy it's very similar the to bass. me yeah. That bass yeah. is just... Yeah. It if hits I'm just, you. Yeah, if I'm, like, going to be working out or something, that's, like, it really gets me going. It gets <laughs> that blood flowing. Oh, yeah. So thank you, uh, Ev.exi. Amazing visuals. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of this. Forever a part of the family, for sure. Next up... Tupperwave, baby. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I... <laughs> Closed my thingy with visuals by Kid Neon. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, great, great set, man. Like I, 
when we got the set and you're like, yeah, I guess I'll hop in there and try my hand at it. I was like, okay, I guess we'll see what happens. And you blew the roof off, man. Holy shit. That it was great. How much work was this? Like, fuck. Um, a lot. A lot. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, it, was it, it was a lot of work, but I guess it's just one of those things where it's like when you really get into doing something, you kind of lose track of how much work you know, for the, like for the most part, I think I think when you when it like like for this set, for example, like I, I think when you're first finding the videos and that kind of stuff, and then you just start getting all these little ideas of like little bits that can happen, and then yeah, and then you just and then you're like nearly finished. Do you know what I mean? It just kind of flies by. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I had loads. I had loads of fun doing it. Like loads and loads of fun. Like, um, and the set is just like so like it's so easy to work with. Like the tunes just all flow into each other so nicely and like there's so many different sort of um vibes and feels so there's you know, you know like it kind of it, it makes the the visual side of things really easy because you can just kind of jump between you know do you know what you know, very, I, for me i remember because obviously by now we're maybe nine hours in we eight nine hours into the day and i think yeah, i was yeah, I, got a, I got a second wind halfway through this set when he dropped the track from the nobody here film soundtrack mm-hmm Oh man, his re-edit the of the yeah, his yeah. remix of uh, of that track by Lopatan is just yeah, that, that that I love it. It blows me away. It's like such a fusion of the the old Echo Jam style with this kind of future funk styling that we have just been talking about. You know, oh, so perfect and a great way to mark um, sort of twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's just hope we can start filming before the end of the year yeah for sure just like the first song remixed by a big artist coming out on a on a medium that is the biggest documentary film that the genre has seen about the genre is sort of the theme song or the intro for it it's like what what better way to celebrate that first song you know yeah yeah thank you tupperwave yeah massive shout and a great set as well great set Mm-hmm. So just quickly, it looks like um, it looks like Tepperwave has noted on their Twitter that they won't be making music for the time being and wanted to say farewell. Um, so th- and there was a farewell party on YouTube, a uh, listening party of Marina 2, their new album. You can check it out on Spotify. And uh, here's just a quick quote from the YouTube video. I joined the vaporwave scene in early 2016 and was welcomed with open arms. This part of my journey has been some of the best years of my life, and I've made so many friends and countless memories. But the time has come for me to go. See you around sometime. Top. Take care, brother. We wish you the best. And if you'd like to get in touch with him, you can contact him at info at tupperwave.com. We had a little chat with him. Um, about the show before he made the announcement so you can look forward to that that'll be coming out soon yeah definitely a set i need to uh re-watch you got your second win during this time while i was on the i was on the my way out (laughs) yeah i think around this time i i'm not sure i think i was kind of i i had to grab another energy drink around this time was starting to fade (laughs) was this when i went for bubble tea or when did when did that happen I, I'll be honest, the days like merged together completely. For <laughs> I me. think it like, was, there was no separation at all. 
I so, think it is then because I remember you messaging me and saying, take it away, Enzo. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the pressure's on now. The oh, no, that was during now. your set. That was, that was the next day. I thought, no, I thought it was, um, I thought that you nipped out for a little while and left and basically. I did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for yours and then the first day. Um, so for those who don't know, big part of what St. Cloud was um, helping us with was the general production of the video and the stream. So if my stream went down at any point, St. Cloud was actually playing the video back side by side the stream so that he mm -hmm. was always going to be like at the same exact point that we were at in the stream so he could quickly take over and override me if that sounded bad uh if uh, the stream went down at any point yep. so big thank you for being there for what's 24 hours straight and uh, we didn't have to switch it over but Dude, not having that is, Thank goodness. is very and I, scary. And I'm glad I didn't have to be put in that position where I was like, do I Gotta have the to button. switch it over at this point? Like, if, if you know, like with a glitch or something, you know, mm -hmm. how long before? But, but thankfully, mm -hmm. I never had to make that call. So Yeah, but great, great peace of mind. And um, you just having you there for all the troubleshooting and whatnot once again was awesome. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, we got to thank little. you as well. It's way, yeah, way beyond, way beyond our technological and technical expertise. Like, I mean, we've said this. From, we said this from the start. Like, this, we, this would not have been possible without you, without you, without you guys. Because, um, yeah, we've got no idea about streaming and that kind of stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, we're still, we're still getting to grips with um, Discord. Yeah, <laughs> stop <laughs> saying true. these things, it's man. <laughs> You can't reveal your hand like that. Hey. Yeah, man, we're we're, st we're still on MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that'd actually be pretty vaporwave. That would be yeah, cool. That yeah. would be vaporwave. In fact, we're going to get on MySpace. Yeah, yeah. That would be actually. I think that's a good idea. Oh no, maybe I'm crazy. I'm going to see if it still exists. It does. It's, I just it's I did this test the other day. MySpace. I was looking to see if, if my um, old band's um, page was still on there, which it isn't. The, what, what was it site? called the site still exists oh okay um oh yeah no yeah because there was a myspace repository dump that was done oh. before the big the big overhaul right. and uh i'm pretty sure i have that downloaded somewhere it was like 800 gigs oh wow what? super what? compressed or no maybe it was 800 terabytes actually what exactly are you archiving there right indy it's all of MySpace, all the music that was ever put on MySpace. So if you wanted to get your music back, at least from your band, you you could. I remember I found my band's old music from well, there that you go. dump. Jay, that's where your music's gone. Yeah, Indy's yeah, stolen yeah. it all. Is it, um, <laughs> ransom. Is it profiles? Ransom. Well? ransom. No, like you can't see the actual page or, or backgrounds or anything or friends just, list. Just all of the music. Just the, the audio files, yeah, MP3s, which is still pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, and then the whole Second Life thing. When did Second Life even come out? That was like 2000, 2002 maybe. It was pretty early. Yeah, I was just thinking about MySpace made me think about that and mm. just how you know uh, people were having the show the flamingo fest within my like within second life yeah i just downloaded it today because i'm like well 
Oh, join I, up. There's another event. That's what I saw. That's why I downloaded it. Yeah. Yeah. And there'll, there'll be more. They're going to keep doing it. So I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Vaporwave Second Life Community. Yo. Shouts out. And the event is called Betamax. We'll link it anyway, just so people can at least go there afterward and see what it's like. Because it's not like the event goes away. The event space goes away uh, after the event is over. You can still go there. Just probably no one's going to be there. There's nobody but, um, here. <laughs> that was good. Um, and yeah, great. Going back to the set now. Great visuals. Kid Neon. Really nailed Thank it. Thank you very much. I had a load of fun making it and we'd love to do more of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like the point where you can't figure out how it was put together. You know that's when it's really That's good. how I feel about yeah, video drum really stuff, true. for sure. Like, like, I don't know how, like, when you look at it and you're like, I don't know how to do And this, it. and yours, Jay, like, this is really great stuff. I can't wait to talk to you about how you actually do your work. But oh, we have to yeah. move on to the next set, which is Vaporer with visuals by Pixelator. Shouts out Pixelator, shouts out Vaporer. Thank you so much. Oh, and your donation, bro. Holy shit, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Massive donation. It was, it was amazing. It was massive. The one thing I'd say on donations as well, it looks like we've raised, at, at the time of counting, nearly 800 pounds. Oh. However, I suspect that it's quite a bit more because there's a lot of people who've used yes. the hashtag Flamingo Fest but have hidden, or for some reason, they've not ticked the box, which shows the donation amount. So we can't exactly um, count them up. But thanks to everyone who donated, how big or small, doesn't make any difference. Were, it's just great that so many people were able to support the cause. Like, Yeah, there were even some people who I remember seeing in the chat. They were like, oh, shoot, I forgot to... Uh to put the hashtag when they donated yeah so because there were a flood there were a flood of donations in between them and if you look at their activity they do get a lot but this was like you know a busy day and i think there's we raised more but look they they got the donations the cause is is happy they're really pleased with the support of the vaporwave community and i think that was a nice part of the event overall is that it wasn't for profit everyone mm -hmm. was clubbing in for a greater good you know yeah, yeah absolutely. that's really awesome and thank you everyone once again all right, Vaporer. Um, I love his music, man. His set was my favorite at Electronicon, partly because you know yeah, I, I love like him as a person, as a character on stage. You know, smashing his laptop and all that, uh, just really being himself. You know, get to see that true emotion <laughs> come out when he's dancing and stuff too. Dancing all over. Oh yeah. Um, that laptop, smashing, but yeah. that laptop smashing moment is like a gonna gonna always be remembered as like a do you know like a like a big like a big moment like that like the like the time yeah. Jimi Hendrix um, set fire to his guitar and did the yeah the, the yeah, Jimi Hendrix of vaporwave the there we go you heard it here first <laughs> yeah if okay in that case in that case if Electronicon was the Woodstock of vaporwave Flamingo Fest was the Isle of Wight festival of vaporwave I'm taking that. 1970, The Who, Jimi Hendrix, yeah. amazing, amazing show. So I'm diverging. No so yes, thank you, Pixelator. These visuals were so crazy and right up the alley of what I would feel like uh, compliment a Vaporwave um, soundtrack for a live show. Very trippy, very video game aesthetic, sort of like uh, controllers and whatnot in there. Um, some racing stuff. Yep. Um, just it, it, it was 
visualized or generated, regenerated in a way that was very like pixelated, I guess you could say, or looked like a, a pastel, a digital pastel painting, like a super glitched out one. Um, very interested in talking with this yeah. gentleman as well about how he does his work. Yeah, I'm I'm getting the exactly what you what you would but you you were just talking about and I'm I I I wouldn't know how to go about like do you know recre recreating it. It's um it's just so like it's so right. out there like I I can't even Do you get what I mean? Like I can't um, Yeah. I can't imagine. It's like it's it's one thing to just take footage and throw on like a negative color mat and invert some colors here and there and just see what happens. But this is a completely different approach where it like all the different shapes and colors and shots he used of diff the different clips to change things up per clip were so dynamic and interesting and um, like thoughtful. It wasn't, I don't think, just random stuff that he chose. Um, I I'm not sure about no. that. The footage, maybe the footage was a little more um, like quickly chosen, but as far as the visual manipulation of it, he's certainly like creating these uh, flowing patterns and like sense of motion yeah. so that these things blend one together, uh, blend together with one another in such a natural way. Like it was almost. Um, generated in that way but it's clearly clearly not like he's he's mashing all this footage footage together and overlaying it on top of one another and stuff but um, you can really tell like he's he's choosing to do what he's doing and yeah. there's a lot of thought behind it lots of it reminded me of like commodore 64 graphics as well like in the mm. kind of um uh like the pixel pixelated bright color i don't know i can't really explain what i mean but it, it kind of that reminded saturation me of, yeah yeah i kind of yeah, get really a lot of the commodore 64. dude like this is so complimentary to yep. hallucinogens like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, re yeah. it reminds me of the old yeah. rave visuals like going back again to their early like hardcore and stuff like that kind of style and when we interviewed him uh, like a pre-interview for the film he was um talking about like that kind of influence a little bit as well of, of you know you can hear some of that crossover yeah. some of the pace that's in his music is dancey and there's definitely like hallucinogenic mushrooms videos or you know that kind of stuff it's amazing love it yeah, the whole theme just it did. It kind of felt like you know uh, some kind of racing game theme, and I I feel like that's kind of what a uh, vapor vapor was kind of going for too. What he kind of mm, well, wanted. he did. That's so uh, true that you say that because remember for his new uh, single, he did the the uh, the 3D yeah. render of the car, like, a, like the to Tokyo yes, yes. display show commercial thing. I don't, I don't know. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, the red car. Some kind of racing game yeah. themed. Uh, so yeah. there, there you go. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. It, yeah, it just seemed like he was kind of going in that direction. I can't believe I don't know what that's called. Somebody tell us on Twitter. Uh, yeah, crazy, yes. crazy visuals. I'm definitely going to watch this set again as well. Yeah, we've had, we've had a couple of these sets on again. 
um, in the in the office since we've um, yeah yeah mm-hmm. this was one of them trying to this relive one of them. that uh, relive the day you know yeah and not having to work while you do it man it's so good these kaleidoscope images man pixelator you're so talented fuck please follow pixelator everybody pixel p-i-x-e-l number eight t-e-r pixelator uh on twitter he's insane all right let's move on to our boy that everybody was so hyped for throughout the whole day because they got to see him so many times <laughs> he was running the whole thing behind the scenes yeah. he, he was our, working hard mc he was working hard the ghost the ghost of <laughs> department ghost us. mc android fest android fest android, android fest <laughs> mr android apartment I didn't, I didn't believe it when he came on, even though I had the poster in front of me. I think this might have been more of a statement of how much I, I <laughs> consumed by this point. But I looked at it. I, I had the poster in front of me. I had the TV in front of me, and I still didn't believe it was him. I was like, nah, any second now, <laughs> someone else is going to come rude. on. Like, but then his title card comes up. <laughs> it's actually no, him. It was kind of rude. Like, 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 he introduced so many of the other acts, and no one introduced his act. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But yeah, thank you for your set, Android Apartment. Really appreciate it. So nice to have um, to have them here for this event. Oh yeah, people were hyped for it. Definitely someone we wanted to uh, have as like a headliner, sort of. Someone we hadn't heard from in the scene for a while, especially hadn't played a live show. So we're very happy for this. And he did visuals and himself. He was... Go ahead. Oh. Uh, I was just about to say that was one of uh, his set, one of his parts of his sets. I think they they cut it cut it off, unfortunately, on Twitch. So if you go back and try to re- rewatch it, I think I think some of it's uh, some of it's been taken out. And uh, yeah, gr- nice visual backdrop, some cowboy bebop there, very subtle, so we could still sort of pay attention to him and what he's doing with his uh, transitions and and mixing and editing. Great to have him. Definitely follow Android Apartment, sad android underscore chan on Twitter, or just Android Apartment on Instagram. And earlier in the episode, we talked about a collaboration with a uh, famous city pop, uh, older city pop artist. That was Android Apartments with uh, yeah, Zumi. Kobayashi. That's right. That's right. I was about to say that, but I couldn't remember if I was remembering that right. <laughs> no worries. So yeah, shouts out to you, my friend. You rock. And we are at the last set for the day, everybody. The big the, man the, himself. The, man. the Mr. big Mr. boy. Good news, Mr. Good News. Mr. Yeah. With visuals Mr. by yeah. All Hell Breaks Loops. And holy shit, are these vis- visuals next level? I think this might be the the, the craziest I've seen his visuals and that's saying something the whole set's just amazing and the way they complement each other is incredible like by this point it it, it, it felt like the peak like it do you know what I mean like perfect. I think everyone yes. there was obviously going to be a large number of people waiting for this right. set because it was the headline act and he delivered in so many ways it was great it was brilliant mm-hmm. and St. Pepsi's music just this, the songs he chose perfect way to get everybody yeah. hyped up and really put a nail in the coffin on this whole flamingo fest like solidify it as 
something like that can go out with a bang you know like so, absolutely so we, absolutely, we owe yeah. you for that my friend that was amazing <laughs> definitely yes, a good way to wrap indeed. things up for the day yeah and quite a long set too like almost 40 minutes yeah. the people Am I right in remembering that he started with uh, classic Pepsi yeah. tracks, didn't he? That's right. And the chat oh, was yeah. just—it's all caps. Point. All caps. Back in the room. all the time. People yeah. are. <laughs> somebody's saying, yeah, I, "I'm lightheaded from vibing so hard." <laughs> yeah, that's probably how I felt at the time as well. It's just because it, the other thing is, is like when you're trying to get the whole thing, and you you guys would have felt it so much more keenly because you were uploading the stuff, like you were creating the exports of everything all in one go, but. It felt like the 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 accumulation of of a real piece of work, and what a day! Mm. Like to wrap it together, the way it started and the way it finished, it was just yeah, it couldn't have been better. Yeah, because you were. And I hope everyone felt that way as well. I hope that everyone else felt that they were living that weekend and that we were all living in uh, kind of in each other's virtual living room yeah. space. Like it was just having everyone together was just so good. And you just worry about like, you know you want to finish up day one good uh, because you want that retention for day two as well. You know, I think, mm. I think St. Yeah. Pepsi definitely helped with that. Really, really hitting a home run. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. I want to ask you guys a question. Like I know that we're not entirely objective because we've all been part of putting the show together, but when you're setting it up in terms of your wildest dreams and your expectations of what the event was actually going to be like and how it's going to be received, like, do you feel like, because I, I do, I feel like it went beyond that day. It went beyond. It went just, way beyond. Yeah. When I started seeing, yeah, I, yeah, it, it was, it really <laughs> did go beyond my expectations. I'll be honest. I think so as well. And, yeah. and it just makes you think, yeah, when you take it into real life, then in the future, we've created something that we can, um, we can really push forward, which is going to be good for the scene because there's a lot of pressure on George and 100% Electronica's mm. shoulders uh, putting on events that can sort of keep people satisfied. People want a bit more than just, you know, one or two events a year. And if we can kind of create our nexus as well, it just, it, it's just, it's good for the scene, I think, to have more I completely agree. Kind. Especially because you guys are in the UK as well. You can like hold that part of the world down. I got Toronto, St. Cloud's got the US. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's nice yeah, to have everybody yeah. have the their hand yeah. in a different pocket, but we're all on the same team, sort of. Yeah, exactly. And Saint Cloud, you said something about um, bringing the hype to the next day. That is Absolutely. always something that's so 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 difficult to do, even at a at a, a live show in person, because you know everybody's hungover the next morning. <laughs> yeah. They got to eat. They got to get breakfast and. Starting out with a bang on the second day is always so hard, but uh, I think we did pretty well considering. Um, we'll get into day two soon, but um, you know, I think we had 350, 400 on average on on day one, and at the beginning of day yeah. two, it was like 200, right? Yeah, I think we ended up with an average of 250 at least on the day on day two and 300 plus on day one, but with peaks that got mm -hmm. up pretty high on both days. Something you guys were saying actually that I uh, looked at as well was how many people looked at the VOD. Oh my god! Holy shit! We're okay. Yeah. So on day one, right now we're over. We're at over 8,000 views. <laughs> I, I can't. It's just. Crazy. I cannot. It's just crazy. Even. <laughs> it's yeah. Who are these people? Who are, yes, who are these people? 8,000 people. Um, 
what do we got? 8,100 views on day one and 6,300 views on day two. Thank you, everyone who to um, check them out. Insane. On the day and after the day. Yeah. It's just an indicator to me that there's enough um, interest in this to actually do the live show. Absolutely. Because it it, it is a huge undertaking, you know, getting all these people to fly all across the world. They're all relying on us and... um, yeah. If nobody shows up, that would suck. Like if we don't sell any tickets, you know, I'm sure George even felt that way when he first put up the tickets for Econ One. <laughs> he you was know, nobody. Uh, no one knew sure. about it. Everyone was like, "Yo, there's there's a concert. What the fuck?" And people were like, "Oh, I don't know if I can afford it." And then, and then, the then people just started gone. buying. <laughs> as other people started buying, and then yeah, after 24 hours, they were gone. Second batch took much longer to yes, sell. Yes, they did. And then for Econ 2 as well. You talking about eight? I remember he was uh, he was talking at uh, Econ 1 and he was like, man, I he was like, I didn't realize how much people were paying for like their flights and hotels and everything. He's like, I need to uh, set up like a whole company, <laughs> run, the, run the flights and the hotels. Just <laughs> he, yeah. he needs to set up the va- Clanton's yeah, coach the trips. Vaporwave Motel. Yeah. Hook up with private the whole, suite, the whole get all package. the rooms sorted, you know? Yeah, the whole package. <laughs> private suite hotel. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. And with a, an adjacent strip mall and mini mall. I I would love, yeah. like, uh, for them to just, like, fill a dead mall with, I don't know, just for, like, a day with just, like, vaporwave vendors and stuff at each store. I don't know. It's a weird dream. Well, let me Stop tell giving you away the idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you, we're gonna have something very cool for filming. Oh my Fest gosh! Yes. Yeah. And something else yeah. is that I was surprised, genuinely surprised, at really how well everyone there weren't like trolls or anything like that at all, at all. Modding. There was no modding needed to be done. It was crazy. We did it because of auto mod. Yeah. Just in case. But. But, there was like nothing. There was every yeah. everybody with, who was there was genuinely supportive and loving the music and just so kind. Yeah, yeah. This community is incredible, wholesome. Yeah, heartwarming, supportive. Ugh, it was it was amazing. Just seeing all those people in the chat too. Three D blast popping in there for a while. Oh my god, I could, we could be here all day talking about people in the chat. Actually, oh, we could. <laughs> and the things that happened in the chat. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what 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 happens in the chat stays in the chat. Right, right. That's true. That's it's like true. tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for the vods, which of course then reveals everything right. that happened in the chat to anyone who's. Well, they the get taken down back. after fourteen days, so you've got fourteen oh, days right? to relive the chat. Because I should say, I have mentioned earlier that we are we were going to have the chat in our reuploads. However, that's not going to happen anymore for logistical purposes. Um, it's just too much work getting the chat to be in line with the actual edit um, when I'm after I fix all the problems that happen with the actual stream because those yeah. aren't in the actual edit, right? Like me screwing up which person I have to put on or you know not switching the video yeah. file right, like things like that, and. Um, the beginning and end there's just it was too many variables to do so we're gonna do it if the artists want the chat on their re-upload of their set it'll be on those 
So make sure yeah. you check out the VOD because um, those chats were absolutely amazing. And um, one thing I want to say, if unless anyone has anything else, is uh, all hell breaks loops. Just thanks again for everything. Um, you did doing the visuals for St. Pepsi. They came out like so perfect. It was the perfect. Yeah. You're the perfect person to have and the show with visuals for us and uh, just creating all the assets for us, man. That was so awesome. And Victor, Victor Arce, who did the poster and the logo and stuff like uh, they, these guys, like everyone who's given their time, like volunteered to, to help get this thing started. It's just, it's impossible Dude, without them. It's just Victor, amazing. Victor bent over backwards for us. Like his turnaround time, his professionalism, yeah. I, I don't I don't know if if he's okay with us sharing his Oh yeah, we already did share his Twitter, so it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to link that shit. Everybody check this guy out, man. He's a gem. He's his a, Instagram well, page is full of his art and you can see immediately his style is instantly recognizable. So whether you bought Flamingo Funk or you've just seen this poster or you've come across his work, it's like so unique. It's mm -hmm. uh, brilliant. All abstract shapes and stuff and nice strong pastel colors and stuff. He's he's great. Mm -hmm. thank you gentlemen and tropical virtual yes oh yeah we're good with the list yeah the list just goes on <laughs> and runners and runners club for the and uh, then so yes music uh, as well. yes runners club big big thank you to the to runners club it really uh another thing that made the the set uh, the days cohesive was the selection of the music from um their album no sugar added Please check it out if you haven't heard it. Just perfect. Yeah. Hell yeah. It fit every Memories. every vibe of every video type that we had, whether it was the set lists, was it whether it was an outro video. Just yeah, I love Runners Club. Maybe we'll get them on board for the next one. Yeah, I think they were they were really busy and they just done a couple of sets for streams and I think that they were yeah. I think they probably wish they had done it with hindsight but there's been a lot of events and mm -hmm. um, it's quite intensive labor intensive when you're performing and you're filming yourself playing instruments live and stuff like that I think oh, that's yeah. quite hard work it's and I think it's they just a lot felt a bit burnt out by it and there's but a lot more to, to them it. yeah definitely we'll get them for the in real life mm hmm and sorry to all the people that submitted an ad that didn't get to have it air. Um, there's so many different ways to contact people. And the majority of what I was doing was on Twitter. At least the first attempt would be on Twitter. And it turns out not everyone I contacted was used Twitter as their first method of contact. And they uh, weren't able to see the message in time to submit. Well, we will definitely keep you in mind for next time, everybody, if you're, if you're yeah. listening. All right, and um, we're not quite finished yet. After St. Pepsi, we had one more awesome thing to uh, celebrate, which was the Skeleton Lipstick After Party. Yes. See, we were pretty much finished by this point, because bear in mind... Yeah, we're going to have to hand you over to yeah. the EST time zone for this one because as much as I absolutely love um, Skeleton Lipstick and I would have loved to have been able to, to stay up for it, by this point, we were really like five in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Six in the morning. And having been up since nine in the morning the day before, well, maybe even earlier, I think, seven in the morning. Like mm -hmm. it was just too much by that point. 
<laughs> I'm too old now. I'm not. The, yeah. the stamina is no longer. The stamina yeah. is no longer there. No worries. Yeah, he he nailed it. It was amazing. Um, he was on webcam for a good portion of it, and just uh, he he really went to work on creating something really nice for us and for the people that were in the chat to have something to do after the show. It was. Uh, I was really taken aback by how much thought and time he put into it you know it could have just been just you know standard dj set or um something that requires thought and difficulty but not as many variables all coming together so um yeah it was a i imagine quite a lot of work so i'm very appreciative we all are absolutely yeah yeah massive shouts I didn't get this is something I'd like to catch up with is is the after parties I like I said the same on Sunday I think we were just we were gone by this point and that's yeah. gonna be the best thing about doing something in real life together because we'll all be on the same kind of sleep do you know what I mean right, right. right. The same yeah exactly yeah. Um, unfortunately the skeleton lipstick after party does not have a vod on Twitch so you can't go see it. Um, but the uh, day two one does for Pakari online, so you can check that out. But the cool. um, it was great. There were so many people there. Everyone was having a lot of fun. I stayed for like an hour or so, not too, too long. Um, apparently, they went up until 6 or 7 a.m. PST, which is just wow, <laughs> insane. Yeah, that's a while. <laughs> Yeah, so I went to bed at like 2 a.m. EST, and they would have been still playing until 9 wow. a.m. EST, give or take. So that is just commitment and amazing. That is. Um, especially for the people on the West Coast. Yeah, I was probably, I was probably already, yeah, I was already up again for that point by, for day two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> day one wasn't even over. I was already up again. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably how um, eyeliner felt in Tupperwave. Yes, yeah. it was like Australia, I think it was Sunday already when we started. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it would have been no, maybe yeah, no, it would have been I think because yeah. it started four o'clock our time, UK. Yeah. So it would have been like four in the morning for them Sunday. I think so eyeliner. The time, like, they were going to work by the time you guys were finishing on yeah. Sunday. He eyeliner was in the chat Sunday morning saying, "All right, I'm going to bed, guys. <laughs> See you when I wake up for my set." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, what what a time, man! Like, guys, just round of applause f to everybody here. Like Enzo, Jay, Saint Cloud, you guys really killed it, and thank you so much for being a part of this with me and just saying yes to let us have this be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a team effort, and I'm just I'm as excited about thinking back to last weekend as I am about what's going to come in future, and I think that's the best thing mm -hmm. is what comes next and how we kind of build on this now, like yeah. celebrate it, and that's a beautiful thing because we all shared it together. But what do we do next, and how can we make that even better? And that's that, that's the challenge now. That is a, a great, great challenge, a great soundbite. Like, how do we celebrate the community in the best possible way? That's what we are aiming to do with this. How do we give a celebration back to the community? You know? Well, that's the job. That's the job that's for the us job. now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you've raised, when you raise the bar so high, you've got, you've got to continue jumping yeah. over it. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
Awesome. Well, guys, thank you, everybody that performed and worked on anything involving day one. Now on to day two. Woo, energy. <laughs> so first off for the day, we had Vanitas opening the show floor for us. It was a um, it was a it was another banging opener. Um, slightly mm -hmm. different, slightly different sort of energy, obviously to Bar Barb Waters, but I think it set off the day in um, in a really nice way. Mm -hmm. Really, and those um, those visuals were like mad, just like really surreal sort of. Um, it's always the I don't know, like it's always the pressure as well because yeah, obviously yeah. Saturday had gone so well, it's and like, we were just all I think had our fingers crossed that people were going to have the energy and the enthusiasm to come back for another day. And I think yeah. we'll, we'll get through this, but by, by the end of the day, mm -hmm. I think it felt that it was just as successful in its yeah. way. I think it was quite nice coming back in with something slightly less high energy. You know, it was, it was slightly, slightly more chill, sort of ease, e easing everyone into the second day. Oh, yeah. You know, probably loads of people with um, banging uh, headaches from their yeah. hangovers. You know, probably, probably, yeah. probably welcomed <laughs> like some slightly, slightly more chill beats and stuff. So I think it was yeah. really nice. That's what I was saying uh, a bit earlier. Like we, we yeah. took people's whole weekend, basically 24 hours away from them to make them watch this thing. Oh, yeah. So there were definitely people there the whole time. Yeah, that's, that's true. Just about. But I was thinking um, we had about 200 people in the beginning on Sunday versus 300 or 350 on Saturday, I think. And um, it's probably just I think got past 400 people running I errands. You know, they need at some point in the weekend to be able to go to the bank and get groceries and whatnot. So right. I think people were doing it uh, during that. But yes, this Vanitas set, his music is so like romantic almost. Yeah, that's a great really way good to... way of describing it. It's a yeah. really good way of describing it. I can do that. Mm -hmm. A great way to kind of bring everybody together in the chat and unify and be like, we're starting round two now, everybody buckle up. Can I be yeah. the one to make the joke about um, which which we saw throughout the chat on both days about how busy Self was on the second day? Oh yeah, we got to <laughs> yeah. get him <laughs> back next he time. He made too. so many visuals, Self. Yes, yeah, Self <laughs> Self killed it with that Vanitas um, sets visuals as well. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love how big Burst Self is. I mean, their That's visuals true. are almost they're they're not alike at all. <laughs> It's almost like they're by different people, but it's like I sometimes mean, you could easily make that mistake. Sometimes so you can like pick apart what formula or like who the visualist based on what you're seeing, based on the formula, like Chief Leaf. I feel like I could pick his visuals out. Um, my formula is very like, it's just like footage editing, basically nothing complex, no like visual overlays or anything like that. So it's so funny just to see the different like, like if you're performing for a different artist, for example, can you still, can people still pick out your visuals, you know, like an auteur sort mm. of thing, like a filmmaker, like a director or something like that? Yeah, like yeah, everyone's got their own sort of, um, sort of brand, not brand signature. name, you know, everyone's the got their signature own style. Yeah, signature. Signature, yeah exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I didn't know um, Vanitas did visuals on their own like that, so... Like shouts out to you doing the music and the visuals under the pressure of um, being the first to play that day. So thank you, Vanitas. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was awesome. Loved it. We'll uh, pitch the Twitter real quick. It's Vanitas underscore five six seven. 
please give our boy a follow, V-A-N-I-T-A-S underscore 567 on Twitter. Like, follow, retweet. Please do. Um, he's, got an, he's pushing the Spotify a lot lately, so check him out on Spotify too. It's hard to know which artists are going to go for Spotify based on like how much they sample, you know? Mm. then you do yeah because you do see some surprising artists out there who are heavily yeah. based and they've just taken the chance and so far yeah. it's paying off and they haven't been pulled down but we took mm. a decision not to put much up that's sample based um yeah. for obvious reasons um because we've yet to have a serious sample issue with my pet flamingo and mm-hmm. would like to avoid that for as long as possible yeah <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Vanitas. We will see you again someday soon, I'm sure. Next up on Sunday, we had Cerro Rio, also with visuals by self. Yeah, that room with the arcade machine. Have I got it right this time? It was Cerro Rio. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. I really yeah. enjoyed it. it I, I, <laughs> and I love the Vanitas set, but Cerro Rio was the moment where I realized I could get myself awake again for a second day of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. and i really enjoyed the set it was quite creative he's had like just so much humor in the way he performed it was just yeah i really enjoyed the the vibe yeah you really had to to watch him sort of like to pick up on the little subtle cues it's like oh that's a, yeah. there's a joke there's a, something we got a little something else there now too oh. yeah he kept on giving out yeah. little cheeky little looks at the um cheeky, camera yeah yeah, exactly. And that arcade machine as well. Like, what a what a sick prop to have in your um in your house. That's like awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's is that Street Fighter he was playing on there. Capcom, Marvel versus Capcom oh, too, and then some other stuff. Yeah, nice. there might have been like a racing game in there. And I want one of them. And I fighting games. Um, and Cerro Rio was a very last minute addition to Flamingo Fest. So thank you for getting a set together for us so quickly with very little time to spare. That was great. Really brought the energy for day two. Yeah, and people Absolutely. loved it. People loved it. The chat mm. really was popping up. Oh, they did. Oh, he's he went up and he changed the game or something at That's one right. point too. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, I think it was to sync with with uh, something something to do with the track that was playing. I can't oh, remember. nice! I can't remember off the top of my head. Do you yeah. know, what I think is really engaging. Then is the fact that initial B. Yeah, was one of them. Do you know one of the things that was um, quite quite exciting too. was every now and then seeing the real um, person on camera because obviously the visuals were amazing, but it kind of broke broke it up to have a mixture of um, mm-hmm. you know the bird on on the camera on on the saturday definitely (laughs) you know and then sierra rio was one of the few that were on camera yeah i'm i'm so glad for the people that do have the i guess you could call it courage to go on camera because it's like i said before it adds that human face yeah. to it you know it makes it more personal i did yeah yeah we we didn't plan for for that really like to scatter out the people who showed themselves on camera, like to mix them up in between. So it wasn't just like one chunk of five people that are all on camera and the rest are not. So it's funny how, how that worked out for us so easily. Yeah, it was quite nicely nicely spread out through the days, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it works for some acts as well, though, to have that anon- anonymity. Is that the word? Anonymity? Yes. Oh, of course. Do you know, like Definitely. it gives that kind of, yeah, that like mysterious sort of. Um, yeah, like discaholic. Yeah. Exactly. Great example. Um, so follow it's check out the set first of all by Sarah Rio so so good and follow him on Twitter please is nothing river is what he goes by 
And he has a SoundCloud on there as well, so you can check out his other tracks. Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, thanks for your set, man. That was great. Cool, chill vibes down there in the... I don't know if that's a basement or what, but it looks like we'd be a fun time getting together with that guy. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Lola Disco with visuals by Billy Galaxy. Oh, this, this is was amazing. great. Yeah. So, I, so good. Am I right in thinking that he, uh, it seemed, because I think the artist was in the chat during the set, I think he said he got a lot of the visual elements from Lola Disco's album covers and stuff, but as separate mm. layers. And he was kind of using those to basically bring out something that very, very, again, we said about signature style earlier on it all looked throughout exactly like a Lola disco set. Like you could, yeah. He, I think in this case, Billy galaxy's like lent into the signature of Lola disco's art, which I thought was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. So great. Set. I, com- compared to bringing f- their own thing. I have well, a it feeling, is their own thing, but I have a feeling that they said, as well that it was live or something like that or maybe am i making that up like they were launching mm. the 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 layers using a midi controller live to the not not live on the day obviously but like live you know, to the recording to, you know, yeah i like, would believe it yeah. with the way we, the visuals match up yeah. so perfectly yeah. with the beat i could be wrong but i think i think i, th- I think i remember seeing that i wouldn't be surprised yeah triggering there's, a, there's no question it was a dope combo like they they were perfectly yeah. matched mm-hmm. absolutely like what how can you bring Lola Disco's stuff to life just using the like text themes that they created on their album art? It's like, I definitely could not have done that, but been so creative with such few tools and choices, you know? But it worked. Right. right. Oh, it worked so like... good. What do they say? Like, uh, when you're limited, your creativity can come out a lot more. Yeah. What do they say? So they say something about that. It's like Restraints. creates innovation. Experimentation. Yeah. Same principle. Yeah. 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 Um, so just taking different boxes and album art and cutting and pasting them like clip art almost like you would at a, if you were doing arts and crafts as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, had that so, sort of, um, it had that sort of like Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. Memphis. Oh, yeah. Well, Back to school. To a, yeah. Yeah, super 90s looking. Yeah, so good. And a, a, a little bit of uh, high fashion, high life creeping in with the um, pictures of the girl on the album cover. Yeah, yeah. And just other, other like fashion-y model-like images. Is it from a board game? I think it might be from a board game or something. Yeah, Girl Talk. That, yeah, Girl Talk. Girl Talk. A, yeah, that's definitely a board game. You know, I played that game as a kid. <laughs> Shut up, you know, my friend's older sisters had it, so I had to play it with them. What it is was the game? actually a pretty good called? game. What is it's game? like just gossip. It's all gossip uh, game. Like you, you take your turn, and then you you pick it. You get a card, and then you have to like say, this person in this thing. You know, what are your thoughts about them? And it's like, ooh, I get to know what Cindy thinks about John. Ooh, are they gonna have cooties? Or you know, it's all that. <laughs> jokery kid lovey-dovey stuff no way it's great (laughs) i bet you love that i bet you say you say it's your friend i had a good time your friend's big sister but in reality this was 1995 well so a bit later than that probably your christmas wish list it was my friends and i was the big sister okay there we go (laughs) thanks for that clarity (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's a great game 
everybody uh, check it out. Hopefully we see more uh, like further experimentation with Girl Talk and Vaporwave because it's a infinite amount of potential you could pull from that. Save by the Bell sort of themes. Yep. I don't know if yeah, you guys got that show out there. I can see that. In the UK. Oh, yeah. Massive. Oh, yeah. It was a massive program. I used to watch that every Saturday morning. I loved it. Yeah. Nice. Great era. <laughs> Thank you, Lola Disco. You'll forever be a part of the family. And thank you for those amazing visuals, Billy Galaxy. Also forever a part of the family. If that wasn't, I don't know, I have to say that every it's time. It's a big family. It's a big family. <laughs> let's, let's just take it as red. Everyone is part of the family forever. Yeah. Everyone's a big sister. Yes. <laughs> yes. There you go. Okay, next up, a very special uh gentleman in the future funk scene a staple in the community we have future funk monthly this is great yeah this set Dude, so, this set so is good. Really kitty pool yeah <laughs> i love the, the comments they were saying by the end of the uh yeah paddling pool we call it over here. by the end of mm. the set the water was starting to get uh, a bit Brown. darker was yeah the, was the, chat, <laughs> was the chat throughout yeah oh dear Oh dear! I love that so little. Um, I love that little flamingo floaty koozie thing he's got as well. Like the the, the one he has on the side of the pool. Yeah, yeah. just keeping he's the, got like floating, a yeah, floating yeah. beer cooler basically. And he never spills it, despite all all his dancing, the headbutt antics. Yeah. So for those who don't lockdown know, lockdown hairstyle. He's in his backyard, shirtless. In a kiddie pool, DJing with a bunch of flamingos and uh, around him, and he's got visual uh, birds, like graphics, flying around, and and uh, little kitty. He pool went full on with the flamingo. His beer. It's just like such a <laughs> such a future funk and poolside vibe. You know, no surprise he lives in Florida. Well, there we go. Well, you can probably rely on the weather a bit more than where we are, for example. Oh yeah. Yeah, just what what an amazing addition to have at Flamingo Fest, kind of breaking up things a little bit, like not just artists and and um, musicians. Andrew is a musician, but his, this project specifically is known more as like a DJ curation project. Yeah. And um, right. we'll talk to him more about it in detail, but it's a monthly thing. So he tries to do a different mix every month and has been for the past five years. So very important gentleman in future funk i would say consistent motherfucker <laughs> big ups Fun. yeah and he smashed the tunes out it was a great set mm-hmm. every track you did so thank you andrew for being a part of this always bringing the party and always a true blast to be around you have an incredible charisma and um wishing you all the best thank you so much and next up we have seabod one of the first uh, artists that had a tape that I ever bought. Wow. Catal- it was a catalyst for my love for physical media, I think. How many years ago was that? 2016, I think. Crocky, yeah. I think I got my first uh, Vaporwave cassettes in like 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same for us. Same for me, yeah. I can't yeah, remember I- what my first one was. I got, I know I. Turnboy, Turnboy. Turnboy. Yeah, player. Yeah. The one with the motorbike cover. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so amazing. good. So Seabod, um, dear friend of mine, absolutely love this person, incredible musician. 
one of the only other artists that I know that uses Reaper for creating their work, which is awesome. Shouts out anybody that uses Reaper. And just their set, like it, it really uh, did a great job of bringing you into Seabod's world of like cute aesthetic, kawaii sort of style, um, just a very friendly vibe. Um, you know, if you know Seabod, you know it's all about penguins and how cute penguins oh, yeah. can be. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, there was definitely some penguins in there. And yeah, I agree completely about the about the cute. It was like a, yeah, it was, it was like, um, yeah, like chill friendly sort of yeah bouncy mm-hmm. vibes yeah with the visuals and the music it, it reminded me of especially the shot at the beginning with the the hatsune miku girl doing the different anime mm-hmm. poses yeah, i don't yeah. know if it was like oh movie. yeah but that that <laughs> yeah. after watching that over and over and over especially because Seabod sent it to me to watch before submitting it so we could make a few changes to it and like i was so enticed it's like i could easily become a part of that world so having seabod there always to kind of remind me of how much i love this realm of the world how no matter like how underground it is so yes thank you seabod thank you hatsune miku <laughs> shit up the hatsune miku yeah yeah man shuts out k-pop surely with, surely with um lockdown though you've been able to because uh, people have been living their lives online much more mm-hmm. like Perhaps you can immerse yourself in stuff much more at the minute because it's nice to be able to escape from all of the shit show that's going on in the news wherever we are. Like we're all living through a shit show. Absolutely. So it's, yeah. uh, you know, a bit of escapism never hurts anyone. Yeah, you nailed it. That's part of why I love Vaporwave too. So thank you, Seabod, for being a part of this. I think everyone really loved your set. It was a breath of fresh air into what we were seeing around. Some K-drama some real romantic, um, powerful emotions. We had uh, and uh, BTS doing their thing at the very end there, yeah. bringing those yeah. that sweet choreography. I got to go and explore some of these references a bit more because I recognized it visually, but I wasn't. I'm not as familiar with that side of things. So and, B- um, BTS, I, I did find it visually a, intriguing. They're just a big. Uh, k-pop boy band yeah i kind of i kind of got that yeah <laughs> from seeing it but it was again, I, I feel like yeah there was i learned stuff watching this set yeah exactly. about a side of it that i'm less familiar with and it's mm-hmm. not quite as big culturally over here i don't think in the uk mm-hmm. um i'm sure people who listen to this music are quite often aware of it but it's pretty niche here and I, I, yeah some exploring to do for sure mm-hmm. this k-pop k-drama j-pop mm. all that sort of thing it's it's here, but it's not nearly as um like ubiquitous ubiquitous. Yeah, so, yeah. But it's uh, awesome stuff. Okay, and following Seabod, thank you once again, Seabod. Love you. Um, we have Pad Chennington with visuals by Booty Wizard. This set was wild. Yeah, man. Yeah. He smashed it. I've never. I, I've not seen someone using uh, that equipment be so uh like experimental uh and hectic and exciting and inventive with mm-hmm. the way he transitioned between tracks and he also i loved the fact that he didn't just stick to the scene staples he kind of went for some of the tracks from from like the forebearers you know like that kind of french housey kind of stuff like he wasn't afraid to play other music mm-hmm, in it yeah. if that makes sense yeah but yeah I loved it. I loved it. I was thinking, how the hell can I go on after him when he smashed it like this? <laughs> yeah, he was gen- 
genuinely Enzo was genuinely like worried about uh, like after seeing that pad set he's like oh my god that's a, <laughs> that's a quite a daunting shadow to uh, have to stand under I was grateful for the ad break yeah. that came in between <laughs> it gave people a chance to reset calm down from it and go oh, hang on yeah, this is yeah. quite fast BPM exactly you can't do trans unless you're like a, the most amazing turntablist. You can't do mixes like that on um, on vinyl. Yeah, so it's, it's like slightly impossible. it's slightly more limiting. But that said, I still loved it. I thought the tunes he played were amazing, and he showed off his DJ skills and why mm. people get so hype about when he's playing live. Yeah, his chops are just next level. Like yeah, someone man. was yeah. saying before, when you go see a live set and people are chopping this much. It kind of breaks up the flow of the dancing and people can kind of... Yeah, for sure. I've been at a bunch of shows where the DJ will chop too much yeah. and, and do that rewind sound. Yeah. Play it again. Like the audience will get upset and actually verbally be like, yo, stop. Like just fucking play, you know, less chops, please. But it's no, all but in how, how you do it. Yeah, exactly. This was danced by the whole way through. And also... Also, he knew his context. He's got a lot of people sat mm -hmm. down wherever they are watching, so he can be more experimental and show off his skills. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the one other thing I'd say about Pad as well is that I think he gets sometimes some unfair stick online from a small number of people who perhaps don't enjoy the way he puts his, his – he's happy to put his face out there and be Pad Chennington. And I think mm -hmm. there's a lot of jealousy, but for people who uh, question yeah. – yeah, and for people who question why he's such a popular figure or why he's such a successful figure in the scene, it's because he's got talent. Like, it's not just because he makes videos and has got, you know, um, confidence to push it and good PR skills. He's a fucking good DJ, man. That was great. I didn't realize how good he was till I saw that set. He makes banging tunes as well. Yeah, so shouts, shouts to Pad. Oh, yeah. Fucking love Pad. Uh, one little Easter egg, in case anyone didn't spot it, he was wearing the brand new um, My Pet Flamingo t-shirts, which will be coming soon. Hey! Yeah, and I saw the hat. The hat was in there. Was a yeah, hat in there. Such a nice touch as on well. the statue. On the little, uh, yeah. on, the, on the statue. On the, yeah, yes. That was cool. It was cool. I was glad they got there in time. <laughs> Who knows with international mail these days? We, we, we sent it out a bit late, yeah. but they got there in time. And he's, a, he's just a genuinely nice guy. Like, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, like there is nothing fake there. I haven't met many people in the scene who aren't, to be honest with you. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, let's just all get along and help each other push this scene forward because we all benefit. Exactly. Amen. Thank you, Pad. Such a pleasure. Always great to have you. Next up, we have dun -dun -dun -dun, Timeshare94. Who's that? Indeed. That would be me. And that would be me digging out um, a, a, an old bunch of records that I used to play back in the 90s mm -hmm. and mixing them with the new Vapor Rave project stuff that I've been working on with Jay and Tom from Donor Lens as well. Damn. So I got to like, say, yeah. thank you for bringing this new flavor to Vaporwave. You're doing it basically by yourself. It's been an obsession of mine for ages and it took a lot of cajoling to get Tom and Jay interested in the idea at first because it's if you look at it first up it's hard to see the connection but like we said when we were talking about this indirectly earlier on it's like trying to find it's still the 90s it's nostalgic for the same era but we're trying to do something that kind of is nodding back to the british culture from that time so maybe a uk take on on the the, the kind of subject material that you're sampling mm. so yeah I, I think people seem to like it and we're going to carry on doing it and see how successful it can be mm -hmm. there's room for loads of subgenres man you're hearing so many more like breaks and that kind of stuff 
coming into vaporwave as well anyway even not necessarily coming from 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 this um vapor rave kind of thing but i think um mm. i think it's all coming at the same sort of time which is which is brilliant mm-hmm. and um, people a- people were digging the set Oh like, hell yeah! Like, I think you were a little bit worried that people would be like, "What? The, what the fuck is this?" But is this? Va- this you know, you get you get gatekeepers, don't you? Sometimes mm-hmm. where people say this is not vaporwave, and it's like there wasn't any of that on the night in the chat. I'm sure there'd be a couple of people who feel like that because there's always gatekeepers in a scene. But I don't know. It was nice that George uh, from 100 yes. percent came through in that set. I assume it was George, but 100 yeah. percent came in. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I think that's what kind of happens in vaporwave. You got all these gatekeepers and. When somebody tries something new, anytime somebody tries something new, they're like, nope, that's not getting through. And then eventually it actually becomes a part of Vaporwave is seen as characteristically Vaporwave. It's funny yeah, how much... Said. And the one thing I'd say is that fortunately for us, because we run our own label, no gatekeeper can stop us because... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if we want to we release we it, we'll release it. <laughs> no, but I don't, and I don't... No, I don't mean... Yeah, I don't... That's, that probably sounded arrogant. I don't yeah. mean like that, but, but that is the responsibility, but also the opportunity that comes with owning a label is that you get to choose to release things that you love. And if we want to make this a pet project of ours, then we'll do it. Do you know what I mean? Like in the nicest possible way. And hopefully there'll be more and more artists that might fancy getting involved in trying some. Because I ended my set with a St. Pepsi track, which is of a similar style where he's got the drum and bass breaks. And it's like, you know, there are other artists. That's a big tune as well. Man, we haven't talked about your visuals, Jay. Like, I know you, um, you, you, I was green screened, but the visuals you put together for me were cool, man. It just reminded me of the Ray videos that I used to watch. Yeah, that was kind Mm -hmm. of what I was, what I was, um, I mean, when we were first chatting about what kind of stuff was going to be behind you, I, I originally like found a load of um, archived VHS uh, tapes the, from like the early uh, VJ, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like VJ the trick videos. visuals. Wasn't yeah, it? It was that like kind trick. of stuff. And then, um, and then Chris turned us on to that. Um, what, was, what was the... I can't remember what it was called. Uh, uh, the Orb. Yeah. Orbital or the Orb. It was, yeah, it was the, who, who did um, pink, Fluffy Pink Clouds? The Orb, I think, either Orbital or the Orb. Anyway, that that album like had such amazing visuals in the in the background. Mm-hmm. And they were amazing to use. Yeah, so we just cut cut some cut some of those up. Cut some um, old VJ VHS tapes. And um, yeah, I think it all just um, I think I think it all just kind of blended well. Oh yeah, we made, we made that um, that mad um, crystal stage like the you know the like um yeah dj booth thing oh, yeah. as well that, yeah, was like, yeah. that was like a that was like kind of like a last minute edition because we wanted to put you on like a kind of like a platform Steve. of some kind didn't yeah. we? yeah some kind of dj booth and that was better what you did then did and the end your idea do you know what retrospectively as well i kind of feel like as you you pushed me into the clouds before the flamingos and the ravers mm-hmm. took over for the same pepsi tune and i kind of feel like it looks like you're sending me off to heaven so i hope you haven't killed me <laughs> no because <laughs> it did look that way it's like oh there we are it's like in, in um in south park every time kenny dies he gets lifted up into the <laughs> yeah. into the mm-hmm. yeah oh well never mind who killed Enzo? It was me. Sorry, <laughs> you bastard. You bastard. <laughs> yeah, the, these visuals were so good. Yeah, hundred percent. So they were bigger. like, make, makes me want to party in real life. Yeah. Oh I think, yeah. I, I think that was what lots of people were saying in the in the chat as well. Like, just make me want to dance. Like, oh yeah, it was a killer set. And oh, it was brave. Mm-hmm. It was brave. It was brave to do it, but I think it paid off. 
The only the, the yeah. only the only regret that I had was um, not using a blue screen rather than a green screen because the the innocence the green record is like bright green. So every time he was holding it up, it was getting caught up in the in the um, in the green screen. It kept so disappearing. Had, had this like mm-hmm. mad transparent otherworldly record. You know? Man, I can't wait for Flamingo Fest IRL where we get to actually dance in front of you on stage, Enzo. Oh yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully you can. Uh, get all your vinyls uh, shipped over internationally so you can yeah. DJ. Well, I, could do, I could use the same kind of system and set up as pad and maybe not bring the records. Yeah, It'll be the same thing because I've been in sets before where people are dancing and it jumps the turntables and it does not sound good. If there's one thing that sounds bad, it's skipping me. Oh, yeah. shit. I did not think of that. Yeah, it used to happen all the time at raves. You'd be like right into it, and then suddenly, just the needle would get knocked by someone dancing too close to the DJ and the MC. Mm-hmm. You'll have to, um, you'll have yeah. to teach the crowd some um, '90s hardcore dance moves as well. Big fish, little fish, cardboard box. <laughs> That's the dance move, man. Yeah. Those are the dance moves. <laughs> there we are. Enough about me. Power PC me, guys. Power PC me. <laughs> Let's move on. I do want to say quickly, uh, we didn't talk about boozy. Booty Wizard's visuals for pad set. Oh, yeah. yeah. But we did talk to him already in an exclusive interview interview with just him for like 25 minutes. So yeah, you'll, you guys will hear that uh, very soon within the next couple days. Awesome. Shouts to Booty Wizard. Sorry, I had to cough. Oh. Yes. Power <laughs> PC Me just dropped three exclusive tracks from the Kmart vinyl. 1990xx go check it out powerpcme.bandcamp.com one of the best people in the entire vaporwave scene give him a shout follow him on twitter i seriously love this man with everything i have it was a um it was a bit it was a bit of a bittersweet set as well wasn't it powerpcme mm-hmm. yeah exactly that's part of why i'm if you just go to his twitter you can see he's written a long post here goodbye for now Mm-hmm. And he posted it right before his set at Flamingo Fest. So I was almost going to cry, man. Like, yeah, what this guy has done for me, I, I've talked to him about it. I've interviewed him in a podcast. All of that, I still can't explain how much, how important this guy has been to my, like, um, inspiration to do what I do here. So you can read the post. We'll put it in the description if you want. He may be working on a new album and we may get that eventually, but for for right now and after that album, um, it doesn't look like we'll be seeing too much, um, at least right now. So please give our boy a follow and uh, thank you even as well for being such an awesome part of this community for so long. Hell yeah. We love Power PC. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll uh, second, third and fourth that, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Just something quickly about... Um, numeric growth on your label there because mm. there's still some copies left oh yeah I, I don't know i don't know how how we've still got any left so if you haven't already make sure you go and grab a copy of that it's a i don't album. get it either oh, the, the artwork's beautiful as well the so artwork's good. beautiful the album's amazing and it's one of those things it's like i often see chats it's just a slightly different angle but i often see chats where people are questioning why certain things that people don't you know labels don't put enough copies out and that all these this debate about you know, the scarcity of a record to try and make it more valuable and people paying scalpers prices. It's mm-hmm. like, it's a prime example of something that you would expect people to go on merit. This is amazing. I'm going to buy it. And it hasn't yet so it sold well, but it hasn't sold as, as well as we would have expected it to. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. People should check it out. Like, I don't understand. I honestly don't understand. And we, we keep, we, we'll keep pushing it. And I've, I've got no doubts that 
people once they sit down and listen to it properly will realize hang on man like we're missing out here on something really special and i hope that none of this is any motivation for why he's thinking of doing something different or taking a break i hope because not, i know that right. the, the people who buy his music uh, tell us all the time we're always getting messages saying how amazing the album is so mm-hmm. you know if you haven't listened to it do your duty i love that album i love all of his work but this album is incredible um, mm. I did a music video for the first song on the album, actually a five minute track. Oh, Daybreak. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that was a fucking I remember we, awesome. We time. like premiered it, right? Yeah. 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 It did, a, did very well in the premiere and he it posted did. it to a couple other subreddits and it, they ate it up. They really loved it. I forget which ones, um, we'll have to get that information from him, but, uh, yeah. So it's clear that his work is um, easily uh, digestible, you could say. And I'm not surprised that all those people from random non-Vaporwave subreddits love the track so much too. And I hope people, there's just so much music, you know, like you can't give everybody a whole, the, the time to listen to their whole album. And this album is certainly a uh, transformative piece that sort of takes you on a journey. And it's not going to give you that like, instant gratification that you would expect from some future funk for example and i think that's probably what it is is that it it does require you to sit down and take a listen and and give yourself up for a period of time to really listen and get it Mm -hmm. and um, a lot of the time people are listening to music on the move they don't necessarily have a chance to listen to a whole album in one sitting and i i'd say that would be the best way to experience this album is to listen Mm -hmm. to it from start to finish like if you're taking your dog for a walk if you're going for a jog if you're like whatever it is just just sit down it's not even that long an album it's it's just so good it's so good mm-hmm. power pc me on twitter check out kmart check out um fucking numeric growth numeric yeah, but... no, no there's there's another one. there's another one oh, okay uh, endless summer check out yes. endless summer another fantastic fantastic album all right Moving on, we have next up, Future Girlfriend Music. Damn, this was a hell of a time. I don't know if listeners know, but just quickly, right before Future Girlfriend's set went on, maybe like two hours, she told us in the Discord channel, hey, some of my friends made this um, universe for this uh, virtual venue in Second Life of flamingo fest so i'm going to be performing there please come and hang out and it was like what okay that's kind of cool and as we like dug into it more and more i kind of like i download second life i join and it was a next level fucking sorry for swearing so much but like they made this for us just for free not even for us just for themselves to enjoy our show similar to the bar that streamed our show in real life um, I forget what country that was in. Uh, Italy. Italy. Right? Um, you know, like we had no idea people were having these gatherings and to make a whole venue digitally just for a gathering for us is like, that is the coolest thing ever. So thank you, all you uh, amazing Second Life folks. Yeah, you got me to download Second Life now. <laughs> yeah, man, I wish I knew what it was. I, I, I kind of got it now, but I'd never heard of it before. And that was just amazing. Well, join up this guy, um, Snow Crash. He's going to be having more events. Uh, I know Future Girlfriend actually performed in this event space 
since our show once. So there seems to be a lot going on over there. So we'll link it in the description if you want to party virtually with some Vaporwave fans. Absolutely. Um, and what an amazing set, too. Um, I love really was. Future Girlfriend. I've been a fan for, for time. Oh, yeah. Um, put out one of their albums uh, on Tiger Blood Tapes, uh, the River, Ra- R- River Wave Undyne Media. Uh, check it out, tigerbloodtapes.bandcamp.com. And follow Future Girlfriend on Twitter, of course. Future Girlfriend Music, um, Future GF Music, rather, on Twitter. Um, you will not be disappointed. Okay. Um, yeah, this set, this set was like, again, another, another mad switch up from after that kind of chilled, kind of almost um, mm-hmm. sad sort of lo-fi. Vibe the lo-fi. Yeah, not, 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 not sad. What's what, like pensive sort of Melancholic. Set. Not, um, melancholic. 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 That's exactly the word I was looking for. After that sort of slightly melancholic set from Power PC Me, this was just a mad, mad switch up into some, something a bit more sort of um, high energy. You've got the, the um, anime and uh, uh, the anime visuals going on in the background with the fast cuts and all kinds of crazy stuff going on and the, and the, and the, um, and future girlfriend themselves brought, bring in the, um, bring in yeah. the energy with the bouncing, with the, with the bouncing. bouncing and dancing. Yeah. And I loved it. Was it. Awesome. it was so yeah. great to actually see them performing this. I did not expect that. I'm so, so happy. Uh, I had second wind at this point as well, or maybe third wind. I'm not sure, but yeah, that was what I loved about this. It was switching up between, low energy introspective calm mm. chill and then suddenly it's like right we go again again great <laughs> pick it up and the bouncing pick it up, yeah pick it up, man pick it up. the future girlfriend bounce it's a new mm. dance i think it's become the vaporwave dance move the future girlfriend bounce yeah oh it's such a good bounce <laughs> yeah man just in second life again like watching the set and everything seeing like there's dance emotes so you can dance with everybody and like tune in and do the same like choreography as everybody else like with your digital avatar you know how you make it in grand theft auto you have your character you control it it's the same sort of thing like you make your character you put it in this world and then you buy it an outfit and then you just dance and shit that's it's like i don't know it's just the vibes of future girlfriend like it's so awesome it brings that future funk element that a lot of people come to future funk for you know that very romanticized yeah. anime like maybe even like dreaming vicariously through some of these stories that we know in anime and like the way it makes us feel when we see it like for me sailor moon and things like that like really cut to the core of me and um, for other people it's gundam there's so many different like anime vibes to choose from um so just thank you so much future girlfriend again for being a part of this and um bringing the true future funk cute vibes oh yeah thank you so much yeah oh and is there air gear in here too what is this is so much we'll have to get a full list of all this amazing stuff from future girlfriend slash river wave with uh their own visuals as well just to clarify that Awesome. Yeah, yeah please, please go watch that set. Please give Future Girlfriend a follow. Future F, Future GF Music on Twitter, like I said. Best vibes around. Okay, moving on. We have US Golf 95, last show before our intermission, with visuals by Mr. Mello. Damn, what a great set this was. Another yeah, change yeah. of pace as well. Um, hilarious, first of yes. all. 
Yeah. The ear horn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the jackass footage was awesome, man. I, I loved it. You can see Luxury Elite in the chat. And she, what did she say? And I kind of I felt the same way when I used to watch it. It was so difficult to watch sometimes, Jackass, because it was either like too much, like painfully cringeful, or mm-hmm. just like absolutely hilarious. And they were always pushing the line right to the limit. And it was yeah. just great to hear a set that was like almost self aware enough to be humorous. And right. like maybe that also like just adds another layer to the day. Is that it's not all not all the sets. You're not supposed to receive them all in the same way. This one was funny. Some of them are energetic. Some of them are melancholic, like Jay said before. And it was it was nice to have another switch up in that way. Mm-hmm. And like not taking itself seriously, sort of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny. Uh, we did another interview with uh, Mr. Mello about his full set here, so you can expect that very soon. But just quickly, if you haven't seen it, uh, US Golf 95, all kinds of amazing golf vibey footage from The Simpsons to Rugrats to Jackass to um, Wii Sports Golf, just hitting the nail on the head in so many different ways to bring that US Golf vibe home for everybody. And that Mall of America footage really, that really hit me because for the longest time I lived right by Mall of America. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that, that was that like my footage? childhood. Yes, that was like my. Or, well, just in 90s, general, you know. Well, whatever it was, it yeah. wasn't. It was yeah. It was built in like the nineties. I'm pretty sure, but okay. yeah, spent a lot of time there. There's just so much happening at malls. When you look back, like now, when you go to a mall, there's no rides. You know, there's no f- fun. It's just expensive fashion yeah. stores that you can't afford. And I think that's why I like you know. Malsaw so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It, it malls, they used to be more of a, more of like a entertainment, like more of like a, like a cultural center, like a, you know, it was like the place where things happen. Did you ever see the movie Mall Rats by Kevin I Smith? I have not. Oh, no. Oh, it's a very bad it. 90s movie. <laughs> But there's some yeah. moments in it where it captures the mall vibe and the mall aesthetic so well, like the different department stores that you kind of get to know. And it's like, that's the local spot. Like you can expect certain people to be over by that store and over by this store or by the food court. You can like, it's like your own little school where you know everybody, but there's no teachers or rules around, you know? Right. Except for the mall cops. Yeah, and it's just crazy to think that in a few years, you know, malls might be kind of a rare thing. Mm-hmm. Well, they are already in this sense. Like you can't, are, you, you know. can't relive this feeling uh, going to a mall. Like if you went to Mall of America even, right yeah, now, they don't make them the same. Are these yeah? Rides mall even of America active? is complete. They are, but now it's like this whole Nickelodeon thing branding. It, it's. Yeah. yeah, it's nothing It's nothing like what it was. Probably to too. save them all. They've got an aquarium there, too. I mean, it's, wow. pretty, it's pretty nice. I know you've got, like, the biggest one up there in Canada. Oh, in Edmonton, that's right. Yes, yes. Never been. Can't, you can't just yeah, the ones, go to Edmonton, you know? It's, the ones in the UK, fuck. they're not, like, um, they're not the same as yours. Like, you know, like, oh, there's millions of films that showcase them, but, like, this, the Stranger Things, was it in the last series? A lot of it was in the mall, like, the mm-hmm. main... No spoilers, obviously. Well, I'm sure everyone has seen it at the end by now. But, oh, there we are. No spoilers then. But <laughs> that whole scene, and people just go in there. It's not just shopping. They go there to hang out. They go there to eat. They go and grab a movie. They have an ice cream. They do like It's just where teenagers used to go to enjoy themselves on the weekend. And 
I yeah. don't know, like a lot of, I feel like that's got lost in some respects and we don't have the same kind of vibe here. No. There's still big shopping centers, but it's much more like consume, consume than it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've, going by your stuff and- they've got things to keep you there. They want to keep you there and you can still eat there and stuff but i don't think it feels like you're in another world it's, yeah. i don't know i've always loved airports because of the same kind of thing i love, love those airports. transits yeah terminal get that vibe going on a the long Tom holiday Hicks. and then just hanging around the shops yeah I, I could do that i i would if that happened to me i think i'd cope quite well yeah it's so great when you don't have to pay for anything too remember i was saying i used to travel a lot so i would just hang out in airports and just go to all the different bars and restaurants and stuff and just try them all out yeah and it's cool to like say you know an airport you know like i know the colorado airport super super well um mate i'm i've got terminal four heathrow locked down i know it yeah the back of my hand exactly i know the best place to get a breakfast lunch or dinner yeah yeah i love it but um part of it is i think like a lot of kids are staying home now like home consoles video games parents don't want their kids going out it's too dangerous out there going around in the city by yourself even though it's safer than it's ever been in most societies yeah um Mm. so there's like now it's like you go to the mall because you have an objective you need to complete and then you leave the mall once you have that accomplished before you would just go to the mall and just spend your day there and see what happened because there was no internet. You know, you went to the mall to be social, to get that social interaction with people. And, you know, you can't just fabricate that and say, hey, everybody come to the mall and chit chat and do it like you used to. You know, you have to take some of the things away in order to make that motivation come back, I guess. So it's real tragedy. You know, what do you in in the sacrifice economics world you know what do you give up this future amazing world where we can talk to each other on the internet like this when we're on when we're in completely different countries and you know record it and do all these live stream shows like there's so many things that come with the internet that that are great imagine having a pandemic like i said without this amazing internet we have mm-hmm. um so it's like which which do you want which world do you want to live in world without wi-fi you know, or the, or what we got now. It's funny to think about. No mm-hmm. mobile phones. I, I was the last, mm-hmm. I was in the last generation of teenagers who grew up literally, if you, if you needed to get hold of someone, you'd have to knock at their house, even if that was a half an hour walk. And then you'd knock at every other house that, of people that you knew to see if they'd gone there and you'd have yeah. parks that you knew that you'd hang out in, but you couldn't, you know, short of having a landline, you just, those were the days when you'd arrange to meet at two o'clock and be really pissed off if people didn't come because you wouldn't have a phone to occupy you and entertain you while you waited like mm-hmm. mad right. different world and different people world. just met up you know you didn't like yo be here at this time this here and this all that and people weren't late you just kind of came across people because there was more consistency i think you could rely on people's words a little more maybe less um things to randomly get in the way because you know if people can contact you at any minute of your life that's going to be a distraction and you know, if between mm. Facebook, Twitter, Messenger, SMS, phone calls, websites, emails, blah, blah, blah. WhatsApp. WhatsApp. It's like, it's dude, cool. how do I have time <laughs> for anything else? Just responding to shit constantly. Um, it sounds like you're describing my life. <laughs> and, everyone else's life too. and everyone else's life too. Yeah. So times. yeah, everybody follow US Golf to, to relive those uh, amazing nostalgia vibes that we all hold so dear. And if there's nothing else, we shall move on to our next set after the intermission. 
which was Ultra High Titan. This was such a nice chill, chill set, like um, classic vapor vibes, classic glitchy mm-hmm. anime, like it was um, Thunderphonics, yeah, animation. OG style. Yeah, I I really love that classic vapor feel mixed with the anime vibe because it was you know it was similar to sort of future girlfriend you could say but the music is like the exact mm. opposite but it still had that vapor the feel green. to the um to the um, visuals even though it was anime it was kind of distorted and yes out anime so it's kind of like the similar to the stretch felt yeah warped. felt similar to the last set but like a kind of broken broken up version of it which I yeah think was really cool broken transmission anime that's the one there we go <laughs> creating new subgenres yeah. again yeah ultra high titan and he's such a great guy yeah check him out and i think he has instagram as well if you'd like to follow him there too ultra high titan i, I feel like doing this set he it, it's opened more eyes to his music and you could tell by the response in the chat that people were loving it it's uh crazy how much he's been working this year like the guy doesn't stop releasing music it's crazy certainly has a large repertoire to bring to the table and for people that want to get into him you can go to ultrahightitan.bandcamp.com to check out his various albums i was going to say there's there's quite there's quite a few on that page to check out so you're not going to be short of um tunes to listen to yeah exactly and people still dig that the classic vaporwave style as well the old yeah yeah his style is like he changes it i guess depending on what he's feeling yeah which is cool you get a few different sort of recipes and the visuals like we said were by sleep pattern and um it's so neat to see like what combination of artists and visualists will like what will be produced out of that you know how does the music inspire the visualist that sort of thing yeah and i think this was an incredible incredible pairing yeah it just it just and worked. a nice way to kick off the second half of the day as well because people have had that break and you've had that flamingo kind of um intermission mm-hmm. and then to come back in with something it got, the set was mainly down tempo am i, am I mem- remembering that right yeah yeah classic yeah. style yeah before obviously school Toyama comes back in with like the faster vaporwave style or uh, future funk style and future funk it's yeah. good uh, it was a great start to the second half of the day Mm-hmm. This is vaporwave. <laughs> Amongst thank all you, the ultra other high ways, yeah. Titan, <laughs> so much. It it was really uh, a treat for us to have you involved in this. Yeah, big thank time. you so much. Thank you. It really was. Please follow our boy and follow Sleep Pattern as well. Sleep Pattern underscore AV on Twitter, on Instagram underscore Sleep Pattern, and I believe they're open for commissions as well. Uh, last time I went to their Twitter. So check them out if you want visuals. They are incredible, incredibly talented and great to work with, incredibly professional. It was a real pleasure. Yeah, and it's another example where I hope that people putting their visual skills on display puts them in the shop window, if you know what I mean. Like a lot of these people mm-hmm. would love to collaborate with other artists in the future, and that's kind of an opportunity not just to showcase the music, but to showcase the, visu- showcase the visual artists as well and hopefully mm-hmm. um, see them we can kind of um, look forward to new collaborations and see how those teamings pair up, you know? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Super high, ultra high Titan. And next up we have school Toyama with a DJ set and visuals by himself. 
I love the jacket he was wearing for this. Yeah, that, there was, that was getting so much love in the chat. Like it, like was it like a shell suit jacket or was yeah, it like it was. A, a wind? Yeah, not not a windbreaker. I don't think. But yeah, no, yeah, proper early nineties. Yeah, like uh, vibrant uh, pastel colors. Like amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely come from a vintage shop somewhere. Hmm. Um, I saw Mizukat has an amazing jacket, very similar to that. Yes, yes, yes. Got to get myself one of those. I looked Keep- online too. They're hard to find, man. Yeah, you, it's, it's whatever people are selling on eBay at that moment, but they also go for loads of money, don't they? They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're super expensive. I had a shell suit like that in the 90s, and it, did, nice. it didn't look great, but it had those colors. Like mine were pretty. Yeah. It was pretty That's another um, thing. out there. Getting like, a, yeah. Did, you, did it have a logo on the back? Like a big um, I'm trying to remember mark. what make it was. I think it, I want to say it was like, it wasn't one of the high end ones. I think it was Kappa or something like that. And I remember wearing mm-hmm. it to football on a Saturday once and sliding on my knees to, cele- uh, to, to celebrate a goal. And then I came back home and my mum thought I'd been smoking because I'd kind of burnt the, the knee where, you know, like it, it ground yeah. along the, 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 the floor yeah. and it's like melted on my knee. And she was like, you've been smoking. I was like, I, I've never smoked in my life. I was like 14 and I genuinely hadn't at that point. Yeah. But you know, there we are. She said she was never buying me a shell suit again, which is probably for the best because actually I, I don't think I wore it as well as school Toyama. So yeah, there you go. Couldn't rock it. Not quite in the same way. No, no. And just like what a, a great arrangement of tracks yeah. for his set. Incredible Ooh. DJ, great mixing, great transitions. Great tunes. Nothing, nothing but look, greatness it. to say. Yeah. Yeah, the chat's just filled with emojis. People just were really vibing with it. Did he play yeah, tracks? A... He played some tracks from the new album, some from the last one, Toyama's Love Island, as well. I want to say, mm-hmm. um, some stereo as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. People were loving it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Just great to get a set from from them. You know, I've been seeing them in the community for so long, just popping up on SoundCloud here and there and random playlists. But I never, it's one of the artists I never really sat down and took a dive into their discography. Me neither, oh. yeah. But I really so liked just, what I heard. Yeah, seeing the set is like, yeah, I know, I got to check this guy out now. Like, he's so prolific. He's everywhere. He's been, he's been on everywhere, but he hasn't blown up for whatever reason. People highly regarded, absolutely. Mm. Very respected. But um, there's time. There's time because Future Funk is still popping off. It's not. Um, reached a peak and plateauing by any means there's we had a handful of amazing future funk artists over the weekend and i'd say that most of them are kind of on that they're just breaking into the top tier and when i say top tier i don't mean top tiers in in the best or whatever category just in the most well known and the most uh, talked about like they're kind of on the edges of that like barb walters lagoon lola disco you know mm-hmm. those kind of names uh, and again school to am a synchro start in the same bracket of talented exciting artists who are going to they're going to blow up soon. I think so. Absolutely. And some of his vids on YouTube, I think, have like tons of views. Let me double check that. But uh, so the scene is there. That's for sure. Yeah. 500,000 views. Oh, yeah. Definitely decent. So, yeah. Check out, check out our boy, School Toyama. Um, please give him a follow. School underscore Toyama on Twitter. And visuals by the prolific uh, self. Self, yes. 
the great, great having you here. School, thank you so much. Cool. I hope you enjoyed it. All right, moving on. Next, we have Synchro Start. The best the dressed man in Chicago. The, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those suits, those shades, him, so fly. I saw he, he, he posted something. If he gets 10,000 followers on Twitter, he's going to give away the pink jacket. I think, I think no that's not fair i offered to buy it off him i was trying to start a bidding war during the chat oh yeah he said he, he said he can't sell it it's the only one he can't find <laughs> it again and now he's now i hear he's like you know whoring out for twitter followers <laughs> man <laughs> no i'm joking i'm joking i i don't again like the shell suit i'm not sure i'd rock the pink blazer quite as well as he does but Mm-hmm. But we should talk about those visuals, though. The way he, because he filmed himself on like a, must have been on a, a rooftop garden kind of thing where he lives, and then mm-hmm. the way the visuals blended the the cityscape, but they were kind of cutting through the way they the way they'd um, cut out the the top of the buildings and had all this stuff going on in the in in the skyline. It was amazing. Yeah. It was some of the most crazy visuals I've seen. The yeah. way he split out the scenes, like with yeah. the the buildings. Green the screen in the sky, yeah. overlay in the sky, yeah. and then him. Mm. It's just really, really unique. Um, I hope we get to speak to Sleepy Orange about his visuals because this was just so unique. This was one of my favorite sets of the whole weekend, if I'm honest. Yeah, and not just because I, I agree. I, like I absolutely love Kyle to bits. Like we we met up with him. We went to Roberta's Pizza Place in Brooklyn, but the day or two before uh, Electronicon. And obviously mm-hmm. we've we worked with him. He's one of the first people we released on MPF. And yeah. um, it was so great to meet up with him and his girlfriend, like went for a meal. That pizza place is amazing, by the way, if you're ever in Brooklyn, Roberta's shouts to them. But um, yeah, just like, he's so excited to be a part of it and grateful for any opportunity to sort of further expose his uh, music to, to wider people. He's one of the hardest working people in Future Funk, that's for sure. Yeah, man. There's a wicked set as well. And just that, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you guys have already said it, but that that um, skyline is just amazing. Like He also did um, his own edits of quite famous tracks by other people. I think he did a, his own St. Pepsi remix, didn't he? I think so. He yeah, did, com- he, com- I, he did reworks in yeah, his set of did, other people's tracks. He definitely did a Dan Mason tune as well. Yeah, well, he, 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 he was popping off all the way through. And like I said, yeah. the tunes, the visuals... The way he was dressed and his dancing, like it was just, it was a great set. Like I said, one of my favorites. Yeah, same here. Mm. Same here. Visuals and music both together, they were just outstanding, I would say. They really were. Yeah, yeah so the, the visual, the, the way the visuals bring out the music is what was so interesting to me about this one. Mm. Mm. Just, just the different moods you can get when you even change the lighting and the colors. Yeah. You know, blending from pinks to purple blending these different shapes and lines with the scrolling towers and just so much um, visual emotion tied in with the music. It's an incredible, incredible set. Uh, Definitely yeah. one I'm going to be watching again. I think just, just how he was just vibing as well throughout the whole thing, like just get, you know, busting a little move here and there. He's like, you could see he was like really enjoying himself. It also that's makes what, me think about I love. one of the challenges that we're going to face when we bring the real life event together is how we can still help visual artists to team up with. Obviously, lots of people use big backdrops and stuff on live performances, but like mm-hmm. how we can best bring out that pairing of the visual artist with the, the, the music in a real event, that's going to be a challenge and the venue is going to be key for that. So 
we're going to have to think quite carefully about that because it's been one of the strongest points of this whole weekend was that pairing mm. and how the visuals teamed up and what an, uh, an overall experience that gave you as a, as a viewer. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully we can do the same thing again where basically when I was talking to the visual artists, I gave them like a list of people they could choose from mm. based on like their top favorites. And then it would be like, quite likely they would get who they wanted so i think most people got who they wanted and it's really cool to see like what people can do when they want to make visuals for somebody like uh, the booty wizard and pad chennington for example um that was an excellent pairing and like i didn't even really realize how excellent it would have been until it was already in place yeah know? Yeah. So it's cool to see how like some of these things can kind of work themselves out based on who's a fan of who and all that. Well, yeah, it's a system of trial and error. Unfortunately, we seem to have mm. not seen any of the error. It's all been yeah. <laughs> it, everyone has paired up well and everyone has put in some amazing stuff. All the sets were great. All the visuals were great. And we just That's got, so cool. I guess, lucky. But what, what a, you know, we keep saying it, but what a weekend that was. Yeah, I'm just nodding with a grin i don't know that comes so across good. quite well on a on a podcast the the side <laughs> there, there you go <laughs> excuse me so thank you sleepy orange and synchro start that was a real amazing time for everybody follow follow um synchro start on twitter s y n c h r o underscore start s y n c h r o underscore start on twitter and sleepy i think he has uh twitter as well yeah sleepy orange and it's elite speak so sl33py0oarng but you can just probably type sleepy orange and it should come up we'll link it in the description as well in case um anyone can't find it because please uh we really want you guys to uh know who these visualists are because uh, a lot of them are open for commissions. And, um, you know, that's part of why we put this whole thing together was to Share showcase these amazing artists, not just musicians. So thank you, everybody. Moving on, we have Cat System Corp with a sort of last minute uh, addition to the festival. He's moving and wasn't sure if he was going to be able to get something to us, but looks like he did. And we're so happy he did because it was a, an amazing time. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I think he I think he uh opened with um Our Night from With Love. Mm -hmm. From With Love, yeah. What 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 a tune and what a way to kick off a set as well. Mhm. Mm yeah. again, this was one of my favorite sets. This part of the the whole afternoon was just unbelievable and the tunes, yeah, I everyone loves Cat System. And I think he was like you said, I think he was moving abroad over the weekend, but he got mm -hmm. the set in time and we're so glad that he managed to, to to do something for it. And I know that there were a couple of people who were just too busy or, you know, they're kind of kind of tired and they've done a lot of this kind of stuff. And hopefully we'll we'll get a couple more of those involved as well. Like Dan Mason, I'm hoping we'll be able to get in yeah. for one in future and, and Runners Club who provided the music in between sets, which was brilliant. Let's mm -hmm. hope we can get them get them in, in future as well because yeah. You know. This is about showcasing, show, showcasing all the talent that's out there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A shorter set from Cat System Corp, I think about 20 minutes, um, which is nice. You know, a lot of the sets 
30 minutes over and over and over again can feel quite long. So um, appreciate that, Cat Corp. <laughs> and who else we got? Oh, and the visuals Cat Corp did. Dude, these were so good. I don't they know. They were really good. Yeah, they were. Where really he good. pulled them from and and how he, he did it, but like this is some really high quality um, 3D graphics. Yeah, like that CGI at the motion. beginning was just killer. Dude, like it I'm went so honestly well. blown away with how little time he had. Um, yeah, we will right? be talking to him next weekend. So, uh, yeah. yeah. He massively pulled it out the bag for yeah. the show as well. Shout out mm-hmm. to, um, to the little potted plant as well on the, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the table. Always the plants. Yeah, it reminds me, we need to water the one in our office. Yes. <laughs> it's dying, <laughs> it's dying. It's supposed to be low maintenance, but it's, it's still, proven to still be. Still too We're high struggling. maintenance for us. <laughs> We're struggling to keep it alive. His one looked very vibrant by comparison. Yeah. He's got the gift. The green thumb. The green fingers. The hirife in him. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Cat Corp. And next up, we have Nano Shrine. Oh, this who also just... did visuals oh, themselves. This was just insane. Holy shit. Yeah. What a set, man. This is the Starting most talked out... about visuals, I think. You know, yeah, like, maybe. It's so immersive. Like, he created a whole kind of, like, desert island well not a desert desert island like a tropical holiday resort and just the, mm-hmm. it kept moving you from you know the main party where everyone was dancing i think i saw in the chat people talking about there was a couple who seemed to be having an argument somewhere in it like it was so immersive there so was so much details, going on so many tiny little yeah. details you just kept on all the way through the set discovering something else and i think i think like midway through to nighttime as well and suddenly there yes. was like torches but, and oh, it was just ridiculous people bobbing around in little rowing boats and then he yeah. did the whole flamingo the flamingo hat reveal when it closed in on his dj like stage kind of thing <laughs> it was just the, the level of effort was just incredible yeah he was like crouched down behind his dj deck so you could only see the hat he had on which is like a quite tall hat of just a flamingo and then on the drop he stands up and it's like whoa <laughs> here it is i want to know where so fucking i want to know where that hat's from yeah. amazon i want to get one <laughs> also you got the I'm, shirt and the hat from amazon just like even the camera taking care of the camera and running the camera through that entire sequence so he's I, doing that live he was yeah all these okay. camera triggers yeah while djing and singing that's awesome in addition to having made this whole universe, this 3D world where it's a, it's like they were it looks one, like The Sims, yeah, three sort of say, like yeah. with every with yeah. the full expansion packs and yeah. like just people scattered everywhere, like so like there's probably a hundred different human sprites on the screen at at any time or at, at sometimes. Yeah, it's was crazy. definitely like one of the first vaporwave artists that you know really they were one of the first I really listened to quite a bit. Yeah, nice. I feel like I've got yeah, to been around going back and, and catching up on the actual music. Um, I hadn't mm-hmm. really listened to a great deal of of theirs before before the set, before seeing it. But yeah, yeah, they grabbed me with the visuals for sure. Yeah, they they've been making music for a while. A very um, popular record they had back in the day was um, Food Court Porno. Nice. Do you nice. recall? It's got the picture of the girl eating a popsicle. Only Asian listen to Asian that girl. one. Yeah, it's that's you got me at the name to be honest with you. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he has a great story on the. I did a private suite podcast with him, and he talks about the name of that album, where it came from. 
check it out. And follow NanoShrine, uh, nanoshrine.com. You can also find him on Twitter under NanoShrine. Please give him a follow. He's really pushing the envelope for Vaporwave visuals and um, sets, like everything. His music is just, this guy's one of the most talented people in all of Vaporwave. Like I stand by when I say that. Oh, yeah. Such an inspiration, I think, to me and... I think if you so many people it, data girl I think like us trying to describe the visuals especially for this set it just will do it no justice so if you haven't seen it already go check out this set it's just wild to really Absolutely absorb wild. and appreciate what he did yeah it's insane the beautiful star- starlit sky with the like aurora borealis yeah yeah like the the disco ball that spans the entire island oh yeah it's like the the lights. It's just so fucking good. The volleyball players, like he, like people sitting under their beach umbrellas on the shore side. There's just so much. It's, it was almost it's as, as detailed as like, you know, how immersive Grand Theft Auto is, like wherever yeah. they set up the city. It was just, yeah. You could have just wandered around there all day. Yeah. Just, it was so good. Yeah. It was awesome. Thank you, Nano Shrine. <clears throat> Thank you. Fist bump. All right, who we got next? Only a couple more artists left for the day. We have Bloodwave, all the way from Italy. Yeah. Amazing to have them a part of this. Yeah, absolutely. Huge fan of Bloodwave. I've got many, many tapes of his. We're working with them on something, oh, yeah. but we can't talk nice. too much about it for now. But um, mm. yeah, amazing artist. I have to confess, about halfway through this set, I think I was starting to to plunge my energy yeah. levels were dropping i i kind of missed yeah. and i had to catch up with them the day after i missed blood wave fiber and whitewoods uh, which were among the ones i was most desperate to see as well mm-hmm. um, but you know it's great that like people listening to this you can go back and and watch them again because they're all excellent sets yeah exactly i love blood wave so much please follow him you uh, he's got some physical still available too looks like afterglow is still available on uh, business casual as a cd that's awesome mm, nice yeah, yeah he's just been making music for for so long for time um yeah i think if you, you know, look so at his many, bio, so many styles off, he moved away from samples uh so much mm-hmm. like quite a long time before most people did and i think yeah, you could kind of describe, distance i think yeah you could describe that that style as kind of a it, it spans between synthwave and vaporwave quite yeah. closely. It yeah, straddles that, that kind of divide. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In the kind of the same way as home do, if you know what I mean. They don't sound mm, the same, yeah. but it's the same kind of this synths. There's, um, yeah, kind of. Well, I can like see I, why it would appeal to fans of both. Like I would say, this, say the same about Lucy in Disguise, who is kind of a retrowave artist, but there's definitely that vaporwave sort of. Or chill wave, yeah. yeah. Chill wave vibe, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so definitely that 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 sort of thing. I think it's a really interesting mix as well. Like we love we love we love synthwave, and it's like so nice to hear that kind of blend of the two different genres together. Yeah, and mm. that album Distance is one of the one of the biggest albums from that era. You know, the classic era, perhaps before synthwave was getting many vinyl releases and before vaporwave yeah. was getting so yeah. much vinyl. Like that's one that for sure people would lap up. Hmm. Yeah definitely yeah came out in 2016 yeah this was a yeah this great. was a really nice set and um really nice chill visuals with like the blue overlay i think there was like some some kind of static going on you know it was kind of um yeah 
that lo-fi yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly it was nice really really nice very fitting yeah and nice to see him dancing too as well yeah but still staying anonymous which is also great well awesome thank you Bloodwave. hope everybody enjoyed that set please check it out if you didn't get a chance to on the vod and give Bloodwave a follow of course bl00d wave the true blood <laughs> uh all right next up we have fiber coming up with a very um uh i guess not last minute set but we we contacted him with very little notice so it was incredible he was able to pump out something for us this quickly yeah and, this um, was um doing their own visuals too was this where uh eyeliner had a hey <laughs> we don't talk about that <laughs> It was pretty good. Though. <laughs> we don't talk yeah, about other mistakes. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a nice touch. I think people. It was loved funny. It. Yeah, apparently, people, people, people were laughing. They loved it. Um, yes, I apologize to Fiverr with all my heart, and <laughs> he keeps telling me it's okay, but I'll I never think, forgive myself. I personally think he thought it was pretty hilarious. Uh, he, yeah. he, you could see him in the chat. He was so confused. You had <laughs> so to have basically. A, you had to have a Fiverr moment sets, on a Sunday. Yeah, Fiverr set started, and then suddenly it switches to eyeliner, and everyone's like, uh, <laughs> is this a bad joke? What's happening here? And I already explained what happened, sort of. But yes, we fixed that after yeah, about yeah. a minute, and then went back to Fiverr. So, amazing set. Uh, love the vibe. Love the shirt. Love the dancing. Love the visuals. Love the transitions. Love the songs. Oh. Just ever, everything. Yeah, he did. Fiverr always Slowly. Love the f- slowly getting hacked and overrided. Love the little spinning fiber logo as well that he had going. Yeah. Kind of, it kind of reminded mm-hmm. me of like a loading screen from like a, you know, like a Dreamcast game or something like that. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, really when cool. it comes to future punk, yeah, they they're definitely near the top of my list for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like they master most of the future oh, funk that we're hearing. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. He's got his thumb on the pulse. On he's prolific, lot. and he's got an so, ear for like silky smooth production. And now he's got Mon- Montaigne Records. Is that how you yeah. say it? Yeah, Montaigne. Yeah, Montaigne. Yes, Montaigne. Yeah, yeah. He's kicking ass with that label. All the people involved with Montem, shouts out to you. Please follow Montem. They're doing some great work in this scene. M O N T A I M E. Montame, pronounced Montem. Why did he have to switch out his little laptop? What happened? I can't. I can't remember. You know, I know. I know he just off the screen for a little while. Yeah, I can't remember why. Yeah, he switched from uh, the sticker laptop to, uh, and it says bottom text there. It was a tablet, one of those tablet things. Okay. <laughs> Please fix your garbage sidecar implementation so I don't have to switch computers midway midway through a live set. <laughs> That's what he says. PSA to Apple Inc. Please fix your garbage sidebar and sidecar oh. implementation. <laughs> so yeah, there's your answer, Saint Cloud. <laughs> yeah, tag them in with your complaints. Apple, that is. Yeah, yeah. people are complaining about Apple in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quite right. Quite right. Yeah, Apple great. great yeah. Great visuals, man. Like I can't imagine if I were to try and reproduce this and not know how he did it, it would take me <clears throat> hours, 20 hours maybe to do this. So impressive. And that floral shirt. Yeah, that floral shirt, yo. I feel like it, this so was good. a point when the Sunday was starting to 
like gathering the numbers it's similar to Saturday it was starting to yeah. said earlier on mm-hmm. the people had gone out they'd done their their chores catching up so obviously you can't just stay in all weekend and they were coming mm-hmm. back and like the last three um the last three sets were like you know people who'd been around since the very beginning and it was just great to have these like old school names like coming on like fiber really was the last major like future funk artist to appear on the lineup yeah i would say before before it went back into these kind of classic three artists at the end and he really really smashed it that mm-hmm. set that fiber set smashed it so good oh yeah and then he picks up his uh his deck he's <clears throat> fucking around with it at the end and he just smashes it Jimi hendrix of vaporwave or future no. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? Who was that? That Holding was Vapor. Like that was Vapor. Yeah, 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 he smashed yeah, yeah, yeah. his, his laptop. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, though. I love that shit. It goes down in history. we got to catch that. Yeah. Create, yeah, create a gift from that. Thank you, Fiber. Um, I don't know what to say, man. You're the nicest guy. Please follow Fiber. He is so helpful in the community. Uh, the, probably the busiest man in Future Funk, maybe, when you combine everything he's doing. Um, in his personal life as well. Like it's it's crazy how much this guy can can get done. All right, guys. Thank you, Fiber, so much. Everybody give Fiber a follow at Fiber Alex on Twitter. F-I-B-R-E. Uh yeah, thank you so much. Moving on, we have Whitewoods. Oh man. I was so disappointed that I slept through this in real time. But I oh, devastated. Damn. Devastated. The whole thing. Oh my God, that sucks. But I, obviously the beauty of it was being able to watch it back afterwards, but I was devastated. I woke up. I, I think I did wake up for about two seconds. And then, yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks for keeping me awake, Jay. Hey, I was, <laughs> we, were both like, we were both like doing that, doing that thing where you like, you know, like girls in it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know. doggo. Uh, there's the dog. Yeah. Harry loves he's Vaporwave. Just, yeah, he's just voicing his opinion on the White Harry Woods. Harry loves White Woods, yeah. 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 And he Great does. Visuals. He's a huge fan. He's he, he keeps a copy of Spaceship Earth in his um, doggy bed. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of music he likes to get to get him to sleep. You know. So can nice. we can we just talk about Whitewoods for a second and like the style of music they are and what they what music they make and Spaceship Earth as well. You guys pressed it, of course. Yeah, like I mean, we we've been talking to them ahead of the film, uh, the Nobody Here film, because they kind of, I don't know if they started. I want to say around 2010, even maybe they were got they were doing stuff. But it's hypnagogic style, isn't it? So there's like mm-hmm. it's one of those uh, bands or acts that are kind of adjacent, completely understood by the vaporwave community, and yet perhaps like slightly of it and slightly not of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And kind of crossover and the vocal style and everything like it, it's just um that spaceship earth album is one of my favorite albums ever obviously it was released by john zobiel on business casual in the first instance but like mm-hmm. i think i remember just seeing someone posting you know like they do on reddit what would you like which albums would you most like to see pressed and it just suddenly was a flurry of people going yeah 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 spaceship earth man spaceship earth and that's just how the conversation started with them and we met them at Electricon, Electronicon as well, which is kind of like, it seems to have been the meeting place for everyone who's ever yeah. worked together to, to meet in real life for the first time, you know? <laughs> but I'm a massive fan. I think they'd be yeah. one of my favorites out there, for Absolutely. sure. It's, it's, a really, it's a really unique sort of um, sound, isn't it? Yeah, it's like sea punk, like yeah. washy, very then it's wa- got like, washed out. 
yeah washed out warped and sort of distorted but then it's got these like the the, the vocal style is like um almost like 60s sort of do you know i think it's got that i think it's got kind of um some of that um psychedelic 60s kind of surf rock yeah. kind of vibes to yeah it. exactly exactly but only in elements if you know what i mean like yeah and, yeah Perfect. Or, or I'll tell you what else it reminds me of a little bit is the baggy scene in the early nineties, you know, like the happy Mondays, primal screen. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. So it's kind of like sample based dance beats backing up the sound in many cases. And then this like psychedelic 60s style singing over the top of it. Like you said, it's mad. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Love it. Big fan. It's so cool to have him do a set for us like uh, i was so surprised we just pitched it It was like let's white woods i just i guess let's give it a shot and yeah. then uh, you contacted him enzo right and yeah yeah and are. he he was he was absolutely down and that's why i was so disappointed that after maybe 36 hours straight with not much sleep i couldn't stay up for it but obviously mm -hmm. i'm grateful to have had them involved and going back over it you could see in the chat like people felt the same way as we did. Like, yeah. wow, who'd, who'd have thought this would happen? Mm -hmm. It's it's an honor. It truly is. Thank you, Whitewoods. Uh, give Whitewoods a follow as well, if you're not already. Can we just uh, take a second as well to, 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 <clears throat> to talk about the um, his, uh, like, sunglasses? Like, similar, similar, oh, thing yeah. to the, similar thing to the Innocence record in, like, they must have been green. Green screened out the whole time, yeah. yeah yeah like like his, his yeah his like where sunglasses would be was was also the background it's really 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 weird really cool the whole time like it wasn't like it was cutting in and out sort of like no it was like it was like purposefully done it's really yeah. really cool really weird though it's like it looks like his head like head's been like chopped into a into two segments it was oh, like, yeah. very <laughs> cyberpunk elements yeah, yeah sort of. really cool really cool so you can follow Whitewoods at Bug Your Parents on Twitter. I think I don't. I, was he saying he made that when he was young or something? I don't remember, but uh, yeah, Bug Your Parents. Do you know that was part of the reason that it took me so long to get in contact with him in the first instance? It's because I just couldn't find Whitewoods Twitter feed. Yeah. And then someone hooked me up with it. I can't remember who. I think the Instagram, isn't that like www bug your parents www? Mm, or maybe www. Yes, double Ws. W. Yeah. yeah. Whitewoods. Bug your parents, Whitewoods. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. An honor. Wicked set. Wicked set. I really like, yeah, I couldn't believe that we managed to um, get them involved. Definitely one of my favorite sets. Legendary. Yeah. Mm hmm. Check them out. Uh, Beach Walk. Love that song. He's got a great music video for it up on his YouTube channel. It's a great starting point if you want to dive into Whitewoods. Okay, moving on. We have our second last artist of the whole event. Holy jeez. We're getting through it. Um, Eyeliner with visuals by Paul Plastic. He looked this like he was, was having so much fun. Yeah, always. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. This was, uh, I want to say, even just getting the set was one of the most exciting parts of the process on mm -hmm. the basis that th there were, it was probably the last one to come in, I want to say, mm -hmm. like right up to the line. And it was, this was one I was so looking forward to as well. And it was amazing that we managed to get him involved. And uh, the stuff mm -hmm. that Paul Plastic did on this is just uh, amazing, amazing. 
I was nervous about it. We weren't sure if we were actually going to get the file in time for the Sunday set. But well, we yeah, did. because of the time that, that it took you and uh, it, it was you two, wasn't it, that spent all that time trying to get the, the file uploaded full length in the first instance. Am I right? So like for us to export a file that long and have that set involved in it. Uh, well, his taken. was for Sunday. So yeah, I suppose less of an issue. Yeah. yeah. But all's well. But yeah, getting well. it getting it at the last minute, like we, I kind of made the edit so that his title cards were still in the video just yeah. in case. And yeah. that's part of why I screwed up the fiber thing because I thought it was eyeliner's turn. <clears throat> so the title card for eyeliner came up and then I had to switch the scene in OBS to play the video that wasn't in the actual file. Yeah. And then switch it back. The stress you must have been feeling at that moment. Yeah, it was it was cool. It's just like, you know, it's you hit the button and then it it does everything for everybody. And once you stream a lot, you kind of get used to that, right? Yeah. But um it's like, you know, the button, like philosophically, you know? Yeah. But um <clears throat> yeah. Eyeliner's set, man. He's such a character. Yes. Um you can really see his like New Zealand comedy yeah. come out in his yeah. set. Yeah. Just the way he carries himself about it reminds yeah. me of Flight of the Concords a little bit. I was just about to say that. I was just yeah. about to say that. I love that series as well. And I've met a lot of New Zealanders, and they are renowned for having that kind of irreverent, uh, self deprecating sense of humor. And I do love the way he makes, he kind of plays down what he's doing. Like we spoke to him about this before, and he was kind of saying that he doesn't really make a show of playing anything. He's more about the performance yes. of him, mm -hmm. of him in the moment. And kind of makes a mockery. Walks around the crowd sometimes when he's playing live, and he does. He was. He would take a call from his mum. Yeah, that's literally what I was going to say. Yeah, when we were doing that, <laughs> when you were doing the interview of him for nobody here, like the the, the pre-interview. Yeah, he's saying one time he's on stage yeah, and his mum called him, and he just like just answered it and ro answered rolled it, it into the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That's great. Which is amazing. Sorry, guys, I just got to pause the music for a second. I just got to speak to my mum. Yeah. So great. And he probably had her on the on mic sort of too. Speaker right? phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I imagine on speaker, yeah. But you know what? In a scene where uh, and for, in many in many cases for the right reasons, a lot of people take themselves really seriously. It's quite nice to have someone who's the antidote to that. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, sure I know that he takes the music very seriously, the performance of the actual audio you know the music itself but in terms of how he presents himself as a character he, brilliant mm -hmm. brilliant exactly yeah but um so at electronicon eyeliner was definitely one of my favorite sets probably eyeliner and vaporer and seeing this set just transported me right back because it's the same exact same humor the way he dances on stage and moves his, his body around, his hand gestures, his facial gestures. Please watch the set if you haven't seen it yet. It's a real treat, and it's a window into the world of eyeliner. Like It'll quickly transport you there. Um, you said self-deprecating humor. I definitely see that in the like, kind of New Zealand style. It's really hard to explain the the humor style. Actually, it's like uh, 
He's not taking uh, himself seriously you know, at all. It's, it's sarcastic. It's sarcastic, yeah. but it's not sarcastic about other people. And that can come across as quite cutting. So you've got like loads of comedians, for example, who would specialize in delivering things in the same sarcastic <clears> way, but they'd be attacking someone else or an idea. Whereas I find sometimes the Kiwi humor is self self deprecating in the sense that you're being sarcastic about yourself. You're playing yourself down and, you know, like, the, what's the flight, the famous flight of the Concord joke I keep hearing all the time? Like the one I really remember is when they say that they're like New Zealand's fourth most famous um, novelty band. And like just that, like the idea that there's <laughs> even three others in New Zealand, never mind three better <laughs> than them. And it's just that kind of thing. And mm. I probably didn't deliver it as well as they did, but you know. It's very self aware, too. It's like making fun of the fact that it is a live music performance sort of yeah that's exactly it i think it's like is maybe he's trying to make you question the meaning behind a live show or something oh postmodern is it a, sh a show in, in general i guess seeing someone on stage sort of like reggie watts you guys know reggie watts i will right. after this i'm gonna oh my it. god <laughs> dude Everybody Google Reggie. I think it's Reggie Watts. Reggie Watts Conan. Yeah. Yes, this guy, man. Everybody watch Reggie Watts Conan. There's a red one and a blue one. Watch the blue one. We'll link it in the description. Very similar style of humor, I think. It's like, it's absurdity, absurdist humor. Oh, bloody yeah. He's um, the band leader for the Late Late Show in America. Is he? Yeah, like he's now. I'm not surprised. I don't watch it, but I mean, what I mean is, I I don't watch it either. I, I I can't stand James Corden. I find him really irritating. But yeah, yeah. that's one of the biggest TV programs. Like, and he's like, that's how recognized he's gone. Christ, mm -hmm. there we are. Yeah, I will watch that, and um, everyone else will too, because Indy said it and it's homework. <laughs> he he's a fucking genius and hilarious. So funny. But yes, let's talk about the music. Let's talk about these visuals. The, these visuals were crazy, man. Paul Plastic, yeah. um, the Booty Wizard mentioned him when we were talking to him, David. Uh, so I guess he's been around for a long time doing visuals in the community, in, in many communities, <laughs> if you guys weren't, weren't aware of that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think I'd seen his stuff before, before this, but I was like blown away with it. And, you know, it was again we've said this quite a few times so it's not like a particularly uh amazing you know in intellectual insight but the pairing the way they work together they were they, they foil they were the perfect foils for each other so good oh yeah. so good it yeah. brings this music it really brought it out um yeah. it rem the visuals remind me of like what you would see in the early 90s the visuals that were like actually produced on the hardware another yeah. part not, not, um, diving back into the conversation we were having with booty wizard um where all the effects are like ones you sort of expect to see sort of like the style at least in the broadcasts happening in that era yeah in, in the like the mid 90s there's, mm -hmm. there's the polygonal shapes things like that i don't know it was just a, a wondrous wondrous uh, wash of beautiful visual imagery had some with um with uh, Mario Kart in there too right yeah and then you had eyeliner dancing around in the foreground in his um the whole time yeah in his like blue blazer 
which is cool. I think cat shirt and cat shirt. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, yeah, I think he was wearing like a, like a cat, like a, some sort of yeah, it's got t-shirt. kittens on it. <laughs> I want to say he's done some stuff for Vapor ninety five. I'm I believe sure it. I read, I'm sure he either did some art for them. I definitely read an interview with him on there. They might have done a spot, a spotlight because he's. Mm. Yeah, I think that's right. I think he was on Vapor ninety five. I'm trying to find it now as well. We can link that. He was on one of the playlists. I've got it. I know that. Got it. He was an artist spotlight on Vapor ninety five. That's where I came across him. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Oh man, have you heard high fashion mood music? No album. Not not uh, not not properly. I've been. It's on my list. I've got like a list as long as my arms, like of music I need to listen yeah. to. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's finding time because we get sent a lot of demos and stuff as well. So we try and fit as much. Oh yeah, you know, are them in in our spare time as we can as well. And of course, you know, some space for music that's not vaporwave or synthwave from time mm-hmm. to time. Got to get that jungle and drum and bass in there too. Yeah, I didn't want to shoehorn it back into a rave chat again, but <laughs> that's why. That's Here we go again. <laughs> so and let so me tell you. Breakbeats again. Yeah, the yeah. time I ran a radio station <laughs> during the war. <laughs> Sorry, that's really niche. That's a only fools and horses reference there. I got yeah. it. I got it. I thought you would. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just I love the way eyeliner interacts with the audience. He's he looks at the camera. He's letting you know he's there, you're there, and this is a connection. It's, it's amazing the 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 power to still be even when there isn't a physical audience in front of you as well, and still have the same level of energy and the same kind of captive sort of you know interaction mm-hmm. <laughs> such Amazing. a funny set oh my god it yes, really please, was please watch it everyone you'll yeah. have a great great time he'll make you smile for sure thank you Absolutely. eyeliner thank you paul plastic you guys you guys rock um oh. and eyeliner is disaster radio on twitter and instagram i think as well I think Paul yeah. Plastic's just on Instagram, right? I think. Paul underscore plastic. It look, yeah, this, this is probably him. Yeah. Yes. Paul underscore plastic on visuals. Give him a follow as well. His his stuff <clears> is <throat> very unique. And I think he's not necessarily in the Vaporwave community too much. I could be wrong, but his art is just it's crazy. That's yeah, cool. there's definitely some Vaporwave art here. It might not be trying to be vaporwave though. It's like Memphis. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I'm wondering if it's something that fans of vaporwave have picked up and um, appropriated. Kind of, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's part. I think that could be part of why I th- I mentioned his visuals felt more classical or like older traditional. That mm. could just be the techniques he uses are in that are, are come from that world instead. All right, yep. and last but not least, we have Luxury Elite with visuals by yours truly, Dan. What? Let's just take a second and say, what were you thinking in this moment right before Luxurious set came on? I was thinking that we'd achieved it, that mm-hmm. we'd completed Vaporwave, the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, definitely, it definitely felt like, it definitely felt like the kind of, peak do you know what i mean well not 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 necessarily the peak but it felt it definitely felt like the climax of the of the event like this is kind of oh well, people were so hyped for it yeah. yeah yeah i don't think anyone's gonna argue with the decision to put saint pepsi and lux as the headliners like 
And no. we've got say quite Pepsi, we've say got Pepsi quite brought it on the first day and then sorry, go on. Mm-hmm. Well I was just gonna say that we've got quite a symbiotic relationship with St. Pepsi and Luxury because we've worked with them both quite closely in the past. Mm-hmm. Late Night Delight, we repackaged that and we've worked with them both on other albums and stuff. And it felt like to us it was like they'd helped us so much by working with us, trusting us to do that and putting us onto a platform where people knew who MPF was that now mm. we're in a position to work with you guys and set up this festival, which is our joint adventure. I just feel like yeah, we're in exactly. a much, much, a much better position collectively to reach more people. And so it just felt right to sort of thank them in a way by, mm-hmm. and thank the people who took the time to sit in, to listen to these, these, you know, they're huge names. Yeah, exactly. I felt the same, man. It was like the <clears throat> culmination of everything coming together in one final yeah. set. And it was funny. It's like, it was such a crazy set of two days with so much energy and emotion and St. Pepsi going out um, on the Saturday was really like the highest of highest energy you can get basically like, you know, it can't get any more intense. It's the biggest artist with the m- most impressive music. Match you know, it with those crazy visuals as well. With the really? visuals from All Hell Breaks yeah. Loops. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just epic, so, epic so epic, epic. And then we did the whole thing again on Sunday. But instead of raising the hype as high as we could, it and this just kind of happened naturally based on the footage that we used for Luxury Elite Set based on what her and I were chatting about, what, what our source material ended up being, was like when the the set starts... It's like you can tell it's time to go home. You know, it's time to get in the car and leave the event or and just drive through the night city on your way home, sort of. And then there was a hotel there. I don't know if you noticed right away. And, you know, when you think of a hotel, you think of, you know, traveling and um, <clears throat> maybe being at a festival, actually, right? Yeah. Yeah, like Electronicon. Yeah. So I thought that I think all, it, all, all those ideas were really neat coming together. I think it was, yeah, absolutely. I think it was interesting as well, like closing it after having all these different styles and, you know, different artists, different visual styles, and then going back as the, the, the final set to close it off was a real sort of, it felt like a real classic, you know, mm-hmm. with, the, yeah. with, with obviously Lux's music and also OG. with the, with the, also with the visuals that you did it's a really like classic vaporwave style do you know what i mean like that kind of grainy night but it it just it just it it was interesting ending ending the event in such a kind of oh you know og way i don't know Mm -hmm. how to say that better but yeah exactly like it's such a classic vaporwave way yeah yeah exactly you know that that late night lo-fi style kind of feels classic even though it isn't classic style because um of when it came out and mm-hmm. like who was making it i guess also not too many people make late night lo-fi and luxury elite <clears throat> took a break for a long time so part of it also feels like maybe elements of the genre genre were dormant for a while and then it now it's coming back with a boom with luxury elite's new album and her live performances yeah yeah, Hell I think yeah. that getting that conversation going again as a community, like Lux was in the in the chat all day. Oh, they were in. Um, <clears throat> so by the time the by the time the set came about, you know, like people were more than happy to 
to share the love back. You know what I mean? Like she'd taken the time to watch so many people's sets before. And I think you could, you kept getting updates like her. Oh, she's taking a shower and she's going shopping, but she's don't worry while she's taking a shower, she's going to put her Bluetooth speakers on so she can carry on listening. <laughs> and it was like, she seemed to be involved and part of the show all day on the Sunday and a lot of the Saturday as well. So I think that, you know, yes. it was a nice way to round off the day. And it was nice that you got to do the, the, um, the visuals for her as well. Mm -hmm. It was a such a treat. You know, I thought our connection um, over the past few months has been growing and whatnot. And it was like, I want to give this to you as like a, not a present, but like, I'm such a fan. It was an honor to make it. And I was so nervous, you know, if she, she going to like it or not, you know. I was giving her updates along the way and each time she was like, yes, this, you nailed it. How did you know that this part was going to be and oh, things like that. So yeah, she is one just, of the nicest it, people we've worked with for sure. Oh, they are so nice. I can't even, we talked about that before with just with nice people. Like you can't describe, you can't, you have to meet her. Like, yeah. yeah. She's so, pa she's so passionate about this, about the scene as well. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I did see something that was quite interesting that she wrote because we've had this conversation with her when we interviewed her for Nobody Here where she had some concerns about coming back as to whether the scene was still going to be the same kind of feeling. Like that, in a way, was kind of what worried her. Yeah. I think that one of the most exciting things was, was to find out that we discovered at the same time as she did that, yes, there is something to come back to. And actually, in many ways, is it more exciting yeah. now than it has been for a long time? I think it is. Well, that was very exciting having her her comeback be announced during waves during the 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 event like right before her set we had like a 10 minute countdown timer we made the announcement let everybody tell their friends and, and then uh join as quick as they could i think we got like 500 people in there maybe but that was a great way and and Mackie and i were so um happy to be able to have the comeback be like an explosion through our event the adrenaline and emotion you get when you're in the chat with all these people during an event adds to the epicness i think yeah i and agree her being there in the chat as well of course when she came back to like that was nuts so yeah and then again for flamingo fest um so thank you luxury elite we love you Thank you so much. Um, okay, so if anyone, um, I guess we'll just talk about our announcement at the very end uh, for Flamingo Fest 2021. Cool. Live, in real life. I in the flesh. Know. Yeah. Where? That's what we're going to have to work out now. Mm -hmm. And that was where all the questions were coming from straight after, like on Twitter and stuff. We had loads of replies going, can it be here? Can it be there? Well, I don't know where. Mm -hmm. We haven't decided yet. But, I think the most exciting thing is just that there'll be other major events alongside things like electronic and um, yeah, exactly. I agree. Not all the pressures on George. Yeah, and exactly um, more opportunity for people at, in different parts of the world to to go. You know, um, not I think everyone it also, has uh, the schedule. The room. It also it also gives artists the chance who are thinking maybe about working on a live set, but who think, well, is it worth it? Because there's only like one big show a year. 
Mm-hmm. If it right. starts to be a bigger live scene, we'll start to see people thinking it's much more worth experimenting with their setup for live gigs, mm-hmm. which in its own way could expand and, and drive the scene forward. Yeah. I really do think, yeah, we're just waiting till all this pandemic stuff settles down. And I think, I really do think that you're going to see an explosion in live vaporwave. Yeah. yeah. With, with vaporwave masks brought to you by vapor 95. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're really expensive to make. We tried it. We had a look. It's really expensive. Like they, they be almost one, yeah. No, yeah. There's almost no margin in them. Really? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Well, we certainly brought together an amazing thing. Um, I can't wait to do the live event as well. Um, getting people to be able to see and meet these artists, creating an opportunity for that connection is yeah. just, that's, that's what it's all about for me. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think space for people. We kind of touched on it in another section of the pod where we said about ways in which to make an engaging space for it to take place in. And mm-hmm. I'm really excited about <clears throat> ways in which we can help because it's a fusion, isn't it? Of music and visual art as a scene and how we can find a space that really like is interesting to explore as well and not just somewhere where you can look at the people playing music just something that you want to explore and spend the day in wherever Mm -hmm. it is on the venue yeah like a festival but also a convention well i guess electronic con (laughs) has convention in the the name but it's true you know you want activities and things absolutely like the tape swap and things like that yeah Oh, we'll have a tape swap. Don't. That's number one. That's a given. You know it. <laughs> Good street food as well, and hipster. Yeah, beers. we'll yeah. get some. We'll get some uh, food trucks <laughs> to park. There were a few issues. There were a few issues with well. the electronic on food. I think the yes. first one. I was starving all day. Put it up. Yeah, I was I too. Yeah, I remember being I was, super hungry. I was so hungry. I, yeah, I remember. And the line for the food truck was like really long. Yeah. Uh, so many funny stories, man. Yeah. <laughs> they missed out on vaporwave food. They, they had a. They could have made a lot of a lot of on vaporwave food. I don't I know what know that what would entail. Ah, exactly. I, I have no idea what it would be, but I'm sure they would sell a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. So many ideas. So I many feel like it would be things like pop tarts and um, like you know, like froze that that kind of futuristic frozen food from the nineties. Oh, yeah, uh, frozen like, ice cream. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> like, um, what are they called? Those um, mince beef pocket things. That Hot we used pockets. To oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know if these are, I don't know if this is uh, internationally uh, recognized what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah we got yeah, hot we got pockets them. here. We got them. We got there we go. But we'll do better than that. For, for yeah. Don't it'll, worry. it'll be crazy. Hope everybody can make it. So yeah, thank you guys. I just want to say, Jay, man, you kicked fucking ass so much during this the setup and logistics and production of this event. Um, I've you saved me so many times. Like I wouldn't have been able to do uh, everything by myself, obviously. Like, and it just it, there was so much. It was really overwhelming. So you were integral. Um, I would say the most important person. Uh, for Flamingo Fest, I so don't think that's you. true. I think you're. I think you're definitely the most important person. Indeed, this literally wouldn't have been possible without you at all in any way. Well, I'm not going to say it about myself, of course. <laughs> but I gotta <laughs> say, man, like seriously, thank no, you. Dude. Thank, thank you for, thank you for, um, like making this happen. 
like we we've wanted to do live stuff for ages mm-hmm. um both with time slave and with my pet flamingo and it's just it's just such a it's such a big thing to organize you know whether it's whether it's online or whether it's in real life it's just it, there's so many kind of variables and so many different things that you need to organize and yeah thank you for giving us the kick up the ass to actually do you know put something, <laughs> put something together yeah no worries it's been, a, it, it's, been a, it's, it's been a pleasure and i can't wait for the next one absolutely so absolutely shout to this, everyone who put the time in for free yeah just because of the love of the music as well shouts to all the musicians shouts to all the visual artists shouts to victor arche for doing the um poster design and the logo Yep, and the logo. <clears throat> Shouts to All Hell Breaks Loops for those um, for those uh, set designs or the cutscenes, however you however you want to describe it. Those are awesome. Shouts and Runners to... Club for giving us the music for in between sets. Yeah. Shouts to Tropical Virtual as well for creating us the end uh, end end set uh, tools and the amazing animation at the end for our big announcement. Mm-hmm. And um, shouts to all the visual artists. I don't know if I said that already. Do it again. I'm going to say it again. Seriously. Um, like integral. Yeah, you've you've spoken a lot about this Indy and in, in that as a community we need to recognize you know we need to we need to pay more attention to visual artists because without visual artists it just wouldn't be you know mm-hmm. wouldn't, it just wouldn't be the wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are now without um, all the amazing people who create you know still still images and and you know video work like it's all you know integral to the scene i think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thank you everyone all the volunteers uh, uh, no one's you know making money off of this it's all volunteer time um a lot of it sometimes you know some of these sets take 20 30 hours to put together visually yeah um so you know just we, we can't thank you guys enough hopefully this is something good for your portfolios and you can get some followers on twitter um and hopefully it was a nice fun creative outlet at, at least <laughs> 2021 see you in real life in real see life. you all again very soon 2021 all right well um after luxury elites a set we had Picari sweat after party we want to dive into that real quick before we go it was uh a lot of fun. Alex from Pacific Plaza showing up there in person, getting together with the boys <clears throat> on camera. Thank you for that. Yeah, we um, unfortunately um, crashed at this point. I did too. I was really? like, I like went right to bed. Yeah, I was just like, as soon as soon as Lux is, um, we would have loved to have stayed, but that was like the that was the end of two days of very very little sleep. Um, but everything i've heard that that party was was mad i think they went on for like six hours or something yeah oh Oh, dang at least yeah crazy crazy it's awesome Mm -hmm. harry's just saying that he was awake and so what was that harry (laughs) it was good he said the tunes were popping off (laughs) and the visuals they were please everyone check out pakari online p-o-c-a-r-i Pakari online on Twitch. On Twitter, you can follow them under U what is it? Uglato. U-G-L-A-T-T-O. <laughs> but but that's just that's just one of them, I think. I think there's I think they've both got um someone quote tweeted me and said 
these the other peeps involved. So follow Uglato, U-G-L-A-T-T-O. The after party was fucking sick. The visuals are so, so good. They've been doing these after parties for a, a while now, and we need to make sure everybody checks these guys out. If you have a show coming up, need an after party, if you just want to hook up with cool people in the vaporwave scene, <clears throat> please check out Picari Online. They're doing God's work. Just as is Clive, just to return to that, I think he literally is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, um, so I think the so the Picari Sweat resident DJs are Uglato on Twitter and also No. Genki One, which is N O G E N K I One on Twitter, and also um, follow Pacific Plaza Rec as well. Yeah, exactly. Alex from Pacific Plaza as as well. Huge part of the um, vaporwave community down there, and awesome to have as a part of this after party. Absolutely. Um, for those who don't know, Pacific Plaza Records is the label that Data Girls tape came out on and sold out on later a couple hours later so check out uh the record label as well pacific plaza records pacific plaza.bandcamp.com rather apologies alex all right thank you picari sweat picari online thank you alex thank you everybody once again for being a part of this it's crazy um all these people just giving us their time and energy it's i'm i'm i'll be forever grateful I yep. hope people um, remember this event as something uh, great they happened in 2020. I feel like this is going to be something that's remembered. This will be remembered as something great that happened in the development of the scene, I think. I, I do think you're right that in the context of everything we've been through this year, it was amazing to have something so special organized. Um, but I think this is big anyway. I really do. I have this feeling that it starts something new, something big for Flamingo Fest for all of us. And um, I just can't wait to see where we take it from here. Yeah. Sky's the limit. Yeah. It's, uh, there's just so many ideas and options. It's, it's insane. Yeah, nice one indeed. Thanks for um, pulling this together. Hell yeah. And lots more to come on the way. Yeah, looking forward to it. See you on the other side. I just want to say before we go, thank you, St. Cloud, for everything. And thank you, Enzo. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, no thank problem you. at thank all. Thank you so much, guys. And the biggest thanks to Indy. Unbeatable, oh, unbeatable oh, combination Indy. of a team. Indy is... Okay, guys. Well, be well. Thank you for sitting down with me. I know it's been a lot of talking, but uh, it's been some great conversations here. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's great Absolutely. chatting with you all. Speak to you soon. Yeah, great mm -hmm. chat with all soon. of you. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Happy Flamingo Fest. Bye. Bye. Peace. All right, guys. Thank you for sticking around for the whole episode. Hope you got a chance to meet St. Cloud, Jay, and Enzo. If you want to check out the Flamingo Fest event, like we said, you can go to archive.org slash details slash Flamingo Fest Day 1 or Flamingo Fest Day 2. We've got some Flamingo Fest goodies just on the horizon, possible Blu-ray, T-shirt, maybe a poster, and Flamingo Fest IRL coming to you very soon, as soon as they'll let us. <laughs> 
Okay, everybody. Thank you so much. Follow Utopia District on Twitter. Working on the old Instagram. That will come soon once we can lock in the name. Um, Follow us on your podcast platform of choice. Going to be lots more podcasts coming your way. Um, Hit us up on YouTube if you want as well. We've got some videos. Um, uh, Yeah, it's very exciting stuff. And thank you for everyone that's going to come along with us on this journey here. All right, everybody, take care of yourself. I hope everybody's doing good out there. Uh, I don't know if anyone wants to say hi or chat and whatever. Feel free to shoot me a message. I would love that. And um, yeah, we're going to leave you with this amazing track made by Groovy Kaiju just for us here at Utopia District. Thank you, Groovy, and thank you, everyone that's listening. Take care, and we'll see you soon.